This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Here it is, everybody. You've been bugging me. You've been asking for me. I've been dropping the ball left and right, trying to get these things going, talking to breweries. Um, and finally, like we were, we're, we're still going to do the breweries thing, but I finally had to get back to roots of my original plan here with the Full Scale Outdoors podcast of the Flight Companion, I don't know what you call that, side episodes or special episodes or whatever you want. But we are doing another Flight Companion. This is Flight Companion number two. If you are brand new to the show, thanks for joining. I'm glad that you found us. Uh, by the way, my name is Dale Luganville, if you didn't already know that. And so what we do here is uh, we are combining the general outdoor love fishing and hunting and all that stuff with the the um pastime of beer drinking <laughs> and so uh, these are you know more tailored to your beer snobs not really uh but we like craft beers and we're in the golden age of craft beers and it's awesome if you missed the first flight companion at bigwood it was uh, an epic saga five hours long uh, but it was it was so much fun. We had a blast. Ty over there at Bigwood Brewery is just bomb. I can't say enough about him. Uh, but I've been trying to get into a brewery, and it's the hunting season. So, you know, the breweries that I'm interested in, they like to do outdoor stuff too. So, you know, it, it's hard. We're in the middle of, like, the Minnesota deer hunting season, so super, super busy. Um, so we'll, we'll get back on track with that. But, like I said, get back to the roots. And I originally planned for Flight Companions it wasn't going to be at breweries. I kind of added that later. I thought, oh, that'd be a good idea. The original one was just like a, a beer club. You know, we'd get together and everybody would bring a different beer for us to sample and we would talk about it. And then in between, we just share stories or talk about whatever comes up. So there's no real subject matter here. Not that that ever matters on the Full Scale Outdoors podcast because, uh, you know, we like to go down a lot of rabbit holes. But this one, just so you know, never had an organized topic of discussion other than beer and uh so we got we actually went five beers instead of four beers in the flight and uh it was a good time so i sit down with uh tony tessing actually he we had it at his house from hometown heroes you've heard that name if you are a subscriber to this podcast and uh 
So he invited his friend over, Brandon, and then we had his wife sit in because, uh, well, he messed up. We were supposed to have Patrick Patches Olson because he was going to be from the Lone Angler podcast. He was going to be staying at Tony's house down for the Blaine Hardwater Expo. He thought he was staying Friday night. So I'm like, well, sweet. He can be part of the flight companion. Turns out he was staying Saturday night, uh, so he was not there. But Tony's wife was graciously willing to sit down, and she was great. She she was a, a welcome part to the podcast. Uh, she's awesome. We had a ton of fun, had a lot of laughs, and drank some solid beers. So let's get into it. This is the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, Flight Companion numero dos. <laughs> Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Hey. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Let's try this again <clears throat> from the top. <laughs> <laughs> Strike one. Strike one. And uh, um, one of our guests isn't, our planned guests aren't here because uh, Tony pulled the Tony. Pulled a Dale. <laughs> as my wife would be like, that. when I tell her, she'd be like, well, I would expect you to do something like that. Like, I constantly double book myself or forget and be like, Oh, I gotta go do that. Don't you have the other thing? I'm like, what other thing? The well, thing you've been talking about, like with the blah blah blah. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. that is today. God damn it! It's I'm in that like club too. All the time, I do it all the time. And you would think, today's day and age, iPhones and calendars, you could instantly plug stuff into calendars. Like, I have no excuse. I have no good excuse nope. other than my brain. My is. wife is a Google uh, Calendar wizard, and we have busy kids. And she plugs. Holy oh shit, dude! She gosh. puts all these sports calendars into the Samsung calendar, <clears throat> and everything pops up. That so gives me anxiety it just looking you at it. To it, like invites you, right? It, yeah. Yeah, it just populates, so it goes right to the Samsung calendar, and it's a shared account. So oh, then, yep. she's a genius with this stuff. And I, I suppose if somebody held a gun to my head, I could probably figure it out over a certain period yeah. of time, but she's good at this stuff. Oh my God. That so, seriously gives me that's anxiety. That's how I have to run my oh, life. Oh, but dude, this is a lifesaver when it comes to keeping well, track I'm of sure. kid stuff. I'm sure. And then you just, if anything you want to do, you just slip it in there and then you can negotiate later. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the calendar. Yeah. It was on the calendar. Yeah, she'll never know. notice that each day has 18 things on it. <laughs> Yeah, never, it and does. it doesn't say when it was added, so you can't. She can't say, "Oh, well, you that didn't is add it." Tell I'm sure time. that she could find some kind of dates. <laughs> She'll never it, know. She'll never know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, we should probably introduce everybody. Here we are in our first. Uh, I'm I'm kind of restarting because we had issues. Um, this is our second flight companion, official flight companion. I'm excited. So, like uh, we said before, yeah. Are you not hearing yourself? Yeah, it's just one of these. Well, I don't know which That's one okay. you're in either. God dang it! It's so irritating. Technology is awesome and a burden all at the same it's time. It's great when it works. It's shitty yep. when it doesn't. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So in, in the early conception of the Flight Companion, it was supposed to be just like this, like a beer club. People come in. They bring a different beer each time. And then we did the first one just happened to be I had an idea. I was like, I wonder if like a 
brewery would like to, you know, and we could get the backstory of the different brews and went to Bigwood and Ty was awesome and, and that was awesome and I do still want to do that, but we were having a hard time scheduling one with another brewery and I was like, we just got to get back to, we got to get another one on the books. So mm-hmm. just get back to, back to, the back roots. to drinking beer and yeah, exactly. So it doesn't really matter where we do it as long as we just do it and then we got to keep a running list of the beers that's the important part just take pictures like a fishing journal yeah what's more so because i feel like there needs to be a booby prize for if somebody brings a duplicate i don't know what we do if people accidentally bring the same beer on the same for the same event that's another that's another prize though i feel like that would be like extremely rare like the chances of that happening have got to be because really you shouldn't even double up on beers i mean there's so many beers what we were talking before we got rolling. Like, how many breweries are just in this state in Minnesota? Hundreds. That's there used ridiculous. to be like two, and yeah. and they keep popping up. In the, the last ten one years, just opened up. Opening weekend is this weekend for it. Um, what was that one called? No, North Stack Brewing or something. It's in something, like Fridley. Something Star. It's in the North old... North Star. No, I don't know. We'll look it up. But uh, yeah, they it's just keep popping up, and they. What's awesome is they keep lasting. They're not right. They're not yep. flashing the pants. Yeah, they're they're they have some feet. Well, to we're them. in the golden age of beer drinking, I think. Absolutely, you know, lots. So, all right, we're we're right out of the gate. We're going. Tony's trying to get us drunk. This is seven point one percent. So, go. speaking of Big Wood, we have uh, <laughs> Brewers. Is that what it's called? Is that Brewers Batch? No, nope, it's of a one? it's a Doppelbach Star. Uh, the, I actually swung into oh, there it is. Big Wood with uh, hey, my wife. Now you're a box 7%. star. <laughs> my my wife, my lovely wife Krista, who's uh, so kindly sitting in here. Um, we've been going on brewery dates rather than sitting in our house and doing nothing. We'll we'll go to a brewery together and enjoy some good beer. And we went to. Um, this past weekend, we went to Dangerous Man. No, oh, um, where we've all been to. Like where we've been so far? No, that, the weekend that we went to Bigwood, we stopped at. Uh, it's in Robbinsdale. Oh, Wicked Wart. Wicked Wart. That Ooh, they have some yeah. pretty good beer, it's and really they also cool. have they have food on site. Yeah, it's which limited. Is cool. That's always that's yeah. always nice. Right. Yeah. So, and then we had two beers there, and like and dinner. Eight. Yep. And I was like, I'm not tired, and I'm ready to do something. You want to go out to White Bear? And we <laughs> called my go? we called my buddy Chris, who lives out there, and. Let's we met go. him and his wife at. Uh, Did you pick this up when you were having cigars with Ty? Yeah, nice. um, I, I saw Ty. I said hi, and he's like, "When are you guys? When are you doing another one?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. It's up to Dale." And uh, we got to talking and drinking beer, and he kept giving me some recommendations of the new stuff that they have coming out. <laughs> and he told me to drink this one, but I had to drive and had to be responsible. So I said, I will take one to go. And uh, you're not doing this to me again, Ty. Not not falling for it again. (laughs) Fool me once. Um, Can't fool me again. I got to interrupt and tell you that it's inspiring to see you guys. I see it on Facebook all the time. And I'm like, God, that's so cool. Well, well, it's really easy when you don't have children. (laughs) Well, that's that's for sure. I got busy kids. And. And my wife really is doesn't. Uh, their care calendar for craft looks the beer. same. It's just different breweries. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so, uh, it's neat. I think that's. Don't really drink cool. it all. I suppose there's plenty. There's. there's are you a legit like beer aficionado? Because like my my wife likes to go to bars and different breweries, but 
her like window of beer she likes, you know, is really small. So the conversation we always have is like, do they have anything I like? And basically, I'm looking for loggers and ale. and a wheat beer, like a or a pale a ale or so, you know, a colch, yeah, yeah. Colch. yeah, something. I like. I used to be more of like the the lighter the better, um. Like when I first started kind of going to some breweries, I always look for like the blonde ales, stuff like that. And then now as we've as we've been going to more, I've been kind of branching out. And like at Dangerous Man, we got a flight, and I got um, the chocolate stout. Yep, and the the coffee. It was stout. Cho- the chocolate milk stout, and then it was the peanut butter porter, mm-hmm. which were can't go wrong. They were fantastic, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know. I, don't really. I've had them before, but I'm like they've always been heavier. But I had these, and I was like, oh, these are amazing. There's, they just, they were so good. And then a couple guys that were sitting by us told told us next time you get them, ask them to do a fifty fifty mix mix for you. Ooh. I'm like, oh, good call. Yeah, that sounds good. We only had to had time for like two beers there because there again. You gotta drive, right? Yeah. And then we went to we went to Surly. Yeah, because we went to go get food. Oh, so I'm yeah. speaking of food though. At dude, the food at Surly. Yeah. If, if you you've no, never if you're not oh a beer drinker, goodness. like if anybody you bring your this, kids there, and they got like a pizza yeah. place upstairs. Yeah. yeah, I understand. It's pretty nice. If yeah. you're not a beer drinker, yep. You just you're a foodie, and you want to go yep. get some good food. Go to Surly Brewery. Oh, Their yeah. food is phenomenal. What did you have? You had the pig pile. The pig pile, which was a sausage patty hamburger with pulled pork and like blue cheese and oh. it was just a barbecue sandwich. Yeah, I saw and that. And it was so it was like, damn that's good. right up his alley. <laughs> so I, I may be a Yankee, but I love grits. So they had shrimp and grits there. So pretty much anywhere I go, especially if we travel yep. and we're in the south, I'm getting like grits. I'm getting yep. shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the shrimp and grits I had at Surly, probably the best I've had in the country mm-hmm. so far. They were so wow. good. I don't know. Beef Surly really We're not. Really I mean, bad. we're in the middle of the country. You wouldn't think you'd get good seafood either. But the shrimp was no. perfectly cooked. Wow. Wonderful. Like awesome tasting. Clean. So it obviously, it was fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. most of those joints it's a, are like food truck outside type of thing. Man, no, that food no, no, was no. fast. Like, oh. Their this pizza is, looks damn good, too. I we, haven't had it. But. So that's on the second floor. Yep. Uh, we had, I, Like I said, we had never been there. And yeah. it's like we're five minutes away. I'm hungry. Let's go. Yep. I found a beer from Surly that I love to death. Which um, I don't remember. What fresh that. Ink. Hmm. It's, yeah. a, it's a fruitier sour. Oh, um, yeah. And I think I got a citrus one. Yeah. I forget what the first beer I had, but I had two beers there. And yeah. um, I'm not a super fan of sours. I can drink them, but I'm not like, I don't think I'd ever create a session. I've never really, yeah. I haven't yeah. really gotten into them. I've, I've, I've had taste of them, but I'm like, yeah, I don't Everybody know. Buddy of mine, he'd love sours. I mean, that's, just, that's like his thing. He's I like one them. or two. Yeah. Like maybe on a Friday night when you're not going to really get sauced, you just want to have a couple beers. Sure. Yeah. I'd have a couple sours. Yeah, they're good. I we like should probably hell. we should probably go around the horn here and introduce everybody. Everybody knows who I am. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I assume you know who I am. We'll just go around like we're uh, like a clock clockwise to my left, who I just met today. Yeah. Tony invited. My name is Brady Abrahamson. I'm a technician at Countryside Volkswagen, and I met Tony when he worked there um, for ten years. For ten years, wow. yep. I've been there for twenty. And um, we uh, share interests. We uh, 
fish together quite a bit. Fish yeah, together a lot. Somebody's like, oh, this dude, he loves craft beers. He's into fish and hunting. I'm like, yeah, man. Perfect. And, um, Invite him. It, it was kind of <laughs> funny because, you know, when where we work, there's a, a variety of where we used to work together. There's a variety of personalities. And Tony and I are about the only two guys, I think. Maybe Keith, too. But um, only two guys that really have any interest in fishing in foul weather <laughs> and and hunting through, you know, whatever weather. Do you ever foul in fishing weather? You know what? I don't. <laughs> I've, I've combined grouse hunting and fishing before, but never never foul hunting. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my story. Oh, cool. I'm Tony Tessing. I'm uh, one of the founders for Hometown Hero Outdoors. You've heard my voice with Dale before. And, uh, <laughs> on multiple podcasts. Yeah, on multiple podcasts. Podcast platforms. Um, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy craft beer, fishing, hunting, um, not so much of the deer kind, but cool shit. if it's a bird, I like it, and I like to do fun things. Yeah. And then we snuck in. Oh, Krista Tassine. Because I'm, Tony can't schedule. Because I guess Tony can't schedule people. <laughs> we pulled a Tony. We were going <laughs> we to have Patrick Patches Olson from The Lone Angler on, I, which, I, I mean, I... Been, hey, he's but going you to be got on. me. He's you got gonna, me I, now. Well, you're far better looking. No, no offense, Patrick. Hand to God, I swear he said Friday. Well, you, you were saying Hand all week God. Friday. Yeah. Well, and we and I was talking to him. I guess I don't know if I mentioned like Friday in the in the thing. I think I did. I swear to God. I swear to God. I. I well, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Uh, whatever. whatever. Maybe I just said I heard that you were staying in town, and and he was game to do it. Uh, he's just not down. For I mean, we could do it again. I'm night. Whatever. <laughs> no, no. This is it's perfectly fine. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's uh, get into this one. You guys are already drinking yours, and I I, I want to get a legit, honest first. We talked about it, and then we got off subject. So, so which is the, pretty standard. It's a Doppelbach um, from. Big Wood called Doppelbach Star. Doppelbach it's 7.1% alcohol by volume. It's kind of like a coffee. Slight like a hint of coffee you get in it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It is good. It's very smooth. Oh, it's crazy. Ooh, this is good. God damn it, Ty. That's you why. You make some good goddamn beer, dude. He, oh. It does. It kind of has that, like, that feel oh, at the back of the this, tongue that coffee shit. gets you. This shit is I dangerous, I could just drink dude. this in the morning instead of coffee. This is 7%. Totally this, I could drink so many of these. Yeah. Well, just, have you ever been to Hammerheart? I could drink a lot yes. of these. That's ha- the Blaine one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hammerheart is dangerous Hammerheart because, the, like, the minimum I need is to get into it's technically Lionel Lakes. Right. Hammer yeah, Hammer it is Lionel Lakes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Actually. This is Realtor. Yeah. Wouldn't know Sorry, you're right. It is Lionel. But I, I need to get – that's where Ty actually – he knows the brewmaster there. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to do it at Hammerheart. I don't want to be on the panel. I want to be there just so I can heckle. Don't remember the name. God, I can't remember his name. I go through the text messages and find it. But, um, yeah, so I, I need – I just – Should Again, just dropping the ball on my end. That's I need to go in there and, and talk to him. It is a really cool yeah. brewery. I, it, it's yeah. super cool inside of that We place. went there – couple weeks ago there was a food truck there it was a few months ago I yeah like. i don't think it was a couple weeks ago it's like eight weeks yeah, ago whatever whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um we walk in there and like i'm like oh i love this well we went there it's... because they had a food truck yeah that's one of the reasons we went there metal love it 
Absolutely. It's not just metal, like it's, Nordic metal. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> like Nordic yeah. death metal. Yeah. Yes. Like you can't understand what they're saying. Like you can't anyway with that stuff. I was having a good time. Uh, her probably. I, I liked it. It was good. The beer was good. I loved the atmosphere. You know me. I love. I I'm a huge buff as far as like the Viking his, history and stuff. But I'm like, yeah, I could kind of do so, without the music. So <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? I don't, and I can't remember where I either heard this or read it or whatever. It might have been on Facebook. I don't. I honestly don't remember the source of it. But somebody was talking like trash about Hammerheart, and they called it satanic. What? Oh, yeah, geez. they said it was satanic in there. I was like, uh, I was there, didn't get a satanic vibe. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it was a pillage and Viking like, they vibe. Must, yeah, maybe there's horns in there. Maybe they're thinking like goat horns or yeah, something. I don't, I don't know. Is there any pentagrams? I don't know. Well, certainly has pentagram. I mean, yeah. No, they have like the. They have some of the Viking, like the uh, drawings and stuff. Like they had the. Vegas fear. Yeah, and stuff like that. And I think they had like Thor's hammer. So I guess you could, you didn't yeah, know anything about. Yeah, if you didn't know what you were looking at, you, <laughs> you could know. maybe see that. They so, could get that skewed a little bit. Back to this beer. Um, it's stupid good. It's, it is really good. It's, this is so good. I like how we're drinking out of a 10K. It, well, listen, it's because <laughs> of the makers of this beer that we're drinking tulips right now because Ty got us legit fucking hammered. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it so was like it was totally on there? accident. Like I didn't go there to get drunk. I didn't even know I was getting drunk. We we're having such a good time and just drinking good, mm-hmm. but apparently, uh, dangerous beer. beers. And next thing you know, I'm like, "Well, we've been talking for five hours, and um, <laughs> I can't drive home, so <laughs> that's a thing." <laughs> I. Yeah. It uh, it was bad. That's <laughs> bad. See, I was hoping that he would have that uh, blood orange mm. hefeweizen. It was hot. Oh, when we went. Gone. Yeah. That stuff okay, goes like that, that, from what I hear. Deuces. Yeah, but that's a summertime thing, anyways. Mm, I drink it year round. I know. See, I, I I think I explained this the last the, the last one, but I heard on a radio program it was Garage Logic, and they had like a a, a radio or a radio like a beer snob, beer aficionado on or whatever, and he. The way he described it, and my little brain just grabbed it and ran with it, like held onto it like it's a religion. So, like, the beer you drink is determined, the style of beer you drink is determined by the light level out your window at 6 p.m. Hmm. Ma- no way. Makes total sense to me. So, oh, wow. in the summer, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. get dark till 9.30. Exactly. Should at be 6 clear. o'clock, it's hot, right? You don't yeah. want this you don't want a stout or a pour or something that's super heavy you that want something you can sense. see through easy to drink refreshing i know i keep hitting that wire and that's okay the, um so then as you starting to get into fall right the light level not quite dark but you know it's down a little bit now you're getting into your like your red ales your october fests you know oh, not ales october stuff fest. like that not Big dark fan. dark dark you can right. still see through it Got more flavor to it. Still not really heavy. You could still drink a few of those. And then, you know, dead of winter, right? Black it's dark beer. at 4 o'clock. Right. So yeah, so it's this, like you're drinking stouts and you're drinking porters. Something so this that's porter? nice and heavy. It's no, almost it's a, like a meal like in a can. Those are like, to me, they're like the like what like 
Well, like chicken noodle soup is to yeah. food as far as comfort food. Though, yeah. That's like it's comfort, hearty. comfort yeah. beer. It's, it's like it's, it's hearty in it, that, you know, for lack of a better term. And then, you know, as you start getting to spring, you know, it starts going back the other way. You can get a nice red ale or something. It starts, you know, like it makes sense to me. Now, granted, you know, you can drink whatever you like any time of year. I'm not saying we need to pass oh, yeah. legislation here. But for me... I like to stick to that as much as I can just yep. because it makes so much sense to me. And I like – it's another way to enjoy beer. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. adding it into your seasons. You no, know, it so doesn't make just... sense to have an Oktoberfest when it's 100 degrees yeah. in August because your stomach feels weird afterwards yeah, you when you're sweating all day. You want yeah. something that's like refreshing, right. light and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. fruity, you know, you know some yeah. some fruit you know, notes to it. Really deep flavor like you know coors light (laughs) bush lattes (laughs) you know i have to admit though like i clowned out bush lights uh, a lot because that's like what my buddies drink since i've been drinking them because that's what they buy it's it's really starting to grow on me for for the american lagers out there it actually has a fair amount going going on it's It's got more flavor it's 92 calories per can I don't give a shit about cash. And five percent alcohol by, or four point eight percent alcohol by volume. That's pretty good. Actually. Find me another light beer that has that few calories. Like a little and, ultra. And that, that's and that three point two. Is that like fifty? Fifty calories no, though. Ultra's a no, little ultra's bit. sixty four. Isn't that that's a thing? I think it's six. Like, oh, oh, that's yeah. mix sixty oh, or yeah, mix, bush yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But it's yeah. still they're still not. They're all just over 3.2. I think the funny part about all those is like you really start to taste them on like the fourth beer. Mm -hmm. That's no, you're right. right. You're absolutely right. The first beer, you're like, this is so benign. Then by like number three or four, you're like, oh, I can actually taste something. Yeah, done. Yeah, the fourth beer, you start to taste it. The fifth beer, you're like, oh, this is good. By about eight beers, you're like, all right, maybe I've had enough for the evening. (laughs) By the eighth beer, she's (laughs) now she's starting to look cute. By the way, you will not offend her by anything. I, oh, well, that's good. No, we, I wasn't going to. Yeah. No, I don't think he even cared. You're no. right. I don't. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't mean you, actually, no. when I said that. I was like no. just pointing to a random corner as a random oh, person just at a bar. No, I, but I no, probably wouldn't. To with, her, I, I probably live. look a lot better After when eight she's bush lights? nine <laughs> bush lights deep. Not when you are, well. but when I am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to take more than eight bush lights to make you look good. Uh, hey. I'm down 12 pounds, so. Good really, 12 pounds? pounds? Congratulations. Huh. 220. You've been trying to get down? Say, yeah. Are you, are you, it looks like are you, you hitting the weights? Dude, you're pumping the iron? Uh, running and kettlebells. Attaboy. Uh, Attaboy. Duck, hunting, duck hunting killed me this year. Yeah. Like, straight up. You need to carry more decoys on your back. Uh, I got uh, dive bombs. They're well, skinny. <laughs> but uh, And you cut out pop. I cut out all and pop. And I've been cooking a lot. A lot healthier. Been doing a lot more like chicken and lean stuff. So. That's that's it's, soda for our southern listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing oh, is, we have those. We have something. <laughs> the thing is, is two I'm, or three. I'm, I'm sorry if you don't know what pop is. Fine, I don't. We can't be friends. <laughs> it's just funny because as I like travel around, I'm like hyper aware of it now. That that when I say pop, and I've actually kind of trained myself to just say soda. No. So now when I hear no, other people pop. say pop, I'm like. <laughs> 
You're so Minnesota. Yeah. You want a pop? You want a pop? I'll take a pop. Come up to Minnesota and leave a leave a pop. You want a bag for that? Or a soda in your car when it's negative twenty. You'll see why we call it pop. Pop. Yeah. Exactly. You want a bag for your pop? I'll pay for it. As mechanics, you can you can see evidence of that once in a while. Or in my truck. I've done it. I still do it. You forget, and you're like. You get in there, you're like, oh, son of a man. Son of a bitch. When that thaws, <laughs> come May, that's going to be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to clean it up in April. <laughs> Good thing it's only January 3rd. I'll just leave some towels down here so it drips on the towels. <laughs> that's bad. Beer, beer is one of those things, though. Oh, boy. Oh, we're getting oh, into the second one. We're only 25 minutes in. we got to slow down. <laughs> All right. You want me to rinse all the glasses first? Probably. Or, well, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. Cleanse our palates. Well, let's get into some outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. What successes this fall? Do you see? So have you duck hunt, goose hunt? You know, I that don't do stuff? that stuff. Okay, and I, deer I, hunt. Do you deer hunt? I don't. I'm a fisherman, and <laughs> the, the prob- rabbit, squirrel, nothing. Man. You don't. <laughs> the, the problem. <laughs> the problem is that I am so. Die hard fishing that I can't let go of a good fishing day to give you, it to something that. else. You say that, but have you been duck hunting? I have not been duck hunting. Huh. I've been in a in a guided. <laughs> you say that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll change that when I get Listen, I, I completely. Uh, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm only saying that because I used to be in that exact position. I used yeah, to be yeah. he was only too. a fisherman. So right now I have this. Uh, fixation on what happens on my body of water that I fish all the time in the fall because there are certain times that are magic. And like a true fisherman, he's not going to share what his body of water is. No, I'm not going to say it. It's too small. (laughs) It's too small. And uh, so what happens is like August and September, we can catch good smallmouth and we can catch walleyes on surface baits on occasion. And if you target walleyes with uh, like – three and a half, four inch uh, paddle tails on jigs, you can somewhat consistently catch really nice fish on this body of water. Uh, Wallace. And it's a... Uh, How far away? Give me a, not a, far a radius. Away. Quick, quick question. Is this I the, want to figure this out. Is this the place <laughs> that... He already said We went the that one already. time and I caught my first red horse and a bunch of other different kinds so of suckers. Connected yeah. to a river. Oh. It's a river system. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the love of my life, and I can't give it up. So. I'll stop crying. My bad. This out. My bad. So, so what I'm saying is uh, I'm addicted, and I want to know what happens because it seems like in the spots where you can catch those fish is is totally related to the time of year because they're in skinny spots. They're not like – you know when you learn how to fish malax. And then you take that knowledge to a lake that's not like Mille Lacs, and you get your ass kicked, and you go, "Well, it's not Mille Lacs. <laughs> yeah. You, you, well, right. I yeah. know. I know that. But amateur fishing guy. Sure. And you, you're trying just trying to equate how you do it and how you figure it out on Mille Lacs to a lake that's you know weeds and no rocks and whatever. It's the same kind of deal where you on most rivers, you are looking for walleyes in in current seams on deep pockets, or you're looking for um, channel edges stuff like that. It doesn't exist on this body of water. So you can catch them in the in the fall, late summer, fall, early fall, in these weird, unpredictable areas. And so you're, I'm going back into the fall when the water temp comes down to like the low 40s, high 30s, mm-hmm. and they're just gone. 
And like over the years, our theories of this have developed from like, well, they just go back to Malax. Or oh, so it's the rum. It's the rum. <laughs> there's so many different. Sections you just gave of the it away. Rum. I mean, there's I only one river that comes out of it. Should have thought that out a little better. <laughs> Why uh, don't they just go back to that big body of water? So, but then there's been so many studies that say that walleyes, river walleyes, can be localized, and we're hundreds of river miles from Malax mm-hmm. where where we catch fish, and uh, they do not migrate. To Malax. They don't migrate. A hundred miles. No, the fit, the range of those walleyes is like ten miles maximum, and it's way less than that on the average, right? So, where do they go? They're not in the holes, and they, you know. And I, I guess I, it, it's difficult because you can't, with the time of day, sit on a spot and pick it out with all the different baits that you think might work. You know, you have to just make one drift and think that I'm going to use this bait and I'm going to try it this day. And then the next day you're gonna the next trip. Out. I don't know. I don't have the answer for this, um, but I would key in. I would just try to find bait. They're gonna be right wherever and the it, food is. That's where they're gonna difficult. be. Well, and it fluctuates. I mean, and I know rivers. I know every day is different the sun because if you get if you get a nice sunny day, yeah. it's beating on a dark, you know, muddy side bay or something that warms that up yeah you know you're going to get bug hatches and the bug hatches are going to bring the bait fish in and the yeah. walleyes are going to yeah. they're going to follow the bait fish so, so uh, but like, but yeah. if you get a cold cloudy day and it snows Changing that temperature is going to drop in that same yeah. foot two feet of water it's going to drop five six degrees or up to maybe and yeah. that's yeah. going to push them Absolutely. right out and then that that day they might be in the deep they might yeah. slide off into that next deep hole so relative to the duck hunting conversation that's where my duck hunting goes because, <laughs> to be honest, I'm a little bit like, well, hold on, out of sorts when it's like you can do both. I know you can. And I'm going to give you the perfect I scenario. Need a bit of lead Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Duck hunting generally, <laughs> if you know, is an early morning thing. Not always. If you're field hunting, that the feed windows can change. But if you're hunting over water, it's going to be an early morning thing. Mm. In the fall, especially late fall, when it's cold, there, as a fisherman. There's no reason to set your alarm up early. Mm. Give that body of water time to warm up, even one or two degrees, and the fishing's going to be better. Oh, so yeah. So you duck out in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And you fish in the afternoon. It's really not yeah. that hard. It I don't know anything about It could even be on the hunting. same body of water. Yeah, the birds flap. You just, like, look at them <laughs> and you shoot them. <laughs> It might be a little more. Uh, it's on my list every year to go over the, the regulations for the local areas that I have available to me and the water bodies and see what I can do. Because I've got a canoe and I've got a boat. This year I finally got my boat outfitted with a decent outboard and I got my pedestal set up. And I spent the back half of summer and into, into uh, fall shaking out my boat. I just got a lunker. Uh, yeah. But, Did you uh, say just got a lunker? It's, it's a, oh, it's a freaking awesome boat. Oh, hey, well, don't I downplay it. It's it. like like when uh, Glimmer Ring today so went good. ballistic or was that yesterday oh, yeah. on the, the post. Like, oh, it's not a biggest steer, but I love it. It's the same thing. You don't have to – don't don't be a boat apologist. No, it doesn't but it's, have it's not to be a, a brand-new sparkly no, it's ranger. Sparkly ranger but you know what? Yeah. It's got a 50-pound bow mount on it, and it pulls it around just fine. Now I've got a 40 E-Tag killer on it. bought it used as a remote. I can uh, – what do you call that? Uh, converted it to a tiller, and uh, did all that happy stuff to make that work. And so now it works. I actually bought the Evernood software. Nice. I like to I like over. fishing that river out of a kayak. So I don't hell yeah give a shit. 
what yeah boat square back like, canoe kayak yeah whatever there's there's a stretch there's a stretch I'd light it up I will I will have a sixteen and a half foot duck boat minimum next year oh then, yeah I'll be yeah. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah minimum so uh, <laughs> no it, it's I've been no uh, we do need to get one because I want to go duck honey more yep. I didn't get an opportunity to get out really this year well at all because of what. Well, it's well, not over yet. So I she's know. a realtor, and yeah. guess when? Well, we I, we rep a builder, days. and we do pray. He does pray to homes every year. Okay. So pray to homes is like right when duck hunting starts, and it's crazy busy. But there's there's it's long enough because pray to homes is only a month long. There's plenty of opportunity for us to get out. Yeah. I just oh, I yeah. bought. Are you working seven days a week? Well. Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, we work during the week and then open houses at least three three days out of the week, including weekends. (laughs) Smell good. Mm. So we just crack this open. So what do we got here? uh, This is Lupulin. Oh, this is a Java Java Javatized. This is the coffee. They're out of stone. This is the one I might start drinking in the morning. I mean, you could weekends, not before work. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Oh, this smells like straight coffee. Mm -hmm. It does, like in the best way possible. Like this, it's real good. Did like, you hear how Tuttle Wake here? Oh, it's real good. Oh, yeah. oh, shit, oh, yeah. it's real good. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Uh, oh, you betcha. Yeah, I went straight iron. I'm like, how to wake you up in the morning, oh, boys? Oh, sure will. So, Dale, did you go out for uh, Minnesota firearm opener or no? Ooh, Ooh that's really good. No, because I shot my, shot my buck Friday before opener So I went with a bow. I went goose hunting on Minnesota deer opener uh, up by Ooh, this is Camp so Ripley. Yummy. That's pretty good. On the river really good. with uh, a guy who I started duck hunting when I was 10 oh, years old. What river? Mississippi. Dang it, this is good. I'll tell you exactly Sorry, where I was. This is, I'm really yeah, digging Just right by Camp like, Ripley. This is like drinking straight coffee. It is. Mississippi is My much of a Almost like a, like a cold, like a cold <laughs> coffee. I mean, cold brew, yeah. it's got like that bitterness. Sorry. As you are saying, Mississippi. Oh, so, opening morning of deer season, we... I get to the landing 15 minutes before the guys with the boat show up, and I'm throwing my waders and my life jacket on, which everybody should wear a life jacket. Um, and all of a sudden, I see this blaze. <laughs> what did I do this time? Nothing. He's I'm, looking for everybody. He said looking, everybody. He was looking around for his three hundred dollar inflatable. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's don't look at don't. That's the guilty. Don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> everybody should. You should. Seriously. Absolutely, I agree. Um, a lot of times, don't. I put it on. <laughs> Every single time I'm on anything over than a foot of water. But uh, get my camo on and all that stuff, and all of a sudden these boats start pulling up. I'm like, oh, crap. We got duck hunters. We're going to be overrun. Nope. They're throwing on full blaze. Full blaze. In boats. Yeah. I had never seen that before. Oh, you got That's how you can get some of the really good spots. Yeah. I was just get across. And hit well, well, I just go upstream or downstream a ways and get to areas that aren't accessible by a road, or at least not closely by a road. You know, there's sense. there's a lot of, lot of state land, a lot of public land, a lot of wildlife management areas that border waters, that border river, that rivers go through them, yeah, and yeah. that you, I mean, yeah, you can get to them from a road, but maybe you got to cross a swamp, or it's just a long two mile hike. But yeah, the yeah. river, pull up, you're on it. So there was mm-hmm. eight boats at that landing. Two of them were duck slash goose hunters. Wow. And uh, we so we where we set up, light comes around. We turn around, guy in Blaze Army sitting right behind us. Oh no, that poor dude! 
Uh, Sorry, bro. My two buddies with their 10 gauges blasting geese, and me and my 12 gauge, I'm, we were just merganser, whatever, came in, pulled the trigger. Well, you gotta. I feel bad though. I would be like, "Oh, that sucks." Sorry. Well, I dude. feel like that's what you get though but, but, when you but, go to public. You, but what do you I do? mean, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a choice. No, I mean, you, if you don't you, have land. You both have a right to yeah. be there. Yeah. I mean, it's. We, I would we, still feel bad. I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna like load up and yeah. move, but I, I would be like, I felt ah, bad for like two minutes. Just be like, sorry, dude. We had, you know, when you have like ninety decoys floating in the river, and you yeah. spent kind of a big deal all those hours putting them all out, and it's like. No, I mean, I, I listen. When I mean to say I would feel bad, it's not like uh, it's not gonna keep me up at night. But yeah. it's like I understand. Like I feel bad that his hunt that Got I affected. Yeah, up. it's like yeah. Oh, that's you well, know, and he probably felt the same way too. Honestly, yeah, but in, like, him yeah. being in there, probably not in a you tree. You don't think so? No, he's uh-huh. probably a few yards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. You're not. He him a few yards in the woods with blaze orange is not gonna affect. Yep. Yeah. The duck hunting. You know, so. I got a, a tight group of, of buddies, and uh, three of them are archery hunters, <clears throat> and they put a lot of time into spots and mm-hmm. scouting, and they nurture their spots, and they make funnels, and they do all the... Oh, my God, this is good. Dear. All the, really good. the bow hunter stuff. And uh, one guy in particular is, uh, he's really a diehard. Well, two of them are. One owns his own land now, so he can hunt pretty much in his backyard, and the other one is That's just a public land hunter. <laughs> And uh, he puts a lot of time into it. And so even, like, grouse hunting is really the only hunting I do is just upland bird hunting. And uh, I spent some time by Winnie, one or two weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son's old enough now to bring with. and so he's, Did he get out this year? He did. Yeah. Awesome. He didn't shoot. We just shot. We target hey, shot. How but can he we, didn't how come we don't go to Orr? Too damn far. I got dude, a buddy that lives on dude, Winnie. So. Winnie is, like, not that much farther. No, it's really not. Like, Orr. I mean. but, but anyway, I... I pretty much don't – I have some spots that I can go hunt, but it's near where those guys hunt. And okay. I know that once the weather gets cold and the archery season's open before firearm, it's like if you march through the woods yeah. right by a deer, you're screwing this whole day. Mm-hmm. And so – You could be helping them, though. You could bump a, you you see, could bump a deer. It depends I, on your I perspective. I just bumping. think the perspective mostly is going to be this dickhead yeah. just walked right through my phone. Well, I mean, hopefully he's not thinking dickhead. I mean, listen, I, I, I've been in that exact – position i've gone in the dark and i've set up i've been in a tree stand and here comes a squirrel hunter or here comes a a grouse hunter or whatever and it's like does it suck you're like yeah it kind of sucks but i i can't like i don't have any more right to be there than they do they didn't know i didn't give them my itinerary it's sometimes though it's a benefit because i have actually seen where a guy will walk past and all of a sudden he'll push a deer and that deer will circle all yeah. the way back yeah. and follow behind. It almost worked. It almost worked for us this year. I went on a, a public land hunt with Jason Cushlin, who I've had on the uh, podcast a couple of times, and it was a, a spot real close to my house. And so we went out there and we checked some. We found a spot that looked really good, and had some fresher sign. It's like, all right, you set up here. I'll set up over here. And we're fuck, we're out there. I did not expect to see anybody. Well, sure enough, here comes some people with rifles, so I assume they're squirrel hunting. And, you know, and they're wearing, they got blaze orange hats on and vests or whatever. And they're coming across this, like, swamp, I suppose, because they, you know, crawl, all the way across the swamp is the Oak Island, which is what we were hunting, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, and they're probably thinking, man, I bet nobody goes all the way out there for squirrels. And they're probably right. Uh, but, anyways, as they're coming through, 
they bump a decent buck. It was like a, a nine pointer. It went right past Jason, but mm-hmm. it was running. And it only stopped for a minute, and he didn't have time to draw back. And he's like, I totally would have shot that deer if he would, if he had a shot. Mm-hmm. And I saw it, and then, you know, they, and he, you know, and they got close enough. Jason kind of waved at him, and they, like, oh, and they turned around and, and, you know, went back. Damage has been done, or, I mean, no, but not necessarily. Yeah. If that, if they would have put, bumped that buck, and it would have just stopped and looked back at, like, what bumped me out of my bed Whack. long enough. He's got a nice yeah, it's deer. It's not paying attention to Jason at all yeah. because it's, it's paying attention to what bumped him out of that bed. Boom. You know, it's like, yeah, right. they helped. But I every, mean, what, I what, think would every... that deer have gone to us anyways? Once it got later, right. cause we went in there pretty early and you know, we went in like kind of early afternoon. We're doing an evening set. So mm-hmm. would it have gotten up in time? You know, maybe not, maybe, yeah. maybe not. We don't know, but, um, I just think of it as every bow hunter uh, sets up their plan around a scenario that is like a square box. And it says that if I do this right, nobody will walk by. You know what I mean? That's plan A. Plan B, of course, is it's public woods. You don't own it. You're yeah, sitting in right. a tree that you know yeah. you picked out. Yeah. And the grouse hunter, the squirrel hunter wa- walks by and bumps something. Plan C is two guys walk by and the deer, just like Tony said, they peel out, they come back behind, and you shoot one anyway. But I think the plan A thing is what always yeah, and keeps I, me from wanting to I've been on the other end of it, too. I, I remember finding a spot on the map that looked in, uh, really ducky, and it was a hike in on a WMA. Put the decoys on my back, started hiking in, got to where I wanted to hunt. Didn't turn out to be a huntable spot because it, like, you know, you don't know what the water levels are going to be like, yeah. and it was all just choked out. There was mm-hmm. no way to get anywhere near water. So I'm like, well, that was a busted hunt for me. And as I'm walking out, and Grant, I was on, a, like, a big, like, hiking trail, you know, so it wasn't like I was busting through thick brush. But I look up, and there's a bull hunter in a stand. And I was just oh, like, shit. oh, you know, My I'm bad. clunking around. I mean, literally the decoys, <laughs> you can hear them clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, oh. I mean, I'm, I hope he saw my face, like, and I gave him the little, like, Sheepish high five, like, sorry, man. Like, well, it's a plan A, a plan sorry. B. Yeah. yeah, so it didn't work out for either one of us. Yeah. But it was really enough, though, that hopefully, you know, whatever damage I did, he was he right. had he yeah. had two hours before or so, more. I don't remember what time of day it was. but So let's talk about this beer since it's, like, almost gone. Hot for me. your glass. It's my glass. glass. You so, like it, Krista? Mm-hmm. I enjoy the this. Alcohol I know why it's bitter. I know why it has that bitter taste. Coffee. They put no. They put they put, uh, what did they say? Dark cacao in it. Cacao. cacao She's a. Uh, cacao. a that's cook why. That's why I'm baker. like. That's why I'm getting that more bitter taste because it's got it's actual so like any time of day. Six yeah. percent oh, actually is more than I thought. It's really tasty. It's I, I enjoy this, it. This tastes like. A good cold brew coffee. Does, Correct. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I would drink oh, this. You know in what the it summer. tastes like? The, those coffee, yeah. the, the oh, actual yeah. coffee beans that you eat, like the chocolate covered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beans. Oh, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. some up in there. I got some espresso beans. That's what beans. this tastes like. Those are so good. I would in the summer. I'd start my day with this. What? My yep. daughter. I would save it for July Fourth. Daughter would love this stuff. I gotta save a can of this, like the empty can. That's in Big Lake or Big Lake, right? Or where's Lupulin? Yep, Big Lake. It's in they, a strip mall for crying So they, I, I just had this last Wednesday. They have a beer called Fashion Mullet. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. I drank it. 
<laughs> I drank it, and it was absolutely oh, delicious. Mullets are not in fashion. Those are, like, too conflicting. Mullets are coming um, back. They're coming back. Man, the kids. I, I'm pretty Stop sure. Stop trying to make it happen. It's I'm not, not going to happen. Seth Fighter put it on the map, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, he might have. I had a power ballad mullet. I could see that. Until I was, what, 18? Yeah, I could was, see that. Was, you should just bring it back. It was awesome and terrible. Why? Like, why? Like, there's so much upkeep. Listen, there's not that much know. upkeep. You just, like, wash your hair, <laughs> yeah, cut the sides, weird and not the, not the back. I've been Are you telling going you for a while, while, he's getting to the point where plan? he needs to start blow-drying his hair. It's yeah. like, so, I'm, like Fabio. I'm yeah. going to the point where <sighs> Seth... I'm calling Seth out. And, uh, you got to the point where you're starting to use conditioner. Mullets are not just for bass fishermen. So we got to talk about the just bass fishermen thing. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I. You ever done something as a joke and then you got stuck doing it? That's or just what because this you is. want to piss off your wife? I don't think so. Just because your wife hates it, so you just want to do it because you see how much it bothers her. Well, in a <laughs> My wife's not a fan of the beer. Well, the beer. Mine either. It well, looks great. Thankfully, the beer hasn't grown on her. You know, but she's okay with it now. The when the, when the first winter, I was like, uh, just so you know, uh, I'm letting it rock all winter. And she was like, uh, why exactly? I'm like, cause I just feel like every man at some point in time needs to just see what happens. Because I didn't think I could grow a good beard. I really didn't. I mean, my dad grew a beard one winter, and it was terrible. And I figured, you know, and as mine grows out, I have patches, and it they grow in every direction possible, it seems. And I just assumed that it was going to be as equally terrible. Just like craft beer, though, this is the time of yes, the last 100 right? years to be a beard man. It, it is. Every, God, yeah, everybody has a beard. Market. You can so, have balm or oil <laughs> or okay, paste or whatever you can smear Don't on do your any beard. of that. Uh, I, I can't grow... This is basically what you see is what I can. Yeah, grow. you get all like a curly. I get cue all right like here. I get a really really thick curly cue on my cheeks, <laughs> but, and it comes in super thick. You've been growing a beard and a mustache for a while now. The mm-hmm. chin, the chin goat though, it, it lays yeah. real nice. There mm-hmm. was a couple years ago where you actually tried, you shaved it off, and you yeah. didn't tell me. I mean, granted, when Tony and I met each other, he didn't. You know, no, you we, he was right 18. There. Yeah, I mean, like, nothing. Oh, that was military, though. You're a baby, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, look at that. You're not even old enough to get married in that picture. You're like I was 20. We were, you were 27. You 26 or 27. You look 16. Yeah. So, anyway, a couple years ago, he shaves it off, right? Doesn't tell me he's doing it. He comes out of the bathroom just as I'm walking by, and he meets <laughs> me right there. Big grin on his face, and I'm like... What'd you do? And he's like, I don't know. Mistakes were made. I'm like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. so, so I like it. I I like him with the beard and the mustache. Now it's he's had it long enough where it's like if he shaves it off, I'm like, you look weird. Don't do that again. My wife always gets upset because when we smooch the pokies, she gets oh. the pokies from my mustache. She's like, I don't like the pokies. Yeah, that, like the mustache. There's the only a, there's a stage. That as it's growing in, that my wife gets to pokies. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets long enough, then it then it's no longer a problem. But yeah, so when I the first year I did it, like it took a lot. My it does not grow fast. My my that facial hair does not grow fast. It takes like solid three months for it to really set in. But good. dude, it's so functional. In it the is. outdoors, yeah. Oh, it is. 
in the in the yeah. late fall, in the early winter, when you're in an open water boat fishing, it is so handy because it really keeps the wind off. Your when mouth. I shave it, because I have a summer face, I just go to the goatee in the summer, and so that like it happens in spring sometime. Usually, when snow goose season is over, that's when I shave it. I always say it's hunting to hunting. So September first to however long snow goose season goes, then I shave it. But it's like you know, you get like. The, the first day you shave it, if there's a cool wind or whatever, you're like, ah, my cheeks oh, are yeah. cold. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> and then it'll get pretty full by the by the end of the Like, I, I, the first year, I just I let it go. I didn't trim it. I didn't do shit. I just let it get buck nasty. And, um, <laughs> but now, now I, like, try to tame it a little bit. But I don't cuddle. I don't keep it a certain – it's still going to get longer and fuller. Through the winter, but I try to keep it even. So you don't use beard oil or anything? No. No, here's what I do. I take a shower. I have, like, the shampoo conditioner. goes into my hair on the face. Yeah. yeah. Rinse. See, he, get, he gets, like, the ones where he'll have one, like, stray one, like, sticking up. And yep. I'm like, can I just pluck it? Oh, you just I have to pluck one the thing Because I've tried to do that, though. I've tried to pull it down or, like, tuck it in for him and it doesn't work. I'm like, I'm just plucking it. So my mother-in-law. driving nuts. Last year for Christmas, she bought me, my in-laws rather, bought me this little kit from Duluth Trading mm. with oh, all yeah. the cool Ducan and stuff. So I got that. There's like a beard balm. Yeah. And they got the, I think it's called uh, offensively oversized lip balm, which is <laughs> oh, super handy. They're like this big <laughs> and it's like, like a glue stick. Offensively yeah. oversized. Yeah. No, Does it even like fit in your pocket? Like It's like a size of a hey, roll of quarters. Is that your chapstick in your pocket? But it's you just have awesome. to see me. <laughs> because in the boat, man, you Gloved hands or cold yep. hands. Yep. No, it works yeah, really good. Sure. And that beard balm is awesome because it's a little bit nappy when you put it on, but then throughout the day it kind of soaks into whatever. But my cheeks get chapped underneath mm. my beard. I get that yeah. a little bit like right here. You just have yeah, my nose. Yeah. I get the little yeah. rosacea. Oh, that stuff's great. And I use the, the Target shit because it's like I got to do something for the skin because it gets so itchy or whatever. But um, I, I don't remember what the name. Cremo, I think, makes that other one. Hmm. Whatever, I, I don't know. <sighs> I forget, I forget what I get. You have some beer. You have some. I forget. Uh, Kick-ass something. You've bought a couple different I think beard oil is mostly for guys that can grow it, you know, multiple Real inches. Good. Yeah. So yeah. mine's just shape a tight it. beard. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. shape this thing. So I, at one point, there's, I'll, I'll find my driver's, like, my old driver's you license. You just have a very long beard. And, like, it was full. Like, legitimately, it was a full I'm beard. Having more of this one. No ball patches. Look, it was beautiful, it. <laughs> and I looked like a freaking Sam Squanch uh, <laughs> in my driver's Sam license because my hair was kind of long and shaggy, but every everything was just it was that damn full. Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll find that, and uh, that was no. I shaved everything. Yeah, cut it was my hair. not like I could I could grab it, and, like hang on to oh, it. I, I it do was... that. I do the like the wizard so yeah. beard stroke when it gets long enough. I'm, I do I'm, that with my go-to in the summer, too, when it gets longer. I'm known for the Scott Ian, where, like, this, what I got going, will be down to, like, mm. yeah. here. Yeah. And it done. just gets ridiculous. But uh, Tony's got a picture on Facebook, and it's my favorite one of Tony. <laughs> oh, and it's oh when God. He Must came be back night. from deployment. Um, I don't know if it was the year after your... Second deployment? Did you go two times? Mm-mm. No, you just went to the one. Just one. You went once, but it was forever. I remember Tony and I got to be good friends before he left, and I thought, son of a bitch, he's going to Iraq. And I was so nervous. And, um, of course, you did awesome. <laughs> I'm alive. 
And he came back and he grew his hair out because he, he didn't couldn't grow he it out for the longest time. He couldn't do that till he was completely out of the army, though. So, so it was 2013, of, maybe. That, that was a couple was. years after that because he couldn't do it until he when was are, When out. are we going to Maine? But he posted this your... picture of him holding uh, up a... Here. We'll get on injury. that. <laughs> he posted a picture of him holding up a, like a 28 or 30 nope, pike. That was a 40 or 39 on Red Lake. And his hair or was sort of half in his face like he was Tom Petty or something. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> and it was, oh was he like running down that a picture of the, the – I, I got it right here. Oh, yeah, he probably knows exactly. I know what exactly was favorite. He's got it favored. <laughs> he has it screenshotted. I wish you could uh, see this. Uh, on the podcast. But so yeah, well, if you go to Anthony.Tessing, you know, it's yeah, on there. Um, go find Tony. I'll, find Tony I'll put it up there. Pictures. Go creep on his Facebook. I do cool things. I think you're full of shit about how fast your hair grows because every picture you're bald, then the next one you have a ton of hair, then the next one you're bald, then the next one you have a ton of hair. Uh, there it is. Got it. No, his uh, hair grows pretty fast. 11, 2014. January 11, 2014. And what's my comment? I think comment? you should just reshare that. Oh, that's on Insta. I can Reshare find it. that on the, on, my the book, on the book of face and then just tag nope. full scale. He looks like he's a model like, ah. dot, dot, dot. It's and gotta his be on, hair was perfect. It, that's got to be on my Facebook. That was a, so put it on Facebook. Share it. And I'll then just get tag it there. What yeah. year was that? What? 2014. People can find it on the I went uh, fishing with Mike and Dan. And then you shaved your hair after that. Yeah, because like you – Hospital. Yeah, living in a hospital. Living in a hospital, and then and then you decided to grow it out. Your after that. Yeah, I. I oh jeez. Did, did you guys meet post? We we've been together since we were in high school. Okay, yeah. so you went through the whole uh, military. Yep. Relationship. Yeah, deal. I can remember when he told me he was joining, and I was so mad at him. <laughs> and then I can remember when he told me he was going to Iraq, and I was. Actually, it was like kind of. I think I'd been pre- preparing myself for a while because I knew it was a possibility, so I wasn't as upset about that. I mean, I was upset, but I wasn't like a little bit left. Who wants it? Take it. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. There's two more. Well, we got two more beers to get to yet. I'll take whatever. God, what is your Instagram? Oh, I'll share. Anthony Testing. I'm okay. I can just take one last little what? shot. No, I was gonna. Give I got me. it. I'm fine. Okay, there you Anthony Testing. Well, we got as we usually do. We got derailed, so we we're going through. You, you don't hunt, but you're so what? I, what, I do. What hunt. was your highlight of fishing this year? What was your like pinnacle oh, moment? Any sturge this year? We did oh, catch did you a do lot the of sturge. Did yes. you, did you go to rainy? We go to rainy in April. I have not and, yet uh, done that, and I talk about it. You every know what? Goddamn year! Oh, dude, it's the freaking best. So we started this. So I got this tight group of guys, and it was five of us: myself and four of the dudes, and. Um, we started sturgeon because it was like a bucket list thing. So one of the guys was getting married, and his bachelor party, he's like, let's not do the typical bullshit. Let's go sturgeon fishing. We had always talked about it. Those guys had just recently started flathead fishing, so they got That's into the heavy gear too. stuff. Yeah. and uh, They like the big game stuff. Yeah, yeah. So let's go way up north where it happens. Let's go to the rainy. We'll stay at our resorts. We stay at Slim's. We've always stayed at Slim's, and they treat us. Primo and the accommodations are perfect. Shout out to Sturgeon. Slims. Shout out to Slims. They're awesome. Um, normally we stay at a little different place just up the road uh, for ice fishing. <clears throat> we do the same group of guys. We do a trip in December for uh, ice fishing, early ice. But anyway, the sturgeon thing, we go up and um, the first afternoon the bachelor caught uh, 
64 Jesus inches Christ. fish Holy right away. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. Right out of. Uh, <laughs> And I mean, it was the just nets incredible. The use have to be like the size of this table. Well, you just can't use nets. Uh, you know, you, you don't. don't no, oh. you just hand land them. You just, ra- yeah, oh. just, just them. Once you tire, yeah. Once you, right yeah. Tire, do you use like tail? Do you, right you should up. use tail ropes like they do for sharks. That you know, like that's, a little lasso. That's what we're gonna do this year. Yeah. Yeah. What we've always done is grab the pectorals or grab the gill plates, but yeah. generally pectorals. So my boat lunker is pretty close to the ground or water level, so you can reach over and not worry about falling in you know what work is a musky cradle too it would and we thought about doing that but we couldn't uh we were going to try to engineer one and make one like out of material and mm-hmm. and two yeah, uh like one by twos or whatever wooden dolls and we just netting. we never got to it um so we were just kind of muscling them in uh last year one of the guys did buy a big hoop net but um you know I think what? a tail rope would work really good too. Because once you get a hold of that tail, they can't really yeah, crash so around too much. We never really did think about grabbing the tail. We always went for the pectorals. Oh, okay. and so I think we're just gonna. You know, and they're course, not that slippery. They it, got that shark skin, right? Yeah, they got a little bit of slime on them, but really not a ton. So ever since his bachelor party, it's been like an addiction. So we go up every year, and it's a friggin' riot because you can get up it. Whatever time, make a giant breakfast. Everybody does their thing. Shower. Yeah, you don't have to get out. There's not like a specific time you need to go out. Whatever your your call, Tony. Whatever. Whatever you feel. This is your this is your part of the flight. Let's just go crazy. Let's go for the skittle looking one. Let's go crazy. So it's not like a morning bite. There's um, you know, and I talked to. I got some really good information from Adrian's. We might need water to cleanse our palate before a coffee stout into a sour. Yep. So we, we stopped water. in for a Bloody Mary midday because it was colder than hell. Wind was blowing one time. We stopped in and talked to the woman who owns, one of the women that owns Adrian's. And okay. She has owned it for like 65 years. I mean, like a yeah, she's super been up there long forever. time. She's a staple up there. Yeah. So, and her story is incredible. If you can get a chance to, to get a hold of that story, it's incredible to listen to her tell the tale of how Sounds they ended like a up there. future podcast guest to me. Oh, if you can get it, man, that is some gold stuff. Because we sat there over Bloody Mary, and we were like, we were just mouth open, listening to her tell the story of how they ended up so in the woods. So we're going sturgeon fishing this spring, and then I'll just set up an interview you with really this Adrian's, right? You said yeah. Adrian's? Yeah. yeah. And I, I wish I could remember her name, but I can't. But um, She's, she's, where, uh, she's with who? Gretchen. Hilda. I don't know. Is it an old lady be. name? A very old lady name. <laughs> uh, super sweet lady. Ethel. And Ethel. it was funny because Ethel no Luke one's coming in the bar. You know, there's, so we were after Gertrude. the walleye season had closed and before the tagging sturgeon season was open, which is where we like it because the tagging season attracts a lot of people because some people like to keep sturgeon. For keep I was going to ask you if you actually got the tag for it. We've never done that. Up there and fish. We have never done that. I, I – I thought about maybe it would be a cool thing to do, but because I do have a, a smoker, a pellet smoker, I think it'd be cool to smoke the tender. I'd probably, I'd probably do it once, just yeah. to, because I, I, I'm a bit of a foodie too, and I like to, mm. I like to try everything once. Yeah. So I, I probably would keep one once, and unless it blew my mind, mm-hmm. I'd probably never do it again. Yeah. Just, so, be, just because the sturgeon, as they are, I mean, they take so long to reach sexual maturity. Yeah. So this, um, the sturgeon story resource. is really interesting on, on Lake of the Woods and Rainy, and Rainy River because um, – so as we're getting this from the owner of Adrian's, who's been there for forever, she tells Brent. us 
<laughs> he tells us, hey, look out there and see those boats. Everybody's anchored up on the holes. You know, there's these big holes right out in front of all the resorts on the rainy mm-hmm. uh, going into Four Mile Bay and such. But all the resorts are just tic-tac right, right in a row. And there's a million boats there. And you see a hook set now and again. And she says, if you're in a spot for 30 minutes and you haven't caught a fish or, or had a bite, you got to get out of there because they okay, follow. That, that 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 can go across the board oh, with whatever you're fishing. No, I'm just in general. Like a lot of people just hang on. Oh, we've always caught them. In oh, they come through well, at you're 5 not, p.m. Yeah, you got to move. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, it's three yeah. thirty. Why are you here? Go well, somewhere you know else what? then. Be here at five. It's it's interesting <laughs> to say that when you go up there, you're like, we're not going to stay more than fifteen minutes. But then it's blowing and it's thirty two degrees and your hands are colder than shit. Yeah, and you got to pull in. 75 feet anchor rope and a, you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll wait another 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And 15 minutes turns into six beers. Yeah. And pretty soon you've been sitting in the same spot for like two and a half hours. That is the style of fishing that does lend itself to being oh, able to drink yeah. and fish, which there aren't that many style For me, anyways, yeah. not, you can do it in a wheelhouse or in a permanent. Ice drinking. Uh, ice fishing and beer drinking can go because if you're in fishing. a house. No, it's ice, ice drinking. Ice drinking. Because like the style of ice fishing I do, which is drilling a, a ridiculous amount of holes and you. constantly staying that on the move <laughs> that's me so that that's not that that that's not conducive to beer drinking my summertime fishing is definitely not conducive yeah. to beer drinking um but that like catfishing is yeah. great for beer drinking so I, i've heard fishing. in the past that you're not a fan of the dragon the lindy thing Oh my so God. he There's needs to learn how to troll because then you can crack a beer. You can, but listen in or Legcore. I love Legcore. Late fishing. May. <laughs> look at he's falling asleep. Already. Oh, he's breaking stuff. Listen, late May. Oh my God. Late May and early June. If you're on a mud flat edge or something like that, and you got a good windy day, you got 15 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour, and it's blowing, and it sucks to get out there, but you're actually on the flats, and you can and. Oh my God! It's the most exciting thing ever because you're pulling in. If you got two guys in a boat, this looks can, like Kool Aid. You can pretty easily catch ten to fifteen fish an hour. And um, listen, if it's lights out like that, yeah, I'd probably have fun. Yeah, if you're fishing, but, if you're picking off but, two to four fish an hour, if we're not, being honest, did I not rinse your glass? You did, but there's always a little bit that settles. Okay. You know, as you whatever clings the side, oh. and then it settles. If we're being honest. The majority of the time you go out rigging for walleyes, is it lights out? No. We call them a lax? <laughs> well, here's. So, let you me, might get lucky yeah, no, and hit trailer, a hot bite. Let me trailer but Generally, that. here's what you do you go in the first or second week of June and you get lights out rigging fishing, and then you do it from memory because they were here last time and it was great last time, and you do it. Another five, six weeks because it was good in the early and part that of one June. time. And so, yeah, you're right. It's probably oh. better to just adapt your fishing to something else. It's so hard just. to go from <laughs> pulling a rig to popping uh, well, a fast moving bait. So, okay, a, let's a just use Black as an example. So, we're going to go out here, we're going to rig, we're going to slay walleyes. Okay, great. Um, you've, you've somehow got me drunk, you've cosbied me into. That would work in the rigging. Time. Lindy rigging. You can put away a few for whatever. But it's not that lights out day. And I know on that lake, especially in fucking June, we can go slay some tub smallmouth 
I will burn that walleye boat to the ground. I have two questions. I have two things. In your keister. So, first off, how dare you, sir? How how is it that the only smallmouth, like, decent smallmouth I've ever caught was walleye fishing? Like, period. Because you don't know what you're doing. And then, and then, I... Purposely, intentionally, try and go to catch smallmouth. Like I'm going to Malax, like the greatest and smallmouth. All you can catch your wall. I can't <laughs> catch anything. I, I had a I had a musky bite me bite off my chatterbait. Well, but, the toothy critters love yeah, chatterbaits. It's well, just, that's it was it fun. Is. Yeah. So but, it, uh, the thing I have, I, the, my only issue with uh, with with fishing bass. On. How do you not like smallmouth? That oh, is no, just weird. I love smallmouth. Oh, okay. He's got he, some tanks. Hey, man. Because, dude, smallies, pound for pound, man. Yeah, no, I they're mean, so fun. Dude. The, my thing with smallmouth is that I really like that top water bite, and I'm oh, lax. Man, that's fun. It's not really a thing. Not early in the season. Yeah. You'd be surprised, though. I just don't have a good game for a deep water smallmouth bite. And I haven't practiced it because when I go to Mille Lacs, I'm a walleye guy. It's, it's a, That's just how it is. It's video game fishing on Mille Lacs, deep water. Right. You need good electronics. Yeah. And you this fish that isolated. You fish that isolated boulder. Yes. All right. And on the mud flat. Hold on. And you mark fish on it. So you, you find it. You fish around it. Yeah. There'll be there's isolated boulders out there. Like yeah, in the of middle course. of fucking nowhere, yeah, there'll be flat. just one giant boulder sure. in the middle, or you know, whatever. There's yeah. multiple ones yeah. if you know where they are. And you get there, and you mark fish on it, and you throw your Ned Rig, or you throw a drop shot, or whatever, however, you, the tube bait, or whatever your preferred method is. And if you don't get bit, it's kind of like if you don't get bit in the first 15 minutes, then you go, you got a milk run set up. You go to your next waypoint. Hmm. You circle back around of that one, and you're so are trying you to get them on fish a, on and not a, getting bit, a, and then leaving, or are you going back to your no, starting yeah. waypoint on that spot and re-rigging with something different? Uh, generally, I'll stick with what I have confidence in, and just go back to that spot and try to try to intercept those fish when they're um, more vulnerable, when they're in the mood to bite. Mm. You know, because I mean, just because a fish is there, and even if you have a good presentation, doesn't mean they're going to open their mouth. Yeah, right then and there. That's where I struggle. But you, you, three hours later. Yeah. You might catch them in the mood to bite. Yeah. So you, you, that's what I mean. You kind of set up your milk run. You just like, do, 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 and you just and you, keep and her you just go about it. And, and So I had a slow around. boat until recently. Like I'm talking about with two guys and a cooler and all the crap you bring with you. <laughs> like, smells like perfume. All right. Can we introduce this yeah, real quick? Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. All right. So We're on two our things. Third, third beer of the flight. This is the one. I, Tony Tessin brought. It's, it's bees uh, mode. I think it tastes it like looks liquid gay. Skittles. Uh, <laughs> it's from. <laughs> it literally has a rainbow on the can. <laughs> the Brewing Project, and I figured out why they call it bees mode. Do you remember the Seattle Seahawks player that uh, would sit on the podium and only eat Skittles, and said, "I'm only here so I don't get fined." No, that isn't it. Uh, what the hell? The hell Nobody is his name? What you're I don't watch about. NBA that much. Yeah, whatever. But well. it looks like a Skittles bag Am I get on the Skittle, can. Skittle pox. It tastes. <laughs> it tastes like. It's no. so good. It's. I a, love uh, that commercial, by the way. Is, are, are they? It's are an, they contagious? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's an imperial <laughs> kettle sour with blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, so, and cherry. It is really good. Let's fantastic. As fuck. All right. It's, it's clear as hell. It is red. Fruity. It's it is very. Red. More on the pink side than the red side. Yeah, it is. Uh, really I'm being honest. Flavorful. 
Actually, it's a, if strawberry can be a color, it's strawberry. So, Dale, i got to tell you, we, I've spent a lot of hours on blacks. Probably not Ooh, as money as you. Actually, that's not bad. Right? I'm that's an amateur good. fisherman, and like i got busy kids, and, and i got a relatively busy uh, work schedule. I a lot of excuses right now, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm a professional excuse maker. That's for sure. It's because you're a walleye angler. Oh. oh. They have more excuses than, than jigs. Oh, well, I got a lot of jigs. <laughs> but I can't uh, – I can't – I got a friend of mine who can do this, and I admire him for that. He'll be like, I tried this. I tried this. We're not catching walleyes. I'm switching to smallmouth. And he'll move into two second breaks, you know, boulder lines and points and shit like that. I can't do it. I'm like, God damn you it. You want to figure it I'm out. I'm here for walleyes. That's fine. There's, no, there's actually nothing wrong with that. I, 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 can, I can appreciate that a little bit. Like you have your, your goal – yeah. And you want to figure out, you, yeah. you want to figure out the puzzle. And there's not, there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's fine. Live but that, the problem I mean, is that I will piss my whole day into that pot. You know what I mean? And it, so then we've I, had some. That's good, what turns your crank. Then, yeah. then turn it. I we've mean, had some really good slow days on Malax together. Yeah, like well, we need to do more of that together. Yeah. I. I well, I got a bigger boat now, so right. We can go do whatever. But. It's relax is so magic because you can have a slow day and when you do finally connect, it's like a sow twenty four. Yeah, it's like a football size. That that was so much fun for me this year uh, with the bigger boat and being able to take a couple vets out. Like mm-hmm. my old my old boat was a sixteen and a half foot Alumacraft Lunker. I was it was a light boat. I was never comfortable taking it out there because it was like one bad blow and I'm screwed because it's yeah. a light and I'm tossed. Yeah. The 18-foot Alaskan. That lake is intimidating. Yeah. Uh, Can the eight, be, at least. The well, 18 foot even of, when you would take that smaller boat out, like, even on my mom and dad's lake, like, oh. honestly, you could only fish, like, two people comfortably. Yeah. You Show could me his do waypoints, three, but really it was, like, was comfortably that two. That was on Rainy? That's a ball sack. Why, why, why am I looking at a ball sack? A ball sack. I haven't had enough beer. It was a hairy ball sack. I don't know. Have you heard of manscaping? <laughs> That's nice. That's awesome, Sturge. I haven't had enough beer to look at ball sacks yet. Sorry. Well, he kind of sprung it on me. Well, so we've had a we've had a, we've had a bunch of uh, like robin eggs. So I guess our biggest fish isn't giant. I think That's lots of long fish. Dude. Yeah. So we've had a lot of long fish. Like sixty six is our longest fish. But um, dude, you know, funny thing is that we were up there the same time as the boys from... You're not blurring out the background, dude. I can figure out where you're at. I'm just kidding. There isn't a single tree on that fucking shoreline. It's so freaking barren. (laughs) But what about the clouds? Can you tell by the clouds? Yeah. You guys got tagged on? That's so cool, dude. So this is a couple years ago, but um, we've caught a lot of good fish up there. The sturgeon fishing is so damn fun. There's a brute. And you're just, you're just using a wad of crawlers, right? So we use a wad of crawlers, a couple dead minnows. It's like a three-aught hook. Some guys like circle hooks. I don't care for them. I, I want the hook set. I don't like to have them run and then just oh, pull and reel. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, uh, a couple years ago, we had a setup where sturgeon just weren't running good on this day. And it was blowing, and it was sleeting. It was shitty. And the walleyes had closed, and we got this run of 28 to 31 inch walleyes that came through our spot. We caught a 30, a 31. We had a double 29 and a half. 
Nice. It was retarded. I haven't I haven't cracked a thirty inch. There's nowhere neither. on the planet that you can do that. But I need I need a a thirty's going on the wall for sure. I mean I'll get a replica, but that so, was sixty six. Oh nice. With your Jesus. What your like twelve was it a twelve yes. inch perch you caught? That's it's still in the freezer. That's still <laughs> no, the freezer? It was, no, it was fourteen. It was fourteen. I was like, yeah. twelve's a good one, but I don't think I'd put it on it, the wall. It's fourteen. It's sitting in the it's, freezer. It's a fat. It's a fat perch. But uh, a couple years ago, we were on on Malax, and I caught a twenty nine and three quarters. That's all I'm giving it. Dan Dan Meyer. Uh, our board president for HHO oh. says, "Nope, that's a thirty. That's over thirty. That's the double twenty-nine. Okay. And I'm like, "Nope, did no you way. put it in a hog trough? Yeah, and I was like, and "No it's... way." I, I'm looking at the tape measure. I'm like, "It doesn't even. It barely clears three quarters. If anything, it's like twenty-nine and five eighths." Well, and that's I'm in the same camp as you as far as like how I measure fish. If I do anything, I round down. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not. I'm going to be honest I'm not about the, this. Yeah, shit. I'm not the stereotypical fisherman that. You know, adds a couple inches or a couple pounds to it. Like, if anything, I downplay it yep. because no other fisherman. Here's the thing: for the people out there that are doing that, nobody cares, dude. Like, if you tell, them, "Oh, I caught ten pound bass," I don't see you as a greater fisherman. I like it, you're not really impressing me. You right? got lucky like, that day. What Probably is it? You're in the what right place what at the is right it time. actually? Yeah. Yeah, Do you so, consecutively like catch just a bass or whatever? Then that, I mean, to me, that yeah. would make well, you a better Well, it's fisherman. like, it's funny because when we hear stories like, oh, my buddy said he's got this lake and it's loaded with 15-inch crappies. So you catch a lot of 12s. <laughs> that's, but that's what yeah, it is. That's true that, shit. That's the truth. That's yep. the truth. Yep. yep. They're loaded with 15s, really. So you catch a lot yeah. of 12s and maybe a 13 from time to time. You know what, though? Got it. So I know what I'm dealing with. But, you know, it would be a lot easier if you just fucking told the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're not yeah. impressing me. You don't Just tell that. me what's in there. Yeah. I got and a lake can, that you Because could... I'll, I'll chase 13-inch crappies. A 13-inch crappie is a nice crappie. Hey, man. In the metro, if somebody is honest with you and says, we catch a ton of 11-inch crappies here, <laughs> I'll chase those. Yeah. Because if somebody Nothing tells me that. in the metro, we're, or within... What seventy five miles in the metro? Yep. We got thirteen inch crappies, hand over fist. They're full of shit because it's kind of rare. I got a lake. Everybody's got a lake. <laughs> See, I I got two lakes. I got a lake where I can catch a thirteen inch crappie. But I have a private not lake also. Fist. So the thing that I don't, the thing that I have an issue with with fishermen is some guys will when you're. Picturing fish. So we're talking about Instagram and Facebook now, really. And Wear a bikini. Facebook is – that. well, that's really the one, number one rule if you can do it. Man thongs. I don't know if anyone wants to see me or Tony in a bikini or uh, – Some you know, people. Somebody the would same pay. Bikini. Well, some same people would pay for foot porn too. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. But no, listen. What? How do we go into porn now? Listen, what? guys. No porn? If you can, you can photograph – a 10-inch crappie, and hold it so your hands don't show. Dude, I'm the master and at you that. Can, this. And you can, like you can display you. <laughs> this fish without stressing out its neck and without stressing out its mouth where his dorsal will come up, and it will look beautiful. Are you because at me? when you're going to take a picture for Instagram and you're going to post it, you want to display the beauty of that fish that you're borrowing for a minute, and you're going to either take that fish for your limit or you're going to put it back, and it needs to swim way healthy, right? right. So we're not going to freeze the eyes. You don't want to freeze the gills. Yeah. You don't want to freeze quick the picture. fins. Take a quick picture. But do yourself a favor. Get your damn hands out of the fish. Well, here's the, yeah, two and things. display that fish for the beauty that it's got. Right? Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm a, and hold it yeah. to the 
so it's got a perspective because yeah. a picture That's, of a fish next I'm to your chest. I'm a fucking master at that. By looks the way. like the way, a goddamn seven inch fish. I've had a couple. Oh, I've, oh, had, I've caught a couple pike that were probably. I mean, they're decent, but they're not trophies by any stretch. Like maybe six pounds, maybe probably five. And the way I hold them, someone's like, "Jesus Christ, was that fifteen pounds?" I'm like. Uh, five. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I could yeah. easily say, yep. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, totally. Probably 15, I mean, really. Yeah. My thing is you with. Hold, you, you hide your hands and your arm, too. Like, you have to, everything yeah. has to be behind. So, all you see well, is your body. Well, you're not necessarily trying to, to lie to the fish. camera, but well, you I want to display. I'll be honest. I am. I'm, try, I'm just trying to make it. It's more pleasing to the eye, too. There's less yeah. clutter. It's yeah. clean. Your eye, your eyes just go right to well, the fish. They, the camera probably um, natu- naturally focuses on the it. fish. But, well, it, 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 but, yeah. it, but it looks better. Absolutely. The other thing I was going to say is that, like, with, for me, like, I do a lot of pan fishing in the in the wintertime. I have big hands. And you catch a nine-inch so bluegill. small. A nine-inch bluegill is a nice bluegill. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying That's to take trophy. pictures of it, and every time I'm like, this thing looks so small. This is bullshit. <laughs> this yeah. is a good fish. So. Yeah. <laughs> my my thing is is with all the people on like social media and stuff and they're like, Oh, you're sticking it way way out too far, blah blah blah. Why don't you hold it up close to you? It's like, well Do you want to see the when fish I, or do you want to see me? When I'm taking a picture of a fish, I'm proud of the fish. Right. I wanna yeah. I wanna I wanna capture right. the fish. Yeah. Me in the background, great. Yeah. Well, so you can get more of like, because every fish has different colors. Like right? mm-hmm. some are darker, some are lighter. Like, like the walleyes you pulled out of damn lake. Well, back or to the back. ones on long. Like you can tell what ones are stocked and what ones are native because yep. the native ones are super dark. Oh, the native ones go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just yeah. kidding. That <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible uh, joke. Well, no, they're fish. black. If you catch an old they're walleye out of any of the lakes, and the eat, native ones net themselves. Like, black. Oh kidding. my gosh. <laughs> 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 But That's um, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Jackpot. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> quit while I'm ahead. So there's a clam pro. And I forget his name. I think it's Kevin. Uh, and it's Kevin. interesting because he posts pictures of small fish all the time. And it's usually crappie. He's a crappie panfish guy. Sure. But, like, the, the, the best picture in the world is one of those warmouth uh, sunfish that are so striped and they have that red color on their gills. Yep. It's like a legit warmouth? Are you talking about like a pumpkin seed? No, I'm talking about warmouth. They they're they're like not in that many places. No, they're not, I suppose. But River uh, systems, I never southeast well, part of the state. When you state. get paid to fish every day, I guess you get uh, yeah, one the, once in a while. I, I know, but it's kind of, uh, I only bring that up because it's kind of a, a lot of people will post a rock bass and then call it a warmouth. Like, no, uh, I mean, fucking rock bass. Reference. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because he's a pro fisherman, and he takes guided clients out, and he fishes for a clan, and he's sponsored by a multiple different uh, outfits. Well, then I'll believe him if he and says he caught a warm we'll, then. Dude will pitch a, post a picture of a five-inch sunfish, and it's like, what are you getting at here? He'll post a picture of a seven-inch crappie, and I'm like, <laughs> what's your angle? What am I missing? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. every other guy you see sure, posting yeah. anything on yeah. Instagram or Facebook, it's like the Hog. biggest fish, yeah. PB, this and that, and the yeah. other. And uh, I guess I sort of can find the enjoyment in that because he's enjoying the resource and he's enjoying the experience, and those fish are going back healthy. It's kind of like my attitude toward, towards everything. It's like I'm just happy to be here. Just, just I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be out on the ice or the water or in the duck blind. 
I'm just didn't get taken out in Iraq. Hey. Survived 120 degree yeah. ball sticking to your legs and <laughs> at I just, night. <laughs> there, there's I have a, 120 degrees at night. Oh yeah, oh, it got oh, pretty hot. Fuck all that. Noise. Yeah, uh, 140 was the, was 140 was actual temp was what I what I saw one day, and then it was in like the 120s. Mm, but nope. I enjoy hard pass. Everybody makes fun of those sunset and sunrise pictures. Fuck, I appreciate those. I love that shit. I love yeah. that because it's like I saw today start, I saw today end, and I'm still alive. Get I get to see my wife every day. We got bombed twice today, and I survived. <laughs> Killer sunsets on Pelican Lake, dude. Oh, my gosh. That oh. lake is fucking epic for him. We, we discussed your podcast while he was up there. With Adam? Yeah. First. That was yeah. kind of a funny play. Which was interesting. We talked about that before we started recording, but yeah. um, fill so, people in on like how so you... Yeah. So we go to... Uh, this is a relatively interesting uh, tie <clears throat> because I grew up... My dad grew up in Cloquet, and uh, he spent his summers at Bridge Forest Lodge. So it's been around a really long time. Was he working there, or he just... No, they just vacationed they just for two vacation. weeks. Okay, wow. And he was there for two weeks every summer, so he, you know, he, they kind of said, I grew up there. Best well, beach on the lake. He spent, it is, he spent two weeks there every year, and uh, so my grandfather had an oil company, and they serviced uh, fuel oil mm-hmm. setups for cabins and, and whatever in that whole region, all the way over to the Red Lake Reservation area. Oh, wow, that's whatever. a big territory. It's called the Lane Abrahamson Oil Company. <clears throat> So, so they knew that resort. <clears throat> My dad got terminally ill a few years back uh, with ALS that they attributed Oof. to his service in Vietnam. And so he was being taken care of by the VA. And so, you know, you sort of get this bucket list of things. It's like, you kind of know what's going downhill. You know that. Um, it, it, so, unfortunately, we, we did take dad on some vacations when we were in Ely. And it was fantastically beautiful in Ely, but you couldn't catch a fish. <laughs> We're there in late August because that's, really when, can be tough. that's when all the, the kids' schedules loosen up, right? So um, the fishing was awful. And so I said, I love the area, but I want to find a fertile lake that, that's got some fishing. And Pelican is Pelican's it. it. <clears throat> so we, we scheduled with Birch Forest Lodge because my dad's family has history there. And, <clears throat> excuse me. So the ownership has switched over a few times since mm-hmm. then. And so we actually, the first time we booked there, booked with the previous owner. And by the time we landed on our reservation, it was uh, Adam and Casey. Was Adam. Cassie? Casey. Cassie? Uh, Cassie, I think. Cassie. I could be wrong. I know and they are fantastic people. They're great people. We instantly uh, attached to those guys. And salt of we, the earth. Salt of the earth. And they seem to communicate well with us and us to them. And our kids get along. <clears throat> the the beach is awesome. I'm not going to tell you anymore because I want to keep it private. I've already blabbed so much about that lake on this podcast. I don't think it's a secret anymore. So it's a great spot. I actually got yelled at by and somebody s- online about it. Really? I'll yeah. bet you did. I'll yeah. bet you did. That's terrible. Because Adam has said before that he is, you know, when he talks to customers about uh, some of the secret stuff about that lake, they get all pissed off because they're the guys that hold uh, Literally a guy, like I shared, so there was like a Pelican Lake or Minnesota Facebook post or whatever, you know, and so I shared it and I commented on it, like the, my opinion, this is the biggest kept secret in the state of Minnesota as far as bass fishing is concerned. Yeah. Excuse me. And this guy messaged me 
And he said he was a guide, and this I thought he was guiding on that lake. Turns out the guy lives in fucking Missouri. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? So this is like his like <laughs> vacation spot, but he'll bring people like people will fly in from all over the country. They'll fly oh, in yeah, Duluth. He'll take them up there. Yeah. And he like he wants to keep this thing his little secret because it's yeah. so awesome. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I and I was like, I get what you're saying. Like I honestly, honestly do. Um, but in this day and age, when people are just traveling, like less, their resorts are dying on the vine. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a it's a dwindling. A re, you know, it's a dwindling you gotta um, pump them up. economy. Well, I'm like, the, the I, places up there are family owned, and they rely yeah, yeah. on that. And stuff. I, t- I told them, yeah. I said, listen, we have to, we have to like walk this line between yeah, protection tough. and promotion. Yeah, because if we just keep it for ourselves, for a few handful of people. Yeah. We'll lose well, it forever. Those places are going to die up there. Yeah, we, uh, like, then, be then up we there only the a few minority people will get to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. And if we don't, if we don't promote these resorts on this lake, they're ju- they're just going to die. And that's yeah, that we're going to relax. That would be Unless te- that would be terrible. Go up there every that would be weekend. terrible. Yeah. And here's the thing that Pelican has for it and doesn't have for it. It's overlooked. One of the reasons it's so good is if people are driving that far north. Generally, because walleye is king in this state, they're going. They're either stopping at Vermilion before they get there, yeah. or they're continuing on to like rainy, yeah. oh, rainy Cabotogama, yep. Crane. Yep. You know these bigger walleye, and there's there's walleyes in Pelican. There's really good walleyes. I hooked a beast. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see it, but I, I mean, I hooked yeah, a good so one this year. And they and Adam was saying they had a really good year for walleyes up there this yes, year. Yes, they did. Um, so listen. The, Pelican isn't a gimme. It's not go out there and anywhere you go, you're going to catch fish. You still have to work. You still have to know something about weed lines and structure and rocks. For walleyes. For walleyes and bass. That's a gimme for bass. Well, you're a bass guy. (laughs) But listen, the the majority of that lake is a weed bed. And Mm -hmm. so the weed lines, you need to figure them out. Yeah, you're right. And there is a basin and there is a sand transition. Yes, there is. And uh, there's a channel, and um, there's lots of place to use top water. But because there's so many weeds, you need to know you'll your catch, shit. You'll catch smallmouth in the weeds. Well, I've caught smallmouth on that lake in the most unlikely spots. Yeah. Like, you're really? like, you catch one, and you're like, what are you doing here, dude? Yeah. Like, there isn't it's a like rock. It's like when you're fishing for a largemouth. <laughs> there isn't a, a rock for a quarter mile. A wallet. Yeah. Yeah. But crayfish are king on that lake. They are everywhere. Figured that, that out this year. Everything eats crayfish. I'm serious. Everything eats crayfish on really? the lake. I have clean yeah. crappies out of that lake with a quarter inch crayfish in their stomach. No kidding. They everything. I've cleaned northern pike that they're not a single fish in their stomach, but there'll be three crayfish. Everything eats crayfish That's on that so lake. Weird. All right. So before we give away all the secrets on pelican, That's it's fine. Go on up there. No, you should go there. And Birch Forest Lodge, they're fantastic people. And, in fact, they opened a second resort Man, this cramping. year. I don't know why. In Belize, of all damn places. Belize. Yeah, they, yeah, they just they opened. Yeah. South just, America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they just bought a resort, and they're down there right now. Didn't weren't you t- didn't you guys talk about that yeah. on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the winter was slow for them. They, weren't, they, they did stay open. Right, yep. And they just got nothing. And I talked to him, and that's so. If you go, if, if anybody's interested in this, go back into the the full scale outdoors podcast archives, and you can find that um, the Birch Forest Lodge episode. And listen, we talk about that how there was there was things go like the the stone were willing to travel 
Um, because if you stay right in town, there's a railroad tracks right there, and it's a yeah. busy railroad tracks. And, you know, he talks about how, like, they didn't like that aspect of it, but um, they don't have a restaurant. And so they want a place yes. that they can eat. Yep. And, you know, Northland Lodge has a restaurant, but they're not open in the winter. Um, so you're pretty much stuck going to town for food. Um, have you heard about all the, the resorts on Mille Lacs that have either shut down or yeah. slowed down? Well, when they shut down, I, w- I just the did a warm- podcast today with Randy, Randy's Rentals. I haven't listen to that one yet well i literally just recorded it okay. today so it's not up yet <laughs> that'll be the first uh, one and then i'll record then i'll i'm gonna try to get that one up probably this weekend if i can find some time because i didn't get one released this past thursday um so i'll put that one up right away and then this flight companion will be for the following sure. thursday uh but yeah i just talked to him and he said yeah when they when they shut the season down midsummer that was killer crushed him uh i, I mean the uh the wharf Closed. Wharf is closed. Yeah. Um, which wharf is closed? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. It's, Holy it's shit. Apple. Apple is trying to buy it. Hun- no, no, no. Hunter's Point. Hunter's Point. Hunter's Point right. is trying to revive it. Yeah, they're closed. 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 They're like which the wharf? The, the wharf. Damn, Fisherman's the wharf. wharf. That is one's closed been there for a zillion years. Um. Last... I still think Liberty closed. Again. I, I have no idea what happened with okay, them. Okay, I were I was working with Liberty a little bit last year. You can air it out. I don't care. I don't have a ton to air out. Um, I there's a there's a lot of hearsay around so, that one. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shade thrown towards the new owners. So I think it's I think you know. When it comes to rumors, you really got to be careful. Yep. Right? right? There's a sliver of truth, but they usually get blown out of proportion. Exactly. Yep. So I think there's some truth to some of the rumors that were said about the owners of Liberty, but meeting the owners of Liberty and working with them a little a bit, I, I don't think they're necessarily bad people. I, I don't think they're the greatest business people on the planet. Yeah, well. I don't think I'm the greatest business person on the planet, so I'm not, like, I'm not shit-talking yeah, them at all. These guys that what open they, these little resorts, they start little, and they're guys like you and me. Yeah. And they, they buy a place just like Adam and Cassie did. And it grows and it grows, and pretty soon they got 50 to 100 campers in there, and, and each camper's got – Goddamn eight people. In. Well, the and difference so between like Pelican and Malax is Malax is uh, close. To they the don't metro. like they don't like new people. Yeah, and so the you owners, have have the owners of Liberty the were the new people, and they were pretty much shunned right out of the gate by the local community, which is, in my opinion, kind of sad. I mean, that's real sad. It, it because it's not helping you. Yeah, man. You know, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop seeing other resorts in that lake as competition. And that lake needs every Every everybody. Everybody needs to work together. All the help they can get. Yeah, and I talked about that with Randy today. About you know, he's there's another resort that he butts heads with, and and I talked about this. um, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I don't think I did, but I I did talk about it. Um, with another resort, like I, I really would be nice to see as a consumer, as somebody that go like to ice fish Malax, it would really be nice to see the lake kind of form like a coalition, mm-hmm. you bet. where they connect the roads. So if I'm staying on the, you know, let's say I'm I going go out to Hunters, and I want to go down to there's Apple a band, or... there's a band playing a garrison that yeah. I don't have to get off the lake, drive around the lake. I can go Absolutely. straight. I can go That'd straight. Be the greatest to it. thing ever. But they treat the they treat the roads 
as their roads. And I, and, and yeah. I get it. I get it because they're putting the time and money and they're putting themselves at risk. And, you, know, you know, mechanical breakdowns and everything but, else. Man, would but it serve them so well. But if every resort was working together. Yeah. Like you, you still take care of your People little your little spot to that area, then. but you interconnect yeah. them. Yeah, make it east south. Or like for instance, like Krista and myself, I really love to fish. She, you enjoy fishing. Yeah, but I like fishing. It's like when we're catching fish. <laughs> she likes catching, <laughs> not fishing. <laughs> but it, I'm she, a fair weather fisherman. <laughs> I had nothing wrong with that. She's got no, some big walleyes. What it is? Uh, but. She, like we we rented an ice castle last that winter I love out of uh, that was amazing Appledorns and uh, and uh, well we rented from another outfitter and that's we just staying at cabin and every once in a while you catch a fish well, well she yeah, caught I all the walleyes while I yeah, was yeah, making yeah, dinner yeah. I caught a, like a yeah. twenty one inch walleye twenty four twenty four I don't know. well Whatever. we caught Whatever it was big <laughs> we got four fish that we could have kept that we threw back down the hall yeah nonetheless uh, but she's the person that. We could have been sitting there not catching a damn thing of, hey, you know, there's a bar in uh, Walk-On, mm-hmm. right? And we could go see a band in Walk-On tonight, yeah. but shit, you got to drive three miles yep. back to 47 from a- to App- Appledorns. Mm-hmm. Then you have to drive 10 miles down to fucking Walk-On. No, that's a great point. The you know, I, re- I remember in the idea. back in the day... I don't know if it was planned like this, but I, I vividly remember because I have a buddy that his mom lives uh, just north of Mille Lacs, and we would get on a garrison. We would drive all the way across that motherfucking lake on a road, and we'd get off over there on the east side. So they well, used to connect them at one point in time. Yeah, you know, and, and every year is different, but that lake is pretty consistent where that big hoop crack makes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, there are pressure ridges and there are cracks that form. But again, if you have this like lake coalition. Yeah. And everybody's got eyes on everything, and you just communicate. You're like, Boy, there's I a crack you. here. We need to get together, and we need to work around this. And yeah. who's got a spare bridge? Let's put this bridge out here, and let's let's mark the trails, and let's update the maps. Let's like, promote I, everybody's can business. We just work yeah. together and exactly. build something cool. You know, it, it's, especially now. There's enough. There's enough money out there, right? Like, it, you gotta stop, especially when it comes to Malax, because it has so many things going against it right now, like. And I'll tell you, by, I, by trying to cling on to your little yeah. bite of that apple, you're hurting the whole resource. Yeah. It's time to put your petty differences aside. Stop plowing in yeah. your your competitors, For which sure. is what they're literally doing. They'll they'll plow a road shut because you're in my territory. Listen, fucker, you don't have a territory. Once right. you're on that lake, that is public water. Right. You don't own any of it. You don't have terror. I don't care that you plow it. You don't own shit. Right. Well, so part it's of better it too, as people that fish it. That is irritating to yeah. me. Well, part of and it too I've, is making it more convenient for the customer. Right. And if you have what customers want is convenience. If you have convenience for them, yeah. they're more apt to <clears throat> use you. Because what people nowadays want, they don't. Oops. They don't want to have to. They don't want to have to lift a finger. When they do, yeah. like they don't want to have to do a lot. And listen, that's if what, I if, I, if like, I'm yeah. out on the lake and I come back off the lot lot or launch that I went out of, and because of some feud, somebody plowed that launch shut, and now I have to go around. Again. I'm gonna bitch to the person. They're like, "Well, that was the so and so resort down the line." How do you think my opinion about your business is going to be now? Right. Not the guy that I went out of because it's not their fault they got plowed in, right. but the other guy up the street that did it. You think I'm 
like that's you just were a huge inconvenience to me yeah. right. and a potentially exactly. yep. danger because what you know, if the inclement guys. weather and I was trying to get off quickly and I couldn't because of your little petty difference. Like I'm sorry, guys, but the resorts on Malax, you guys got to you got to learn how to get together. And I really, really think if you did this and you promoted it and you let the state and the upper Midwest know, like yeah, no we're question. we're we're one group to right. promote this lake. We're in it. We're gonna we're gonna start connecting our roads and working together so you can right. reach everywhere on the lake to benefit all parties involved. As a consumer, I am telling you that would be so good for you, and it's going to bring more money to all players. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I, I mean, I hope we can spread the word on that and, and, and help and grow start something talking cool. To when you go up there, when you go up there this winter, talk to the resort, whatever launch you go out of, talk to them about that. Yeah, you know, and the second thing about that whole pro- process is use a resort. Oh, for sure. I, I talked about listen, that with ten Randrum. years ago. You fucking there was a, cheap bastards. There was a hundred bucks for the road pass. Yes, Jesus Christ. Those guys spend folks. a lot of time and a lot of gas money on making those roads. And when you get on on a public access and you use the roads, it's kind of a kick in the nuts to those guys. They're, they're checking the, the ice for you. They're checking. They're keeping yeah. track of There's the pressure. There's a ton ridges. of value in that ten bucks. They're, yeah, they're breaking down their trucks. They're you know fixing what? their trucks. We all went out time. of Eddie's one time. I ran out of propane on his road. He's not responsible for me. I'm in a portable. Mm-hmm. I drove my wheeler out there, and I ran out of propane. And I called Eddie's, and he said, "You know what? What are it, you drinking? Freaking! It was nine o'clock at night. Cowbell. Here we go. Urban growler. Hey, I'm oh. going to introduce oh. a beer oh, that. Okay. I, well, apparently, we're hold going. Hold on. Let me finish this. Okay, with, we're going to do five beers in this flight. Okay, <laughs> because whatever. I was, I was more. so impressed with Eddie's because it was after I was just nine o'clock, and I think the the two of them are in their upper mid to upper sixties. And they got no business being awake at this time. Of night. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're out trying to catch walleyes. We're half drunk, and uh, like an idiot, I didn't fill my propane when I came back from Lake of the Woods. So uh, we went out. I got four hours of propane, and it died. And I called Eddie's because he gave me his business card, like he does to every single person that comes out of his roads, because I paid ten bucks to use his roads. And he said, "No problem. I'll be at the propane tank when you get in here." And I pulled my tank. I ran my wheeler into his spot. And I filled it up, and I was back in the ice. I was fishing in under 30 minutes. <laughs> and that's what your $10 road fee would include on almost every resort on the lake. So It's what? worth your money. And you know what? If you go park your stuff at a public access, you got no guarantee. And, and I, I've had a I mean, I just at a public I access. I literally just had this conversation with Randy, with Randy Reynolds on Malax, so, but I'll, I'll repeat it again. All the money we spend... As outdoorsmen, we're not afraid to spend money. Let's just take ice fishing, for example. You got $90 boots. You got a $300 ice suit with the bibs and the jacket. You got a rod locker that costs 60 bucks. In that rod locker, you probably have five to six rods. 900 Nine hundred bucks. A hub house, a flip over. I mean, you got your heater. You got all your jigs, your tunks and jigs. I mean, you're just like. You're shelling money and you're making it rain. It's Make just going, on and I'll see you like ten dollars for a fucking road pass. This is fucking bullshit. So yeah. to get you to do the shit you want to do that you just spent all that fucking money and on. This guy did all the work for you. So ten bucks from my perspective. I'm the guy that two drinks at the bar. I work a uh, a six to two Monday through Friday job. I don't have time to fuck drive up to Malax every single day to make sure what the ice looks like, check the roads, all that shit. I, if I'm fishing after work, it's going to be local, uh, and I can, you know, just down the road, there's a lake that's got some fish in it that 
catfish of some sort. Yeah. Um, and they're big. They're channels. Yeah, channel cats, and they're big. But I'll keep my eyes on that after work. <laughs> I don't have time to go run to Malax to All go right. check guys. I'll I'll gladly. Ten bucks. That's worth my time. What is my? What do you value your free time? When you look in the fact of if I was gonna, you know, check the ice, get the fishing report, and blah blah blah. So I get paid. I get paid thirty bucks an hour. That's what I'm making right now. For that thirty bucks, it's uh, an hour and thirty minutes to where I'd probably go out of, give or take. So that's an hour and a half. Uh, hour and a half back, so that's two, three hours. So thirty bucks right there. That doesn't mess around. That right. doesn't even account yeah. for the fact that the time of me fucking around on the ice trying to figure out stop, whatever. Stop being a cheap ass. Pay the ten bucks. Goddamn ten dollars. Well, it, it it's just. I think it's just like what was said before. I don't remember who said it, but it's just the simple fact of it was their gas. Right. It was their time. Ten bucks, like and, so, really. and, and like, the vast the ones... and the vast majority of people pay it, right. and, and they're yeah. thankful for it. But there right. is there is a small minority of people out there that just bitch and moan about it. And they'll go. Here's the worst: they go out of a public launch and then baha the plow to somebody else and get round. onto a plow yeah. road and then go wherever they want. So, and then come off at that launch. So if you're doing that, if you're listening to this and you're doing bastards. that, you're, you're an, an asshole. asshole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> so straight up, just a fucking asshole. La- last, last. And what did you do? You saved ten dollars. You saved ten dollars to go screw fuck. somebody else, somebody else's road over. Yeah, and if those places close down and nobody was plowing that, how far you think you're going to get to the mud without those people? No, nah, you're fucked. No, you're not. So la- last winter, I t- we took a long weekend. Uh, we rented an ice castle from a. There's an outfitter in um, Saint. Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. CNS uh, Outfitters. St. Francis. St. Princeton. Princeton. It's a town. It's just Princeton. It's a town. Tom Strong. uh, (laughs) He's a Marine Corvette. Uh, He's got a business called CNS Outfitters. He rents ice castles that turnkey. All you need to do is hook up and you can go wherever or he'll set you up wherever. And I rented one from him for a weekend. Generator gas. Came with an auger even though I had my own. Um. And we went to Mille Lacs because it was the closest that we could enjoy the most amount of time on the ice together. Um, It's the best lake on the planet. It's the best lake on the planet. Uh, We did smallmouth. Or walleyes. And walleyes. (laughs) And muskies. And northerns. We we caught four keepers that weekend, and we threw them all back. Yeah, you caught the eel pout. I caught an eel pout. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to keep that was like catch one middle, last year. That was I like 1130 at night you caught that. There's yeah. a picture of me and I yeah, was holding that. Crazy. Did you eat it? <laughs> no. They went back. Oh, you should have. You didn't yeah. boil it and Sprite? No. Uh, no. I think if we had caught, well, I think, well, that's that's always the thing, though. It's like, well, if I cop, if I catch more, but it's like at this point, like if you keep it, you obviously have to throw it on the ice and it's going to die but, and hope I catch more so enough to make like... we. Won't, an appetizer or anything. So. We went out of Appledorns that weekend. And, like, I, I, I did, like, my research of, all right, who's got roads for me to pull? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have a plow on my truck. Right. I, I'm i fairly capable of pulling a trailer. 
But like, I you know, that was a shit show. Though. It was a shit show because there was so much <laughs> snow. Yeah. Okay. There's Is that February. Yeah. And yeah. first of all, too, that weekend we went. That's the weekend they had a wedding and they had it on the ice. Yes. So what? every yeah, it was every crazy. Plow truck was made like because we're driving we're driving down the road like we're driving down their main road you know before we get to where they told us to turn off you can see like five plow trucks like just clearing this big area like they made a dance floor on the ice and they had one of their big what 20 20 men or 10 or 20 yeah. guys yeah so we ran but you ran into one of the guys we were checking he's like oh yeah my sister's getting married tomorrow he was plowed my sister's getting <laughs> You guys should stop out. And I'm like, it's going to be freaking cold. I'm staying in my ice out. So, love Minnesota. You know, right? <laughs> we, went down, we went down their, their, their So where they told us to go, where the gal marked where you would go, where yeah. there were spots. Yeah, there weren't spots plowed. We saw one and I'm like, ah, oh, there's got to be a better spot. Because I'm looking at. I'm looking at my, my GPS map on my phone. I'm like, now this right here, I mean, it'd be okay, but you we're just going to go keep away going. From people, yeah. And turn, turns out I ended up having a backup. He had a backup. 17 prob- foot ice castle. A probably a quarter of a mile. Yeah. Like woman owned. Really? And I'm right. just like, do you want can, me to get out? Like, can we? Like, do you want me to right. get out and direct you? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit here the Don't entire time. Like, right. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> But we got her and our our fourth beer here. I've been drinking it. So, Urban uh, Growler, Urban Growler Brewing That's Company, in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's women owned. Didn't if, know that. If that matters. Shouldn't. Um, shouldn't. But yeah. it's a cream ale, and it's a really good cream ale. Like it is. It's. I think my wife would like this cream ale. It's tasty. It's so really good. It. I'll my give the description like the Skittles, here as uh, per sour. can. It's that my wife would like that too. Golden color, low in bitterness, and that's the key for my wife. She doesn't yeah, like for sure. bitterness. She doesn't like, yeah, this is really smooth. It's, really, got, it's got like a depth um, of flavor to it. it. A, I was going to say benign, but not in a bad way. Like it, it, it's not um, – it's super easy to drink. It is. But it does. But, it's but like not, you said, it has flavor. Yeah, it has a, there's not, a depth it's, to it. It's, it's, second tulip. I'm just curious. What's the ABV? Because this is dangerous. Specialty malt and flaked maize craft. This one's got subtle, like a depth, a of flavor, subtle complexity for this crowd pleaser. Oh, whoever wrote this at the old <laughs> Urban Growler, good job. Like, like they said, it's probably right. a woman. I saw it right? at, the, at the beer <laughs> store tonight for G- sure. Willikers. Willikers. Uh, and uh, packaged by Urban pretty, Growler Brewing Company, St. Paul, Minnesota. Pretty damn good beer. Where is the? Um, yeah, I guess. The booze, I don't know what the ABV is. Where did this come into a, a box or a four pack or where it, is the four pack? Four it's pack. probably listed on the package. Yeah. So listen, I gotta back up a hair. Okay. Talking about blonde or black. Talking about with Dale. Blonde or black hair. <laughs> matters. Black ones are thicker. How far back do you gotta go? I guess black hair. <laughs> so quite a ways. <clears throat> Talking about my vacation this year with uh, at Birch Forest. With oh, my Pelican. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll so, revisit uh, that every chance I get. So I went up there because my father's family's history with Birch Forest. My dad was too disabled to go on that vacation, but I wanted to kind of That's too bad. pick up on his trail are, of how he kind fucked of up. Okay. Let him up. talk. Okay. So. So we stay at this place, and at this point, my dad is too immobile to do a vacation. And um, it turned out that that weekend, his sister 
uh, Linda, my aunt, and their extended family, one of my cousins I haven't seen for literally over 20 years, is Jesus. at the resort that weekend, and it just happened to be a 4th of July thing. So we show up, and my my uh, aunt and uncle are there, and my extended family aunt and uncle in Arizona are there, and then their kids, who I haven't seen in forever. And it was amazing because the whole resort was pretty much my family and a couple other people. That's so cool. And it was just a great week. It, it, we just fell in love that week, and then we keep coming back and coming back. So this last year we come up, and it's uh, my family and my sister's family and my mom. And um, he tells me right away that he, he did the full-scale podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, it sounds great because I listen to podcasts all day long when I'm working on cars. And uh, so I'm like, I'll check it out. So I listened to that. It was cool. Learned a ton about bass fishing because I don't do any bass fishing yeah. there. I do all walleye <laughs> fishing. <laughs> and uh, so it definitely swayed the way that we fish this year because I did a, uh, employ some of those tactics that you guys talked about. Successfully? Successfully, for Sweet. sure. That's yep. awesome. Put, put some kids on bass. I got some nice. pictures here I can show you. Uh, and it was great. It, it was really a fun week. God, we just had such a great time. So midweek, Tony calls me, and he says, hey, I got this uh, Hometown Heroes thing going on that I could use another guy for. Would you be interested in being a part of this thing? And I said, yeah, I sure would love to. And he, and somehow uh, Dale uh, got caught into the conversation. He said, well, he just did a thing with Adam. And and so it, it's just it's wild. kind of connected. That, yeah, that's cool. So uh, my vacation ma- is connected to you. You're connected to him. Yeah. He's connected to Patrick. Patrick's connected well, to SmackDown. There's networking right there. And there's all this this web of stuff going on. And um, I've been on the outside of – I'm a serious amateur fisherman. I'd love to get more into the hunting side of things. I've done like a um, a guided blind hunt for mm-hmm. geese in uh, sure. Rochester. Okay. And that was – Right, I'd love to do it again. Who'd you go? Who'd you go out with? I don't know who the outfitter was. It was through Top my gun? work. Premier? I, I honestly don't know. I no through idea. your work? It was, yeah, it was with um, one of the sales guys. Oh, they were doing that shit now. <laughs> no, How did I get years ago? <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did I get screwed out of what that? Yeah. that? No, that was really a cool thing. <laughs> we were wad punching. Were you in pit? Yeah, nice. we were wad punching geese. It was so cool. It was really a neat day. And so anyway, the 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 other day I'm at work and I'm talking about, um, you know, kind of the grind of getting to work for me is a, a fairly heavy commute, almost 40 miles. Yeah. It's it's a long – by the time I get to work, I'm exhausted. Right. right? Oh, yeah. I've got yeah. eight hours of physical yeah. things to do. And I'm like, you know, I love working on cars. I love the puzzle. I love the outdoor puzzle. Hunting, fishing, whatever, it's I'm into it. But I don't know how deep I can go with automotive. And it's maybe time to find something else. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine is like, you know what? You should start making your own YouTube videos. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, oh, that's all cute. But, you know, I don't know. And then Tony calls me and says, would you like to sit on our podcast with Dan? And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So, uh, so it's, it's crazy. It's really, I, I should tell you, it's really a privilege for me to be here tonight. Oh, it's great to have you. It's so to connect all this together. Yeah, it's really, it's cool. really cool. To add really on to cool. that, uh, Brady um, went through, I, I went through some pretty shitty shit. 
Uh, shitty shit. Shitty, shitty shit. shit. Yeah. Real shitty shit. Back in the day. Um, and like I've gotten beyond that and Brady's always been there for me and he, he brought me out fishing at a, at a pretty low point in my life. Oh geez, I know where this is going. No. Well, Chris well, and I had gone through some things. You know where, where it's been, that for sure. <laughs> like she had, she had gotten sick years ago and like she was going through the whole recovery process and it was, it was hard on me. Like, mm-hmm. Physically, mentally, pretty much. I don't think at that time. But <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, like, we we went through some, like, stuff that some people that were married. Two, like Two years into our marriage. You, uh, not even two years. You shouldn't have to watch your spouse pretty much sure. die. Okay. And going through that, Brady was there for me. And he brought me out fishing at the right moment when I absolutely positively, I needed it. I needed to get out. And like, he's like, yeah, we're going to go catch walleyes. And we ended up catching suckers and dude, suckers are fun. I don't give a shit. Yeah. They're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And I I still remember that night because I was using a a seven foot medium light and fuck those things fight like a son of a bitch. Dude, Red Horse. They're fun as hell. Dude, they just, Red Horse, they will, Red Horse are strong, They dude. will pull line yeah. and they will bend rods oh, yeah. like no tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and their bites aren't always, uh, they can be really subtle too. Yes. They're good at stripping worms off hooks. Real yeah, they good. are. Boy, they're Real artists. good. But, you know that I think the whole point of this is that uh, holding up awesome fish is cool. And I, I can see where guys are getting into, I, I can't get into this. But guys are holding up burbots for the camera, like, look at this beautiful burbot. And I want to knock him on the head with a baseball bat. But dude, he's uh, great. I hey, love you. Bro. I'm all about them dogfish, just saying. Dude, doggies, yeah, those two. Want, dude, those things are ferocious. <laughs> dude, they are ferocious, and they should all get good. Stop it. No, stop. <laughs> can't stop it. Stop. If Patrick listen, was here, he'd kill you. Stop it. But listen, dogfish, the, they. Should get respect. They keep stunted panfish. What about this burbot? It's gross. It's just as gross <laughs> as the other one. That's the one ones. he caught oh, at so like cool. 11, I'm a little bit, 11 or 12 at night. On it. I'm a little bit old school when it comes to that stuff. But what I, what I think Tony's trying to say and that I'm trying to reiterate is that uh, the important part about this stuff is that you're – man, you're spending time with your friends and you're making some memories and you guys can – Click life in the neutral a little bit when you're doing these outdoor things mm-hmm. and uh, the busy bustle and bullshit of life that we all put up with every single day can just be on fucking pause. Mm-hmm. Like you can go do your thing that's, and you can enjoy the wilderness for what you, you pay for and what what the state owes to you. And, and listen, I just I just shared uh, an NPR article of all fucking sources about how the dwindling numbers of hunters is creating a concern about where are we going to get money to pay for conservation if we lose hunting because it's licenses and so there's a robert um the robertson Pittman act which plays a huge part in conservation which is um a voluntary tax by sportsmen by hunters on Firearms and ammunition, and other, and then it got expanded to other other hunting equipment that goes into conservation. That, that's a that's a big piece of the pie. Right. But the largest, by far, 
is license sales, is hunting and fishing licenses. And with those yeah. numbers dwindling, I mean, that is what is paying for our wild lands. That is what's paying yeah. for our that conservation right now. And you've so, got your bird, your birders, your hikers, your mountain bikers, your casual hiker, whatever, the people that are naturalists, the people that are all the tree huggers, the bunny lovers, or whatever, whatever yeah. you want to say, that they're all about nature and they right. generally have a negative opinion about hunters. And I'm sorry, yeah. but you should be kissing our ass because so, without yeah. us – you know, wouldn't the, have these wild the, places. The mountain biker right. guys just wouldn't. Right. Mountain bikers oh. generally yeah. have funds to buy lands so they can build trails because those guys convert the land to trails. And I think Mork is a is a big one. It's a Minnesota off road uh, cycling mm-hmm. something. Uh, I participate in that a little bit, a tiny bit. Um, but those guys are individuals. They they support some, but you're right. The, the majority of the fee that pays for all this shit yeah. is hunting and fishing. No, no, don't so, get me don't get me wrong. I'm in favor of all those other things. I'm in favor of birding. I'm in favor of hiking. I'm in favor of mountain biking. I I'm think in favor of all, all the things. As Whatever it, as it as it Contribute. pertains to public land, it is public land. Just right. like we had what a conversation you earlier. There's a there's yeah. a deer hunter, and then there's a grouse hunter, yeah. and sometimes they conflict, and sometimes you know they have an impact on each other's pastime. But they each have an equal right. Yep. To the land. Yeah. I'm not going to be pissed off. I'm on my tree stand and a mountain biker comes yeah. by. I'm not going to be pissed off at all. You know, the like, neat- that's like, that's just, you got to throw your hands up and go, it's public land. Yeah. Like, right. it's, it's, they have a yeah. right to right. it too. They're tax so dollars. The Steve Ranella and, and the Meat Eater podcast, they have a t shirt that says public land public owner. Public land owner, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wish that was the BHA. In every store. Because you know what? We're all public land owners. If you pay, and you if should you all pay taxes, all stewards. Yes, your land. And you're all stewards. You own it. So a while back, it's I, a rare thing in this world. Like yes, it America is, is Merca is they're the shining light in this. Like there aren't too many places mm-hmm. in the world, no, that have public land. Like we, we take it for granted. It's shrinking no. too. Yeah, we, it is. I mean, pretty soon the well, only public, place you can go is Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Not like we have county and state and federal. You know how many other countries mm-hmm. have that many different types of public land? Right. You know I. I don't know. I, I but... do take a little bit of issue. Like I think some sometimes they get and and mediators, um, I think is guilty of this. They get a little too flowery. Like they try to. I think we as hunters and anglers, I think we, I think we pull our punches a little too much. You know, we're like um, try to give a really good face to hunting. Don't post the bloody pictures. Don't because you don't, don't know yeah, who's cover up your You deer. don't know who's looking at it. Yeah. Listen, these people are not. Allies, so they're from, up your no, they don't, don't care. Let your deer show like, they're not from, 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 no, I don't. I don't feel like meteors that way. Uh, from, from my from my aspect, get a little flowery. From my aspect, it. Dale. Last uh, opening deer weekend, we had eight eight veterans up in Princeton on a deer hunt, and we had a successful deer hunt. Um, shot some nice bucks and a couple nice does, and I think it's like a two-tag zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. They shot a lot of deer. But, like, from my perspective of posting something on Facebook, the whole noose, hang him from a tree, it's Facebook instantly censored. Now, really? if, yeah. yeah. Like, uncover this photo. Fo- click here to uncover this photo. So mm-hmm. now, if, now if they would have taken the pictures of where it was just yeah. the deers on the ground the and the hundred. The old grip and grin. Grip and grin. 
Facebook would have no problem with that. Yeah, right. We literally, we as a nonprofit that takes vets and law enforcement and active military out hunting and fishing, literally outdoors to build that camaraderie, can't post something that is successful because it's too offensive to somebody else. To me, yeah, I see it. Yes, there's a cleaner way of posting a picture, but it's you know a, what? It's a pain in the dick. And yeah, you know what, Tony? I know you're a, a social media manager for yeah. I try uh, home, hometown heroes, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I had a discussion with a coworker about this recently. About uh, it was actually a faux pas that I made, and I made I, I used a sensitive term with him, and he took offense to it, and it caught me off guard because he's another dude like me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that um, a derogatory term, admittedly, that was used probably in error that I said from when I was a little kid, Mm -hmm. he took offense to. And it shook me to my core because I'm like, this dude is just like me. And he's offended by this term that I've used. I'm not defending it um, since I was a little kid. And he said to me, hey, man, that really bothered me. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I you you know, so you, so hold on, yep. you know that I'm not sensitive to that, and I and I I only use that in your presence because I thought that we were okay mm-hmm. in, in that sense. And what I explained to him was that I think that with our PC culture currently, that we are sort of bowing down to such a small percentage of the population right now. The loud minority. Yes. So we're going to talk about, um, we're going to be all sensitive to the way someone <laughs> decides to pick their gender. The number of people on the planet that are born a boy and decide to, uh, gender themselves as something other than that is so small, but we're also afraid that we're going to offend someone in that percent in, in that percentage that we're going to change our whole language because of that. I think that that's wrong. Yeah, really here. I'm- I, I think that if you're going to, if you've been hunting and fishing for 150 years in our culture and all of a sudden now those pictures are offensive, I say, let them be offensive. Post the pictures that you've always posted and let the people that don't, have an appreciation for that hit the road that's a good point okay, i have i have a, let's see if i can remember i, I should have had a notebook in to write write some bullet points here because on that this is a great subject and i have a, a couple points that i want to try to make on the on the topic of of being offended a there's there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing in the bill of rights there's nothing in the constitution that protects you from being offended no right um being offended is not the worst thing that can happen to you in a day by day thing. All right, exactly. it's, it's just not. There's a lot of but things in, that are offensive, but in this <laughs> culture, it's like but the biggest offense. With ever. that said, I mean, as far as going down the gender thing goes, I, I honestly, honestly, I don't care. I, I, I'm an extreme libertarian in that whatever makes you happy. If you're not hurting somebody else, I think you should be able to do that. So if you want to be uh, gender neutral. Zer Foxkin, whatever the fuck. Um, if the if, if if identifying with that makes you happy, 
I'm on I'm on your side, but I don't know that. Right, exactly. So if I don't say the right gender pronoun that don't you've created out of air, yeah. you've literally just threw off. some letters together, like I just made this up yesterday, and this is what you need to call me. If I don't know that. Yeah, right. You, yeah, if I don't, if, if you I look can't, like a girl to it's me not and a I sin, call you a girl it's not a sin a to me. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have yeah. to let me if know. If you're a dude with a beard and you're wearing a dress and you want everybody to call you a It's chef, ma'am. I love that And video. I come up to you and I call you a dude. Yeah. Don't get pissed it, off at me. Or you say ma'am. He polite could, me. Even if he's wearing a dress, Okay, he but here's the thing. Like, politely me correct me. Pull me aside. Like, hey, uh, just so you know. Yes, but don't I, be. Don't be. I, I prefer to be called uh, a zing zang or whatever the fuck <laughs> the word is. No, but I'm serious. Like, don't make a big deal out of it and sh- try to publicly shame me because yeah. I didn't know what your made up fucking yeah. gender word yeah. is. There are no, some exactly. that even I, I, prefer I am, they and their. I like, am they don't pro. Want listen, I'm telling you, I am pro. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to yeah. be called. Yep. Like, but your be name's Brandon. With me. If you don't tell me your name's Brandon. I might call you Jim. Yeah, I don't know. I might call you dude. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. Call you dude. If, I, if I know, I will do my best. And I'm not saying that I'll, I'll be good at this because it's just out of the norm. Right. Of the majority of people, like you just pointed out, I'll probably fuck up. And, I, and I'm sorry about that. But I will do my best you know, and I'm to not call su- you what you want to be called. I think, Dale, you're the same way that I am, where, where that you're not a super traditional person. You're, you're open-minded to, to new things. But you may be not up on all the latest stuff, it's, right? It's, right. I don't mean any harm and, by and it. So you don't mean any harm no. by it. And you may use uh, a term that is currently offensive but wasn't. You called somebody a retard, didn't you? No, I said faggot. Oh, yeah. But that's listen, a, that, they I've don't never, like that word. All right. So <laughs> I've never. I, 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 listen. That, that's a I've, hot button. I've, that's a hot button one. No, it is. It, it really is. TF, it's I've the, never it's, referred to a gay man as a faggot. Sure. It's just when we were growing up, when you were doing something stupid or whatever, you're like, oh, you stupid, f- you fag, whatever. You know, and so it, it, it's not like – because I, I have I have really solid, awesome the, gay friends, and I would never I call that, that guy really a fag. I don't the, think I ever really used the word, the full word fag. I'll say fag sometimes, but it's always totally tongue-in-cheek. Like, yeah, so, you with that rainbow – Sour that you just brought. I might be like fag, you know, but it's like, <laughs> hey, I, it's honestly, fucking uh, delicious. Listen, well, one listen. of my best friends from high school, and this is like so cliche to say, but he is—he's uh, a gay dude. I love him to death. Like, of I, I just, course. I, it's dude, just a I ran. Word. He was at the like gas station by my house, and he, he was just stopping there on his way to wherever they were going. And I, I saw him. I didn't say a thing up to him. I, Snuck up behind him and I slapped him on the ass as hard as I could. And he turned around with that, like, you know, diva <laughs> drag queen kind of thing. He's so, like, excuse me. And then he saw it was me and it was, it was hilarious. So, we had the. I didn't mean to offend anyone when I said this to, to this particular guy. And I wasn't saying it to him. I, somebody had disturbed my shit and I was just upset and I said some stupid thing and he was offended at the, at the language that I no, used. No, is he, but is he gay? No, he's not. He's not. Gay. That's the weirdest. That's the weird one to me. It's like you know, you're offended for other people. So here's the thing. That's what's weird. To My me. usage of the word fag or faggot has never really been associated with gay such people. A it's so, just a stupid thing. And it's right. just, it's, it was dumb. And listen, I know the word is antiquated and it's, yeah, and the usage is morphed and it shouldn't be something that's a part of my language anymore. And 
having him bring that to me, I appreciate. Yeah. Because listen, you, you learn should, from it. I'm I'm in an age bracket right now where I'm becoming and fucking old, dude. I'm almost forty five well, years old, and so I'm kind I'm of that 46, guy. Forty six. So fuck off. So so you're super fucking old, man. So as as <laughs> as the youngest person here, as I, excuse oh. me, I'm the youngest uh, person. Ooh. All right. Thank so you. second youngest person here. So my that my half full paw. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll go there. Um, oh shit! Mm-mm. I need more beer. For my this. my half sister is gay. Okay, she is Great. the greatest human being I've ever Shop. met. Sure, she is. And she throws me for a fucking curveball every goddamn fucking day. Because like uh, I sent her a Snapchat the other day. I was at I was at Home Depot. I was buying buying fucking painting supplies. For our oh, house. I you were buying at an Ace That's Harvard. so much no. more offensive than anything you're yes. saying about homosexuals. Oh, that's the thing. I sent a Snapchat. I was like, eh, adulting is fun as fuck. I saw that. Sent it to her, and she's like, oh, you're at Homo Depot. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? All right. Okay? But she has license to say that. But here, <laughs> here, here's the thing. Like, I think it's a person thing. It is. Because it is. she. Of course it is. It is. She comes from a similar background with me of like the whole small town mentality of she's going to be happy and going to do her own thing and no matter what. Yep, she's well, just she's going to do her. Yep, she's going to yeah. do herself and whatever you do so over is, here. So is her partner. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Here's the problem I have with the whole PC <laughs> language thing. Here's, I knew that. I knew I opened myself up. Oh, here's the here's the thing. We're so close, saying I knew that was coming, and I was going to have another joke. Listen, man. Ninety nine percent of people that are uh, in the universe, I I don't have the views of a gay person. Okay? I think because you might I'm be not. Reaching. You said universe. That that's reaching. How do we even right. know if there's people out in the universe? All right. uh, and do aliens I'll get like very to be called people? I think it's a joke. Even if there is other life in the universe, which I think there are, a little bit retarded. Minneapolis, St. Paul, <laughs> Metro, 100 gotta, Mile Ring. I got to tell in you, Minnesota. Joel. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> yeah, okay, Alex. Yeah. One, of the, one of the best podcasts. We're going Alex history. Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Yeah. All right. Well, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm having an issue with Cleanse is your palates. we are. And we got to really cleanse it here because we're going IPA here. We're cleaning our palates cleansing. of language. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting deep. Full is getting deep. Here, this is some deep social we issues are. here. So what, what my issue is, is that uh, normal and admittedly sometimes antiquated language is being uh, kind of censored demonized. To a, and demonized for a very small percentage of people right. who are offended by that language. Right. And so everybody is saying, well, you can't say this and you can't say that. And, and my issue with that is, well, okay, so... You want to control now everybody yeah. else. So we're talking about the 99, because there's the 1% that's sort of uh, in this sensitive region where everybody's so worried about what you're going to say. And if you're so confident, Ooh. like, here's the deal. I'm confident Good. in that I'm a, a straight guy and I'm married to a woman and I'm in love with her and I can say all the marriage things. Mm-hmm. But if I say something that might be offensive to a gay person, then all of a sudden I just can't say that in public. Right. So now you're going to censor 99% of the public because of this 1% that is so sensitive to the language. Well, if you're going to be, um, you're going to do your own thing. 
to the point where you're the 1%, then you're going to have to adapt. The, int- the interesting thing that, that happens here, the, the interesting sociological thing that I think is happening here is that you have this um, the sect of the population um, that generally speaking, stereotypically speaking, isn't religious. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in that alternative lifestyle, and even that's an antiquated term. Listen, I'm um, not terribly religious. So, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, but traditional they, it, it's starting to take on religious like aspects of it. Hundred percent. In that, if you don't agree, hundred percent, with this social justice warrior kind of platform that I'm Fucking taking, right. you're a bad person. God and you're doing right. it out of just um, ignorance. You don't know how. To, I've never met you. I don't know what offends you and what doesn't right. offend you. I have no idea. Yeah. And so that's why we're getting away from intent. And I, we have the, all these magic words and magic phrases that you can't say that are offensive, but you have to take them with the intent that they were said. Yeah. The 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 meaning. The person saying them. What was their intent? Were they malicious? Right. Because I can just, I can plain call, listen, I could call you a Chad. Apparently that's a thing now. A Chad. My kid. A, Chad. I, I'm just a hanging you, Chad? Not a hanging a Chad. A Chad? Just a Chad. A guy, a, my, my son just brought this up to my attention a few days ago. Apparently that dude's such a Chad. I'm like, what the fuck is a Chad? He's like, you know, a Chad. It's a guy that, you know, and, and then he described oh, it. a bra. Like, yeah, something like that. A whatever. Brad. I always a knew Brad it was a Brad or, or whatever like, Yeah, Brad, Chad. Yeah. They're Betty, so fucking. That's Betty, bro. What's my, up, bro? My point is the sound I make with my mouth doesn't matter. The intent I say it with. So if your name is Chad, right, but I use it. As a pejorative, I use it in a derogatory term. Now it's offensive because my intent was to hurt somebody. My, I had an right. ill intent with the sound yeah. I made with my face. And contact. To be yeah. purposefully offensive. Mm-hmm. If I'm not purposely offensive, if I'm saying something that I don't know is offensive... Yeah, right. right. But I do accidentally offend somebody... Yeah, you can't hold it. It happens. Um, it's on the other person that is offended to let me know. Yep. Right. That's how you grow but and politely, learn. And... Politely let me know. Right. You don't go on Facebook and announce it. <laughs> or shut this company down. Chat, Quick culture. This, yeah, Fire culture. Cancel yeah. culture. Yeah. Like, this dude called me a Chad and, it, like... I don't. I didn't even know Chad was an offensive yeah. term. Right. So, I had no fucking idea. Let me piggyback on this so, and, and tell you that the guy that no that brought this to my attention was extremely tactful with the way that he said, "Hey, man, I was well, that's really, good. I was least. really, I was really caught off guard by this. Ooh, it was wow. It was, it was out of your uh, in his Moose opinion, Lake, right? What am I drinking? This is freaking. So the fifth that's of our an four. IPA? The fifth of our four. No. <laughs> Right. Fr- well, that's what they told me. At the, it it doesn't say it, but they told me it was an IPA, and I'm not that sure I believe it. That does not taste like an IPA. So it's the, not hoppy at all. The fifth in our four four flight. Oh, that's I got a six. Oh, Jesus Christ! So this is Moose Lake <laughs> Brewing Company. This is called Not Bumper. Now the guys at the stores told me it was an IPA, but I'm gonna take. I, no, I don't think it's, it's an IPA. Liar. IPA. They're a bunch hoppy. of liars. I'm not, not sure if they're a liar, but they're ignorant as fuck because this is not. This is this delicious. Is well, I'm Whatever this is. Fuck, if it's an sure. IPA, it's a double IPA. But now, now knowing it's not an IPA, I got to take another sip and see if I can't it's not use some beer snobbery this here an and, an and identify what this is. This is an ale or a lager or. Because, like, IPAs to me are mm-hmm. pretty hoppy. 
right? They are. There's zero hop in this. This That's is. Just, this, this is. There's this no is hoppiness to this malty. at all. It, it's malty. malty. It is very uh, almost creel, cream ale, creamyish. Yes, but not but not an ale. What would I would the, drink what this would you, all day. What would you classify this? This is interesting. It is almost like a pale ale, How do I get but to my like it's really smooth, like, but like a and malty fruity. pale ale. It's got a fruit fruit something or other to it. It's uh, five. Is that a six? What's the other bottle look like? Or yeah, the other can? Uh, is that a one? Five two five. Five, five two five. Okay, sure, that could be a two. Sure. Dude, your Facebook's all screwed up. We're at 829, number five. What this, is, says? this is different, though. This is really good. We want to see. It's good, but it's really – It's not. I've never really tasted anything like this There's zero chance this is an IPA. No, zero. There's no way. Zero percent. I, uh, this is – What's it called? Not, not bumper? bumper? Not Bumper from Go- Moose Google Lake Brewing. Shit. Is somebody got Google? Coming yeah, I got that Google. Google. See if it bumper. comes up. See if you got the Google machine. Young Jamie, look that up. I'm on it. Like K N. So anyway, like let's knot. talk. Let's talk about oh, some fishing stuff here. Okay, we'll so, get off the social. Tony doesn't <laughs> yes. like to get. Everybody too, already tuned Tony doesn't like to get tuned deep. Out. He doesn't no, like man, to get I, If anybody <laughs> likes to get deep, it's fucking Tony. He just Only, can't. You got to get him about three or four more of those, and we'll he'll fucking get real deep. Be, <laughs> five years ago, we'd be working. And everybody else is doing their own thing. Tony and I are on the same plane. He'll walk over and he'll start talking about the president. He'll be like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what we're going to do about this. And I, He's actually he's, really calmed uh, down about that. Very zero so politics. Same really, here. Dude, I used, to be, so I used to be the guy. I used to be the guy on yep. social media that got into all the fights yeah. about politics. Yeah. Me, I used that was to be me. Like, that like four years ago until I, I – I, like, I, I already like have anxiety. Too. I've already, I already have okay, depression. I don't have that. I don't have that. Thank you. And I so, anxiety. like, fucking, why do I need to add more anxiety and more fucking bullshit to my fucking life? Why can't I just share thankfully, the good parts of my life? Thankfully, I learned before it became a known thing. What am Look I looking at? my babies. At? I'm sorry. I'm oh, we're looking at kid pictures. Showing off my babies. Uh, nice. Wood green. Um, uh, I do like, um, I learned that. All I'm seeing is the shit that Hang pisses on. me off. Exactly. Hey, hey ceasefire. Oh, my God. You ceasefire. You ceasefire. his hand right now. God. Not it's, bumper. It's, <laughs> is a mango blonde. Yes, it oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, somebody labeled they this They lied like a son of a bitch. <laughs> you uh, with the Sharpie, get your life together. Don't drink and Sharpie. It's a, <laughs> it's a very popular year-round, easy... Yep, I agree with this. It is a very easy drinking, approachable ale with the perfect amount of delicious it. mango to accompany Pale a, ale. But a, accompany it. Uh, 5.2.5% alcohol by there volume. It there it is. There's and it tastes mango absolutely That's delicious. That's what it is, the mango. Delicious. That's what's different. So, so it's not, so, not bumper. What's the name of it? Uh, Not bumper. Or it is not bumper. It's not bumper. Oh, so it's the guy at the oil. liquor store. So it's, it's not, not the an Moose IPA. Lake people. It's not the. It's not the. It's, so sorry, I take back the Sharpie yeah. thing. It's not the people at Moose Lake that label this. The guy you at the, bought. You didn't buy this at the brewery. You bought no, it. No, I got store. this at the Cooper's Corner. Mm. Oh, oh, Cooper's Corner. And apparently that cat. You could go see Lisa. Doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Lisa, sorry. Lisa, if you're listening to this, I apologize, dude, but. Get your shit together, bro. Or maybe he just wanted to be a or dick maybe and tell you what was wrong. You fucking label it on the case <laughs> so, so I know what I'm getting. Uh, yeah, I was a pretty angry person on social media for like a long time. 
And like until the point where I just determined like I don't care. I, I was Deadpool on social media. I'm like I, I don't take the shits. I just stir them. Start fires. <laughs> yeah. Just throw a grenade. And now woo! I still do Watch that. I still do that because now that I'm like this extreme centrist. You were a troll. That I am. I'm not necessarily a troll. <laughs> What I like to do is pit both sides against each other <laughs> yeah, because they're so guilty of the same bullshit. Yes. Yeah. And the yes. same biases, like all the it same is. dirty tricks, same all hypocrisy. the same, same hypocrisy, same confirmation bias. They're so yep. guilty of it. It's absurd. But now that we know that Facebook literally has an algorithm that – the reason you're so outraged when you pull up your Facebook feed is yeah. because they want you to be outraged. Yeah. Yep. The stuff that pisses you off they gets know that clicks. draws you in and keeps yep. you on. That I, keeps so that's you why I going. Everything if it's a shit and that you agree, that is outrageously you know, political. I catch I myself do doing I this. I just can't do it. I catch myself doing this on Instagram, and I'm trying to be better about it because I'm trying, I want to promote people with stuff I'm interested in. Doing when cool I, shit. When I see stuff I that interests me, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I scroll past it without harding it. Yeah, yeah. But if you see something you're pissed off, you're more apt to do the angry face. Yeah. So I'm trying to oh, be that. I'm trying that. to be cognizant of like when something go makes me smile, heart that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see you the know? story about the I don't the touch kid anything with... that pisses me off. Yeah. It's only I, I'm getting I'm getting way better follow, about it. Yeah. I'm getting way better. Only the stuff whatever. that you like comment yep. on it the stuff that you don't like go past it Scroll. because if you pit if you post something that pisses somebody off your thumb and somebody posts something angry you're like facebook just keep fucking going so today today uh surfing social media i saw a story about uh a kid hang loose bro uh he's got down syndrome shot a six point oh, we block. saw that on the news today. and i, I saw, saw it on the news yeah, yeah. you know you know what that made me feel that made me that made me feel Joy, like hey, there was, was that no buck, tomorrow. Was that, was that Buck melanistic? I to don't me, the know. picture looked like it was really black. Was I it really dark? Was it abnormally dark colored? I, 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 I barely saw a picture. Quote. I saw the story. That was and, the first thing that popped in my head. Like, I saw a thing. Didn't it matter that the kid had Down syndrome? I'm like, damn, that looks like a black buck. Like that's like really all dark I know, colored. I was like, all yeah. I know is I started crying See, when I watched I the fucking news story. I saw, I saw it because I have a cousin that has Down syndrome, and I saw it, and I was like, that is so amazing. That's awesome. That's just you know. Whatever they're interested in, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, it's cool. I, I, I'm always about this, and Tony's I wa- a big crybaby. Yes, everything. <laughs> I, I'm a very emotional person, <laughs> me too, but man. the things that that hit me the most Tag. is getting people. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough fear. He's Sorry, just I couldn't a very resist. Very emotional I man. I couldn't He's resist. Very in hey, touch with this feeling. Getting kids oh, in the outdoors gosh. is huge for me. Getting women in the outdoors uh, is another huge thing for I, me. I'm 100% I, in agreement. I and then third, third, <laughs> wow. third, third is middle finger. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. Getting people outdoors. Yeah. Period. Promoting the outdoors. Promoting the outdoors. Like because like you said earlier. we're shrinking like yep. no tomorrow. Yep. Which doesn't seem right because it seems like every single person has a freaking... Uh, Panoptics. <laughs> <Last laughs> yeah. right? God damn it, I, I can't find fish. I just want to see what's down there. I don't want to catch anything. I'm so behind the times when it comes to electronics. I got a Helix 5 on my boat. Come on, uh, like, what? I'm 20 years behind. He's a bass guy. He's a bass guy. Yeah, who needs electronics? They don't need electronics. Five feet of water. All they need to know is where they are in the lake. 
I all you need is like a hundred twenty dollar pair of Ray Bands. <laughs> I don't have the best lock electronics in the world and I uh, yeah, hold my you own don't need it when you I can see the bottom yep. <laughs> well bass guys don't need it man you still gotta get them to bite you just gotta cast dots electronics don't whoever get, wins wins electronics don't catch fish man they just don't you know what I got an old school buddy of mine and uh, we uh, they do in, help though <laughs> we're, yeah we're in a we're in another guy's high tech boat he's got side imaging he's got multiple graphs and uh, we're driving around Winnie and we're like he and I are on the same page and this other dude we're staying at his place on Winnie, and he's really old school. And he did just buy an Lumcraft nice boat, but Helix 5, and he doesn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not side imaging. It's just a traditional high down. Get him. Kill him. Merc is going off and, uh, the... We're driving around a while, and we're like, we're not going to start pissing away time until we grab some fish. And this, it was very odd because it was late august it was 100 degrees oh. and it was blowing like 20 <laughs> I'm going fu- swimming i'm out 20 <laughs> Fuck plus this. miles an hour out of like the southeast or something and uh pretty soon this guy sets up and he goes you guys want to mark fish or do you want to catch fish <laughs> <laughs> and we're like oh you're silly <laughs> Jesus. And you know what happened? Like we freaking, California over there, though. We morning. drifted up. We started our drift upwind in like five feet of water. And it was a very sparse weed bed. And we drifted with the wind out. And we caught fucking walleyes to beat hell. Wow. And we caught them between five and nine feet. There you go. Once we got off that first break in yeah. 12 feet of water, they died. And he was goddamn I right. Think it, I think in general, people overlook shallow. For sure. I know I do. In the wintertime, 100%. I know I do. And, you know, I, I got that tip from uh, Tony Roach uh, a few years ago, posted a, a video about um, full moon, midwinter, super shallow, like uh, sight fishing holes. Yeah. Because the frogs hibernate in the mud. Tony broke your window. What do you think? Oh, my God. He posted a thing about frogs breaking his house. Frogs hibernating in mud, and the big walleys will come in into the super shallow, like one, two feet. Suck them walleys, and they'll pull those frogs out of the mud. And so, if you get some kind of a bait that's anywhere similar, and you make a disturbance in the mud, but it's got to be super quiet, no light, and it's got to be a big hole. It's a sight fishing thing, so it's got to be a lot of ambient light. So it's got to be a full moon. And uh, I've never tried it, and I, I would love to. You know, with Minnesota Made, um, which come on out to the Blaine Ice Expo, I'll be loitering around there. I haven't told Paul or... or I'm going to uh, come buy a hat <laughs> and a pair of choppers tomorrow. I want a pair of those choppers. Those I choppers look sick, as, sick fuck. as fuck. Yeah, I want one. I saw those guys wow. today, and I was going to talk to them. It's like, hey, I heard you on Dale's podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. T-shirt. So I'm going to loiter around uh, their stand, probably. But I, hopefully I can get some, like, little... I'm going to bring the podcast equipment. Hopefully I can get some, like, little mini, like, 10, 15-minute... Little snippets segments of, of, and of put something whoever together. that's willing to do it. You know, I'll just sit down right there in their booth and just like, shoot the shit. Anybody that's willing. Paul is good I think shit. Be fun. Paul's dude. Paul, uh, and, and Andy and I both sat sat down with them. Uh, whiskey moonshine off of Highway sixty five. Mm-hmm. Um, we moonshine whiskey or whatever. I don't know. He's dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Hometown Hero Outdoors is having a big event yes, with uh, Minnesota Made. I'm super looking forward to it 
for a couple of reasons. I'm going to make you some bomb-ass food on the ice. Uh, I will be there. I'm going to drag Brady with me, and I'm going on vacation five days later. What are you making? I might come out just for the food. Uh, she's going to come on. I might. She will come help you. It's going to be something help. slow. It's going to be, be either. Your sous chef. It's going to be either um, braised venison shanks Ooh. or braised goose legs and thighs. Ooh. Either way, can't miss. Ooh. Fucking delicious. Right. If you do the so, goose, I want that recipe. I, I'm looking forward to that event for a couple of reasons. Um, one, not only it's um, you have opened up some pretty awesome doors for HHO uh, with Minnesota Made and Clam. Um, Dane Jensen, have you ever met him? I don't think I've met him. Nobody I know of him. Thane has got a hold of HHO. And has got a discount code for HHO members. Hell yes. Yes. It's pretty fucking awesome. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Paul Gazzoni and um, Jake. Jake. I can't Cooch pronounce. Meister. Yes. Thank you. Cooch. Uh, Just say Cooch. Sure. Cooch. Uh, it, it, it's very small world. Remember the Cooch balls back in the day? The little fuzzy the, rubber no, things? Yes. Oh, coochie. Cooch? Coochie. Coo- but cooch. Yeah. Just, That's well. my dirty wife for you. <laughs> no offense, Jake, but I like coochie a lot better than I like cooch. <laughs> but, no, it, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, that I grew up on that lake. Green Lake, uh, February 1st. It's a Saturday. That's going to be interesting. Green gonna Lake. Be, that's going to be an interesting tournament. Well, we're doing the Saturday before. Yeah, because hometown here is, and then we have the tournament the following day. Yeah, I'm glad you're coming out. Um, I could probably get you some people to talk to that are pretty cool. That'd be sweet. Um, that are service members that uh, do things. I that think. do things. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, that'd be sweet. Random. We got a lot of staff that are going to come out that night. I'm going to be pulling double duty. Uh, I pulled. I'll be pulling staff later tonight. Just kidding. Sorry, son. I I, I, I pulled. I did something That's stupid. That's the alcohol talking. I, I, we. I book. I I double booked myself that room. that night. And if you want to tag along, you'll have fun. What did you? Okay. What, did you what am I doing? So we're going from Green Lake, and then we'll finish that up mid afternoon ish, and then we're running down to the Saint Croix. What? Sturgeon. And then we leave for Mexico. Through the ice. Through the ice. In, 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 yeah. in. I, I can be talked into catching sturgeon through the ice. So we can, we can, let's do this. I can yeah. be talked into that. But uh, no, uh, Chris Ehrman, he's a guy, one of our staffers that, Dale, you should probably talk to. He's yeah. a, like a weasel. He's, he's an awesome guy. He's, he's a. Nobody. He's a big old type. Ehrman, weasel, nobody no. knows. No. Okay. Okay. Ehrman, no. So when weasels in the winter, they turn their white, their they're white. Their their coat turns white. Then they're referred to as an ermine. Oh, oh, that's what we call ourselves when we don't catch fish. We're not a fisherman. We're an ermine. Oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what are you doing with your microphone there, yeah, bud? Oh, why did you pull it away? He's like, I'm gonna talk into this, but I'm gonna pull it. Down. <laughs> what? An idiot. I, don't know. I don't want people to hear this. I don't want to hear the. I don't want people to hear the fact that I don't catch fish. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> where that comes from. What does an ermine have to do with not catching fish? Uh, well, when you take the fish away, the F goes away, so then you're just an ermine. Oh, fish ermine. So yeah. if it, no fish. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Ermine. That's a no, good so one. Ermine, E-R-M-I-N-E, uh, is a weasel with a white coat. So Chris Chris Ermine is a 
God damn, he you he's a dude that you want to you, you see him and it's like, yep, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> he's a big old teddy he's bear. a big old fucking teddy bear that likes to catch giant fish. Um, he's a combat vet, and uh, him so and funny, I, and you don't even know it. You're like a you're like a bear. Yeah, he's he's a just a great dude. And I, that was a swingers reference. That one that fell flat didn't too. See that. God Swing and a miss. That's strike two for me on the. Eh. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk God like. Uh, you make some stepbrothers references. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. I'll get those all day long. <laughs> so, Denver is full of let, shit. <laughs> all right, let's talk, Christopher. Rocky. <laughs> let's yes. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Krista, that one. <laughs> Krista right here is hands down one of the best women I've you'll ever meet. Well, I sure. Oh, I was gonna say you've ever met. I'm like, I'm sure hope you say that. She she puts up with a lot of bullshit, hands down, and uh, she's helps keeps me motivated in the outdoor world she because knows that you can't triple stamp a double stamp because she she she's like. Oh, I know you're not going to cheat on me because you can't afford it because you just spent like well, $9,000 on... Call H.A. Joe his mistress when he's like on his phone, he's yeah, chatting right, yeah. in the chat. I'm like, oh, is that the, how's the mistress doing? He's like, oh, they're good. But <laughs> Krista's awesome because she's a, she's a fucking hell of a cook. She can sling a mean meal and she can... She's got a hook set like there's no tomorrow. And she puts up with totally Cross his eyes. Puts- Cross his eyes. So all right. All right. My 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 most favorite memory outdoors with Krista. Um, 2015 was the year of recovery, as we call it in our household. Yeah, that was bad. Yep. She was coming through some illness that kind of basically reset her life completely, and uh, we'll describe that a little bit. Because that was, that, I mean, I don't want to get at uh, twenty six years old, but it no, was a I very was major. I turned twenty eight while I was in the hospital. I was at she, Neil for like two months, and she re- had to relearn how to walk, talk, read, and write. Called, Jesus, just, hold was, on, let's start over. It was called NMDA antibody receptor encephalitis. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. Yeah, and so basically, what happened? <laughs> Jesus. Is, there is uh, something was, that happened. It was my. Internally. It was a, it's encephalitis, so it's your body attack. It was my antibodies in. My antibodies uh, attacking the receptors in my brain. Yeah. This is about one of the easiest and drinking brews I think I've it's ever. Too good. Had. It's too good. And so what anyway. basically happened is her brain decided to pull all the plugs out of her personality. Yep. And, uh, and so when they fixed it, oof. she had to plug everything back I in and literally walk, had to walk. That was a very tough everything. year for me personally. And that was Brady was there for me. She dumped her personality out on the sidewalk and picked every piece up. And, and put it back, it back together. together. And yep. learned how to walk and talk and be a person again. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was a big That'll goddamn But uh, that spring, uh, it was two weeks after after opener, we were in my boat. And uh, my brother-in-law, you could see the eye roll from Texas if you were here. <laughs> but uh, um, he was also on that lake. Um is my wife and I in the boat, and Krista at that time had her own mentality of she's going to do what she wanted, and I had I had a game plan of I'm going to run a 16th ounce jig and a rainbow, blah blah blah, and she's like, eh, 32nd ounce jig, I'm going to do I whatever. Probably just pick the easiest thing to do, to be quite honest. She had <laughs> tiny tiny jigs and just the <laughs> tiniest fucking minnow, and she's like, this is what I want, 
It's finesse. Yeah. It's like whatever's easiest. And just do it that we're just way. rolling with the drift across the break, and she's like, "I'm snagged on the bottom." Hmm. Like the old snag. The old snag on the bottom. I'm like, Boy, all this right, is going. Throw the rod in the rod holder. Grab the rod. I'm like, I feel the thud, thud, thud. I'm like, nope. Hand it back to her. Set the hook and start reeling. She reels in a twenty. Yeah, we twenty one and twenty one and no, we didn't. Almost like a, they were both in the twenties. Twenty one and three quarters, the first one. <laughs> I don't remember. We didn't. We only kept I, one. I va- I vaguely remember that. It's on I the pond. Is this on the pond? No, we only kept one. Oh. No, this oh. was on a shithole lake oh, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I was like, I was on a lot of drugs still, so I don't remember <laughs> it all. At yeah. All. <laughs> And uh, she reels that thing, and then I still that I love that picture so much. She hates it because she I didn't. Mean, she didn't look. Yeah, no, the I same was on either. a lot of steroids, okay. yeah. so I like ballooned you're, up. You're, a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the picture because totally we're, swole. We're both yes. fucking goofy as shit. Just back doing what you love to do. Back. Back. I have the fish up, and the fish's mouth is open, and both Tony and I are going. Yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it's a great picture. <laughs> yeah, because it depicted the recovery. Yeah. yeah, and then so I was like, "That's freaking awesome!" Brother in law awesome. sitting over in his boat, thinking he knows all the shit. No. <laughs> <didn't... laughs> no, that picture said a, a million things. Yeah, because and if, uh, if you knew anything about what you guys had just gone through, mm-hmm. it was cool. It was awesome, and we made that same pass again. And I, I shit you fucking not, she said the same fucking thing to me as I'm snagged on the bottom again. Grab the rod Probably from her again, and I'm like, and, like, grab it. I'm like, <laughs> thud, thud, thud. I'm like, nope. Set nope. the freaking hook. <laughs> Twenty inch walleye, just beautiful right, freaking fish. Good. And uh, that was, that's honestly the best day I've ever had on the water. There is definitely something about uh, ah. getting outdoors that's like super therapeutic. Because there'll be times like. Like in, in, in my relationship, where it's like we, we've been in, we've been broke as fuck at times, and where it's like I can't even put money, money in my gas in my truck to even go fishing, yeah. you know. Like, and there's been times where my wife, well, then girlfriend, would just be like, "Here's, you know, we can't even afford it, but whatever. Here's twenty bucks. Put it in. You gotta go." Like you're mm. crabby, for you're, your, you're snippy. For your sanity, yeah. You're just you're you're, yeah. you're nipping at everything. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you haven't been. You need to go fishing. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know. For sure. And you got to start looking at it like a prescription. You know. It like, is for me, man. You, you. I mean, if that's what turns yeah. your crank, you know, like we said earlier, like you have. That's a necessity. Yeah. And yeah, it's so I then when she would say something like that, then I would catch myself like, oh, I'm sorry, I've been crabby i guess yeah maybe i should you know and you kind of feel guilty until you get out in it mm-hmm. and then you're like this is exactly what i needed yeah this yeah. is what i need yeah. yep. this is exactly what i needed yeah. and it doesn't matter if you catch a fish or not like it's just that that getting out there being in nature just doing it yeah chasing solving the puzzle it's just um well just disconnecting from yeah stuff, you know, and, and, and it can be literally it can just be changing the channel you know it can be just you know and, and for me, obviously, the show I like to watch is an out, is an outdoor show. So, you know, whatever. Maybe your thing is bowling. You know, I'm not saying it has to be an outdoor thing. If an of outdoor course. thing isn't your thing, well, whatever your thing is, if <clears throat> if you neglect that thing for long enough or for whatever reason life gets in the way and you can't do that thing that brings you happiness, you know, 
find a way to make it happen. Yeah, and you know, the, you sift through the the cubby the cubby in your truck or the, or the couch cushions and find some quarters and put them together and and do that thing that you like to do. Uh, because if you, you start losing who you are, for me, it's uh, it's you know? water. There, Completely, there is something like that, waterfall yeah. hunting yeah. and fishing. Yep. Uh, like I, I can't explain it. I'm it, definitely a water person too, but I'm an earth person. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be water. I, I just need to be in nature. So, period. like deer hunting to me is like the like. It's down the list for me, a hundred percent. Pull my teeth. I'd rather yeah, go. It's not uh, pull my teeth for me. I mean, I like I love bow hunting. And I, I love venison, so uh, I ate it too much growing up as a kid. But like Dude, you la- last water, weekend, if you're eating waterfall. So la- we had the conversation last weekend. I got really, really, really drunk on Friday night with my <laughs> my birth Don't mother, let you get really drunk on <laughs> and night. I got a problem. I get a I get a phone call in the middle of the conversation at the uh, of Hey, you want to come up to Little Falls and come shoot ducks? I'm like, Let's do it. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I get home 10 o'clock at night, load the truck with everything, just shove everything in and set my alarm clock and I go. I wake up at three. Those times you wake up in the morning, I'm like, F that. Yeah. I will stay in bed. I like duck hunting, but like Mm. some of the times he gets up in the morning, I'm like, nope. (laughs) I've I've driven a thousand miles in a weekend just to go shoot six ducks. That look kind of like a Kender's hoodie fabric. I was no, like, it's the HHO one. Okay, they're not. It's a great well, that's, why I, that's why I felt them like, nope, not thick enough to be I a Kender's whole like hopper. Yeah. On my arm or something. I'm like, what's no, going on? No, I was just like, so, I need to feel it. So last weekend, uh, get a message from my buddy Luke. He's like, let's go, let's go shoot geese. I'm like, fuck yeah, drunk as fuck. Load my truck. Yeah, like I took an Uber oh, home. I didn't. That no. was the night Roy called. That you. was the weekend before. Dude, we had a good hunt that time when, I called, when Andy came out. I I'm so pissed I God, missed that, that one. That was a good hunt. But I'm uh, glad we did that. Uh, I fucking load the truck. I drove up north. <laughs> Tina texted me. She's like, "You hung over this morning." I'm like, "I'm fucking dying." <laughs> we have that that morning. Uh, yeah, I and was like you woke up, and I'm like, "I don't feel bad for you." Yeah, I'm, I'm dying. I'm sitting in the water. I'm sitting in a boat on the water, and I'm watching. I'm watching the Mississippi just roll south, and I'm like, I'm dying, but I feel good because like everything is at peace. Water, and, yeah. Like it's quiet, and you hear that water trickle past. It's soothing. It's it is soothing. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I get that. But I got a lot. I mean, I lived in Arizona for a little bit, and so not a lot of water. Dry heat. In the desert. I mean, thankfully, I was there for, like, the cooler of the months. I was only there for, like, nine, ten months, and I missed, like, the hot. Like, I wasn't – I got there the tail end of August, Uh, so still pretty hot. Right. Um, Yeah. But we started to get into the – it was, like, right in the monsoon season when I got there. So even though it was hot, we'd get a rain shower, you know, like, almost every day. It would just rain, like, harder than you could even possibly imagine – but for like five minutes, like completely like downpour, can't see your hand in front of your face that hard of rain and then stops just as fast. Streets are flooding, everything you're like, Jesus Christ, what are we the hell are we going to do a half hour later? Bone dry. Like, this is so, the weirdest fucking thing ever. So I, I, I lived that for a year in Iraq and like walking through that shit is like walking through peanut butter. 
It's like it's the crazy. worst. It's crazy. The worst. But dry like that. Yeah. Like I, mean, I went hiking. So where, where we lived was Sierra Vista, Arizona, which is actually in the south um, east corner. Real close to Mexico. Real close. So you would think okay. like super you hot as finish fuck. that or – but they're actually, it's actually higher in elevation, like quite a bit than like Phoenix. So it doesn't get as hot there. Still gets plenty hot, but it doesn't get as hot. And there's the Huachuca Mountains, which are right there, which actually are snow capped all winter long. So the elevation is high enough that they have snow. Cool. So I was hiking up there one day, and I I learned what a cloudburst was, and I'd always heard about it. What is a cloudburst? So a cloudburst is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. So I'm hiking, and there was like, and the and the beginning of the day, it was just blue sky. Okay. And then, I don't know, maybe eight nine o'clock, there was like this little wisp of hint of a cloud at the very peak of this mountain. No big deal, right? This continues to grow. Doesn't so like here in Minnesota, we have weather systems that move through. Like, you look to the west, and there's dark sky. You're like, oh, it's going to rain soon. Right? Or even the day before, you see some high cirrus clouds, the leading front, and you're like, oh, either tonight or tomorrow, we've got some weather moving in. Down there, that doesn't matter. So I see this little wisp of cloud. It grows into a bigger cloud. It's just nice and white and poofy. Don't think anything of it. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It doesn't, it doesn't move, move on. It, it just, just like doesn't move. It's just there. right at the tip of this mountain. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, darker and darker and darker. I'm like, I think some rain might come out of that cloud. That's crazy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, pap, 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 like giant drops, like three like giant drops come down all kind of spread out. I'm like, Oh, yep, it's going <laughs> to, like, like, a sheet of water came down. It, it was the Unreal. most absurd like thing. instantly drenched. Instantly. <laughs> to the bone. I, I, uh, the shit, I could jump in the shower and not get that wet that fast. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Uh, it, it was unlike anything. You literally couldn't see your. If I stretched my hand out, I couldn't see my hand. It, it was, was raining, raining so that hard. And I'm like, well, Crazy. this hike's over. So I start wow. walking back down to my truck. It did that for no more than five minutes. Just the hardest rain you could possibly imagine for five minutes. And then just like, <sighs> trip, 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 done. I'm soaked though, yeah. you know. So I'm like, well, uh, head back to the well, car. I'll just lay out you know, in the sun just fucking, I should have oh, just, desert. I should have just hung out. Yeah, you probably would have been dry in five minutes. By the time I, by the time I got to my car, I was bone dry. <laughs> no way. Soaked to the bone. Because underwear, got so hot. socks, all of it drenched. Well, the air is itself is just so dry. Yeah. Right. It just saps the moisture right out of you. You know, the interesting thing about that is that sweat works down there. Like in Minnesota mm. here in the summertime when it's Doesn't hot work. and humid, sweat is pointless. just chokes you out. It yeah. just makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've literally had times where I, like, peeled the T-shirt off of my dad, my old man, in the yeah. summertime when we are painting houses and shit. It was just fucking You want to paint the rest no, of my house? No, no, please. Fuck, no, fuck please. No, no. I mean, God, I don't no. have that much. No. There's just no. like... We'll, 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 you're going to see... You know what the problem is? You're going to see that fucking lap right there. 
for the beginning of time. That was a terrible place to stop, and it's a terrible way you did it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. I don't give a shit. I'm t- where did we stop? What do you mean where, you, where yellow meets fucking gray? Uh, yeah, I'm going to just you're keep You're going to see that forever. Yeah, I'm going to keep painting tomorrow. Yeah, no, you're gonna he's see not going to see it. You're going to see it forever. You're going to see that see it. I don't you. care. I, I got lap. paint marks on Anyways. my fucking ceiling. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I want to talk about painting. I hate it. You Me too. The thing you, you the I'm actually good you at it. That's the good. problem. We'll because we'll in, in Minnesota, it, it's such a unique place that you just can't get other places. I got a good friend of mine that lives in Southern California, and he sends me like on Halloween a picture of his dash uh, readout, 103 degrees. Oh God! You know, and it's no, thank you. I don't know, whatever. Fuck it was. that. It was uh, 20, so 20, 20, 28, 28, 25, 28, whatever on Halloween, and um, the coffee beer is. Delicious. It, as much as I hate switching seasons, I'm pretty satisfied with our flight tonight. This has all been pretty. No, solid it has years. been good beer. Uh, as as much as I hate to switch seasons, I love. I love the change seasons. of seasons. I love the change of seasons. I do. I really love it. To be perfectly honest, as I a Minnesotan, I love wearing more clothes than less clothes. Agreed. Even though I've changed my lifestyle and my diet so that I maybe am more apt to be a less clothes person. Uh, <laughs> You're a svelte individual. <laughs> I like. I like. You like wearing. the Minnesota Cam Haynes. You you got you look a lot like Cam Haynes. I do like to wear a uh, light flannel. I like to wear bibs. I like to wear heavy sweatshirts. I'm not into the shirt off type thing. I'm a big fan of hoodies. I like big hoodies. fan. Good hoodies. If I never had to wear a legit T-shirt ever again in my life, I'd be okay with that. To me, sixty to sixty-five is like perf. Mm-hmm. Insulated jeans. <sighs> God damn. Best thing but, ever. Right? So, but back to, back to the Arizona experience. So I was bone dry. So like the first weekend I was there, the apartment I was uh, living in, I went down to, uh, they had a, like, you know, they have a courtyard or whatever. There's a basketball court. So I went and I played some ball. It's hot. It's 98 degrees. Whatever. I'm sweating my balls off. Didn't think anything of it. You know, I play balls in the morning. Still hot. <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. It's hot yeah, as balls. And, uh, you know, shoot some hoops or whatever, which I'm terrible at. Good exercise. So anyways, I'm, again, soaked to the bone. Like, my little, like, quarter block walk back to my apartment, I'm bone dry. I'm like, but the thing is, like, as you're sweating, as the sweat is evaporating, it's cooling you off. And so as a Minnesota boy in Arizona, I'm like, so this is what sweat is for. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> so, like, All right. So well, hang, shit, hang on. This shit hang actually on, works. Hang on. So it doesn't like no. stick to you like it I'm going to disagree with yeah. that. Well, that's okay. In, and, I, in Iraq? Yeah. Well, when it's 140. Dude, it, like, <laughs> I don't care how much your sweat's evaporating. It's going to be uncomfortable. It, it was terrible. Well, let's say it drops it by 20 degrees. All right. So well, can we say that the, let's just say for sake of argument that the evaporation of sweat reduces the overall ambient temperature by 20 degrees. So if it's 140, know, it's still really 120 <laughs> fucking very, degrees. Very the, that's hot. The hottest I saw was 140. And in one day, like the temperature swing that I saw, it went from a hundred to forty. Oh, what at the night, fuck? At, 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 at night, at night it would get really oh, shit. Cold. Will kill you, dude. <laughs> a sixty-degree swing. 
is That's not cool. it's it's <laughs> like yeah it's like still positive because i've gone from like, like a warm-blooded animal handle oh it's, it's fucking know. terrible like you'd sweat your ass off during the day or and like freeze and freeze your balls well, off you, hey. get, you get wet sweating and then next plus, you know, plus 40 freeze. fucking degrees that is plus up. military <laughs> clothing is the absolute fucking worst Fuck, what I'm, yes Worst. Degrees, no. I'm Military grid doesn't mean shit. After 140 degrees, a 100 degree swing, I'm cutting a tauntaun open and crawling inside that <laughs> Like, there's... See, you know, if if Patrick Olsen was here, he's a Star Wars yeah, nerd. Yeah, he's, he's, a, really he's a Star Wars nerd. We get really it. Yeah. Appreciated so, that, so, that reference. So, there's Veterans Way to go, Day. Tony, for your schedule. Yeah, I fucked, fucked up. I get it. I, get, I got it. Sorry. Veterans Day. To it, but I got it. Veterans Day was this past week, right? And, like, all my buddies are posting their pictures up. And, like, I'm, t- I'm talking with some of my buddies. And my buddy Shut posted a picture of uh, New Year's 2009 into 2010. Is that when you were wearing the... You guys were hunkered by, by the tea barrier, and you were in the glasses. Yeah, and you I was seriously look like you're probably twelve years old. Yeah, I look. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one you have like see. I was freezing my ass off. And uh, sixteen, I swear to God. Like we were getting shelled, and we shut and I are just like fuck it. We don't care anymore. If we die, we fucking die. <laughs> we're gonna smoke cigarettes here and just say Whatever. fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it, we're gonna die. And uh, <laughs> that night was fucking cold because it was, you know, fifty degrees. Jesus. And, like deserts are crazy like that. Yeah. But what was weird is so we're in the south side of Iraq, uh Basra, and like a south wind would blow up that coastal wind and you'd wake up and it'd be like hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen with 150% humidity. Oh, I'm not okay yeah, with that. Sh- yeah. You're, you're, you'd walk out of a room and your weapon would instantly if I'm start in the desert rusting. And oh it's God. fucking humid. I need to file a complaint. Yes. There are complaints to be made. And the VA doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you ever fuck with those camel spiders? Mm hmm. Dude, those things are badass. You know what's even more badass? No. What? You know what's, no, you know what's even more badass? The spiders. Desert foxes. Oh, those things are cool. Yeah. yeah. We fed them cute. pizza and, like, ribs, <laughs> and they have ears the size of fucking pizzas. Really? I was, yeah. I don't know where this story was going to go, but it was like, I was not expecting. We fed them pizzas. That's Dude, you're, you're three years old in that picture. <laughs> Let me see. You're literally three years old. You look like you're. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. I was just waiting to die. That That's point. so fucking Wait. hilarious, dude. You're like, desert foxes. We fed him pizza. Like yeah, and like onion rings and all sorts oh, of shit. He didn't listen, care. He kept listen, coming around. Tony, little. Tony came to us at Countryside Volkswagen, where I worked, from UTI, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, From a urinary tract infection? Yeah, yes. I, my sister's a nurse, so whenever I would That's talk so funny. to her about, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see Tony at UTI. So he, he went to like, tech school. Well, what is UTI? Uni- Universal Technical, Technical Institute. Yeah. Overpriced. Oh, they, they, need to, they need to change their name. Yeah. yeah. They they got, so got, he, got, he came to us from there. and do that. And Tony and I kind of, oh my God. of all the new guys Fucking that came hilarious. in with the same crowd that Tony was with within. Tony and I somehow clicked. And then, uh, 
Man, as soon as Fag. Nice. As soon as Tony said, I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go into the military, I was like, What are you doing? And then he's like, I'm going overseas and I was like, God damn it Because I knew Tony was a solid dude and I, I liked Tony a lot and I to be perfectly honest, I had a bad feeling. I'm like, Tony's that the Tillman type mm. where he's just gonna fucking fight and he's gonna fucking find the conflict and he's gonna fucking fight and I was I was nervous. That probably would have been me. So like nine eleven, um post nine eleven, I was really compelled to to join. And I didn't I didn't go into the military after high school. Uh, but after nine eleven, I got swept up. I got swept in the thing, and I was really torn because my 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 babies were little, mm. and it's the only thing that kept me from not joining uh, was my kids. So and I really and to this day, I st- I'm still I'm still conflicted about it. To be honest with you, I'm still conflicted about it. But I would totally have been that. Yeah. If I went in, it would have been like put me on the fucking front lines. Well, that's how that's fight. how I felt. Tony was. I when so, he went over there, I was really just have like, a choice though. I didn't have a choice. I mean, like where they like what you're where they place so, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. right so right, 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 right. I, I growing Better up, I job. I always wanted to be in the military. I like uh, my god damn it, you're gonna give me all my emotions and shit. Um, growing up, one of my dad's Sorry. best friends uh, was the mayor of North Branch, John Pinsnow. He's on my fridge still to I this day. He's still there. Um, well, it looks like uh, a he's, tree on a, a well, he's on the that's side. He's on the side. Oh, <laughs> that's my niece. John, John Pinsano. <laughs> John Pinsano was a Marine Corps vet. Uh, did some time in Desert Storm, Desert Shield. Uh, was a drill sergeant, and he worked for my dad. And uh, he's a very influential person in my life. He was a very balls the wall human being. I saw him do things that, like, no human should fucking do, period. And I was like, I want to be, always, this, growing up, I wanted to be him. Going through tech school, October 2004, uh, I got a phone call from my dad that uh, John had uh, been killed in oh, Baghdad. Fuck. and um, I remember when you called me. <laughs> My first fucking speeding ticket was to his funeral. Mm. Um, but he he was A cop not... gave you a ticket? Yeah. I was doing... So I fought it and I won. I was driving a 2003 S10. Maybe a 2001 S10. Whatever. Early 2000 S10. Uh, they clocked me at 115... Uh, oh, that's going a little fast. What? Yeah. S10? <laughs> yeah. That's like a world speed that's record. Yeah. Thought, like, it is impossible... For my that vehicle to go that fast, I was speeding definitely, but <laughs> maybe not quite tailwind. I can't do 115 miles an hour, um, so I fought and won. But that's besides the point. Checking for Did full you beers. Try that one? Sure. It's oh, so that's going to John the sixth of a four cool beer flight. John was John when John was influential in my life, and uh, I don't need any, but I'll take some. Economy cool slowed down. And that's why I joined again. Or I joined the military. I joined the Minnesota National Guard and did my six years with a nice tour in Iraq. And um, yeah, uh, 
I appreciate what I or I'm thankful for what I did. I We're do. thankful for what you did, man. Yeah, eh, for sure. Don't worry about that. Hey, there's people that did way more than I did. Well, listen, you put your ass on the line, and that's what matters. So here the, I am. The, the the moving parts of the the whole military machine, you know. And I hear that it's kind of like the ah, it's not the biggest buck, you know, the whole fucking yep. Glimmerveen fucking thing. You saying there's people that had it worse. I get what you're saying in the humility, and and it's it's admirable. But if there isn't the mechanic fixing a tank, for sure, then the guy yeah. piloting that tank and the guy shooting that gun can't get there. Everybody the over guy. there, right? Is, so every piece of the puzzle is important. Sure. Yeah. So don't downplay it. No, whatever I, role you had no was question. an important role. I, I will forever downplay it because I know there's people that had a lot worse than I did. Yeah, he would call when he was deployed and he would call me because it was like you had like Wednesdays off or something. So you would call me and he talked to me and he'd be like Hump so frustrated Hump that in the desert? That's anything. hilarious. Well, fucking I talked to him in the 18 months or whatever you were over there. I talked to him a couple times and he's like yeah, we got bombed last night, yeah. but <laughs> well, it wasn't that big a deal. It would come, it would come uh, like clockwork. Like, like they would you got do fucking it. bombed? He's like, yeah, it was like a couple hundred clicks <laughs> off of our fucking deal. And he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm just well, they would do July like 13th. Bullets. They would do it clock, like clockwork, though, like every Thursday. You would get rocketed. He was such a dick about it, though. He was like, no, stop, stop, good. We got Bob. I didn't get fucking hit. His superiors are telling him to downplay it to everybody, too. I'm sure. I got. I would go to the FRG meetings, and everybody would say, you know, any problems you're having, don't don't put that on your soldier. You know, my house got blown up. It's all right. July 2009, we lost three guys Wordish Wilcox and. Drevnik. Um that was a pretty terrible night. There were th- all three of them were MPs, right? Yeah, all three MPs and like I'll still live. Uh, it's like why am I still alive and they're dead? I neither here nor there. I remember when that happened. That was um scary. that was a that was a bad night and uh I remember like a couple days like not days, like hours. Um oh fuck. First sergeant, I can't remember his last name. Um, he wasn't a part of me. What there, like, wasn't my chain of command at all. And I'm sitting here, I was like, yeah, I should probably call my mom. And this guy, who's like, yeah, because it was, I felt like it was way like higher rank than I. He's like, anything. he looked at me and he was like, you haven't called your fucking mom? Hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? He chewed my ass out Weren't for like. You guys on blackout for a little while. Yeah, we're we're on blackout. I feel like it was like the next day. We didn't hear anything. Yeah, so basically, like, I got my ass chewed out because from somebody that was, I wasn't in the whole chain of command because I didn't call home after the fact and let everybody yeah. know I was like, okay. You, my mom, your mom and me are talking and I'm like, oh my God, like. Different war. I can't even take this. Like, because the names hadn't been released or anything. <laughs> and like. I'm next. We were both like freaking Hey, out. Dale. All we knew was three Dale? guys were dead. Dale. Tony. Next year? Yeah. Want to do something cool? Yes. Want to fish a tournament with me? Yes. The, uh... uh, Wait, wait. 
Is this walleye tournament? Uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> say yes. It, it's bass or walleye. No, say yes. <laughs> yes, I'm in. Whatever it is, I don't give a shit. So I can catch walleyes. I just don't. No, no, no. It, it. It's a so the there's a we call them gravel lizards. Yeah, gravel lizards. Marble yeah. eyes. Marble eyed carp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Drevnik's uh, parents, who I actually sounds fit, like a commie. Drevnik. I actually fished with uh, Drev- Drevnik's Uh-oh. uncle a couple of years ago, oh, and in the Bonnie well, Beach Walleye. They do a walleye tournament for him. That's right. So they do a multi-species bass or bass or walleye. Oh, we'll smoke them. Hello. Well, I just you do it too. we'll crush them. I want to do it. Let let them. Hello. Fish. I want to. I want to do it. Let them fish walleye. Hello. Crush them. Where's it at? Where's it at? It's rotating. <laughs> on? Rotating. Oh, the, this year it was the pool. <laughs> Three, pool four, what? Yeah, this year it was pool Ice? four. No, open oh, water. Um, last year was Alexandria area, Osakis, and I don't know, but I want to do it. Be- yeah. uh, not only because do you I- know where it's going to be this year. I have no idea. What date? It's usually you said June. pool three or pool four. Pool well, four. get the date. Alexandria. I'm in. Just like mark mark one. me down. I'm in. So, Whatever it is, I'm in. But my, you gotta give me the dates as soon as you know, so I can make my sure I block my it thing out. is is I want to do it not only because I'm a veteran, but uh, I served with the dude that died, and his parents are doing a fucking fantastic job of honoring him because all the money that's raised is going to getting guys and girls that are trying to become law enforcement officers through school. Nice. And uh, that's what Drevnik wanted to do once he got out of the military. I don't don't know how the whole family tree thing works. Um, My cousin's son. I don't know what that makes sense. So that's your second cousin. Second cousin? Mm -hmm. He got married this summer. Your cousin once I sang at his wedding. So he's a cop. You sang at his wedding? I sang at his wedding. You're a singer? I'm a singer. What did you sing at his wedding? Uh, we sang the was wedding. Was it Guns N' Roses song? The yeah. Wedding yeah. Prayer. Another one bites the dust by Queen. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Um, no, it's, the, it's I think it's it's a wedding prayer. It's the 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 fucking wedding song. I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. No, I sang it. I used to be in a band. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, a lot I of people don't, really don't peg you for a Me singer. too, bro. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Right. You sang too? Did you? Were you a singer? What? <clears throat> no, I played saxophone. Oh. Saxophone. Yeah. Dang, you would have been a hot commodity in the eighties. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get a lot of that. You and Bill, you and Bill Clinton. <laughs> I might have my play saxophone. Yeah, I play but, real mean. All right, so I got your saxophone. I got uh, been on the ice yet? Uh not yet, but we are planning it next weekend. I got my spud bar in the mail. Have spud, have spud, will travel. Can you yep. wait to like spud no. bar Thanksgiving? No. Like Why? I don't feel like it's been cold enough yet. On Pelican Fuck Lake, off, did you, you, you see the post that. on Facebook this week? Pelican Lake has seven inches. Yeah. It was last week. You can ride wheelers on that. They're safely. opening Red but Lake like, to public seven or I will like, be on Dam on Thanksgiving weekend. You have to learn how to read ice. We'll talk about that later. No, it's not. I'm confident. It's not I'm open. I am confident in my ability to Listen, read ice. Listen, Life jacket. Listen, it's no. like spotting. No. It is not a green light. What this season is right now is a spud bar season. Yes, a spud bar season. No matter what. Use it as a walking stick. Absolutely. Whatever season, whatever area you are in. You tap the ice. Take a step. That giant fucking bar with a pick 
because I lost mine last year yep. in a snowbank. You need couldn't two, find it. You need two solid chops with a ten pound spud bar that equals what three inches? Two I, solid chops through the ice. Safer than I am. I go like this. If it doesn't fall through on the first step, I'm, I'm just golden. walking. <laughs> I am Sorry, guys. golden. Two chops. <laughs> Two chops. Well, I, I literally like put it up, and I, I it, it's a little more than a free fall. I give it a little oomph. But if it doesn't go through, I know it can hold me. So, well, it can. Going. If it pops through, I back up, uh, and I find a different spot, and I keep well, going. I'm at you, least going to have the JT snares, my snare rods, because I don't like fucking tip-ups. I think they're dumb. You know what I started using last year and I really like? What's tip, that? Tip downs. Oh, mm. uh, the guys a from snare, Wisconsin. Snare would work good. The, the JT snare would work fucking phenomenal for that. Um, uh, but tip downs I really liked. Uh, Never used the one. flag. It's still kind of the same. It's a flag system. You know, you, you put it there. The, the, the tip of the rod is going to be The rod is on the tip down. Yep, it's just on a balance point. Um, it's just, yeah, it's like a rod holder. It holds your rod tip up, and there's a flag. That you yep. that goes on the thing, and then when a fi- you set your drag really light, so then when a fish grabs it, it's enough to pull the rod down, which makes the flag pop up just yep. like a normal tip up would. Yep. And then the the fish is just able to run because you have the drag set really light. So you see, you're like, oh shit, the rod tips down, yep. the flag's up. You run over there, you know, you pick up, you can grab the rod out of the holder, and it's yep. just. You have the drag set so light that the fish doesn't feel anything. It's just. Yep. We're talking ice fishing, by the way, ice for fishing, all those yeah, people yeah. that and then don't you, you know slowly, that shit. You slowly crank that drag back down and set the hook, and you're on. I used that last year. I was really hesitant about it. Um, but I used Mama Lax, and I cut a 43 inch northern on it. I was like, wow. how is this going to work with if a really? really big fish takes it? I felt like it was going to pull it right out of the holder. Yeah. That's it it worked. And just take it right It out. worked beautifully. Wow. The thing went down. The drag was just screaming. I went over. I kind of let it pause. You know, when it kind of s- slowed down, that's when I cranked it up and set the hook. Yeah. And I was like, no, oh, good. shit. Yeah. The, the introduction to my to, uh, in my little intro to the show where you hear that drag screaming, and I go, oh, yeah. this is a good one. That's the audio from that fish. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like, yeah, that's, that's bad. I, I, bought a couple, I bought a snare rod last year from oh, JT Snare. I bought another one this year. Yeah, those things aren't cheap, but they're awesome. Yeah, they're so much. Fuck bobber rods. Yeah, they're Or great. fuck bobbers. Yeah, well, bobbers. And, who uses fucking bobbers? Why? It, your rod just goes like this. But, yeah. so... I like got, to watch a bobber go down. There's something about the satisfaction of that bobber sinking. Under I like I like watching certain, <laughs> so certain pretty things easy. go down too, but it isn't a bobber. The, the, guy, the guys in my family, so we always take a uh, uh, guy's trip in the in the winter. We'll we'll go to a resort. We're going to fish their day houses. We're not going to do any fucking work. We're going to drink beer, and we're going to go fish their houses, and that's <laughs> it. like fishing should be. Fishing. Yes. We're going to drink beer, and we're going to fish. That's how I got my first... Ticket, DNR wise. <clears throat> oh, fun, fun yeah. times. I'll tell you that. Tell that story. Are we gonna keep this? We're over three hours. You want to keep going? I, I, whatever you want to do. Well, I gotta piss, so take a I'm piss. I'm either gonna run or we can wrap it up. Whatever you want to do. You guys want to keep talking? You keep can drink whatever. Out? I got more beer in me. I don't care. I think that means you want to keep talking. <laughs> All right, carry on as you were. All right. So, so wigwam. Wit- we're talking about wigwam. No, uh, this past year we went up to uh, Winnemagosh, oh. right, and we Where'd stayed stay? on the west side. Um, God, 
goodness gracious. Great resort. Great family that I runs it. Um, Nodak. It was a new place. No, not Nodak. I can't think. Uh, I'll think of it eventually. But we get to these houses, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good to go. And it's basically where the Mississippi comes into Wigwam or into yeah. Winnebogosh. Yep. And we're in like eight feet of water. I'm like, what the fuck? Because, mm-hmm. you know, at that time of year, it was like super cold. Yep. Should be a lot deeper. Yep. But uh, I had my snare rod set up and I was jigging on the other rod and we're catching perch that were, they were decent perch, cleaner perch, probably yep. eights, nines, whatever, fatties. And uh, we're sitting there as my dad. My cousin, myself, and my uncle in this house. And all of a sudden, so have you ever used a snare rod before? No. So it's got a, a specific rod holder where it's it holds it, the reels, like. Yeah, it's almost like. This is terrible for a podcast. No, so, I understand, though. It's setting up on a, on a on a snare setup where your rod is like sitting in a holder. Hold, yeah. Yep. And it's pre-tensioned. Yep. Right? Almost kind of like a downrigger. Right? Yes. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and I'm jigging, 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 and my snare rod just starts, whoosh, bends over, and just starts pulling drag like no tomorrow, because the reels I have, I run bait feeder reels, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yep. oh, boy, mm-hmm. I got a big fucking fish. With the snare rods, you don't set the hook. You literally just pull close, the rod out of the rope, close the bail. And lift. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Reel it in, 22-inch walleye. Sadly, I had to let her go. Mm, of course. Then, set it back down, set her all back up. 35 minutes later, 21 and three-quarter inch walleye. Mm-hmm. All over again. And then a fuckload of northerns. Well, they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. They fight northerns like a son of a bitch. Fun, but that's one fish. Like, I'll take any fish off the hook. But northerns are one fish I will not. Like, I'd rather cut my life. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They're so slimy. We talked earlier about pelicans. They stink so bad. Yeah. Uh, You know, so we we have a family. (laughs) We have a family trip that we do up there. And this year on pelican. Yes. So, yeah, so we're on pelican. And it's. uh, Where at? You know, it's my sister's family. It's my family. It's my and my mom. And we're doing a fish fry. We're playing a fish fry. And so we're trying to accumulate enough cleaner walleyes or perch or sunfish Just or whatever. Just go catch some 13-inch bass, dude. And we did some of that. They're great for fish fries. We did some of that. Yep. And so Just we had a, a multi-species yeah. deal. Oh. And, the you know, the kids are not super adapt to fishing, you know, what, what a good walleye is. And what yeah. A good bass right, right, is right, sort right, of. Right. So they catch a 20-inch bass. Pike and they're like, dude, you're the longest fish I've ever seen. And <laughs> yeah, that yeah. thing's awesome. And it'll feed all of us. I yeah, yeah. Feed, I keep this one. That slimy bony fucker. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm YouTubing like, oh my god, how do I clean these pike? Because oh, the kids want to keep them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They want to eat it. They want to feed the family because we're going to do it this fish right. And it you know, is. I can actually clean. You know pike what? I did. Up. I YouTubed the best way. And there's this five fillet method. Yep. Have you have you used that? It's really neat. So if you have a fish over like 25 inches, um, you make this cut down the the back. The back. Like let's say from yep. if you have the fish sitting vertically on the right cleaning table. Head, right down behind the, the head, straight down the spine. 
right down the top of the yeah, spine. It's, it's almost like a, a tenderloin cut. Yep. Or back strap. Back strap cut. Yep. And then you make a cut behind the rear, um, I guess it would be pectoral, pectoral fin. So it's like a very small, almost like a sunfish type fillet mm-hmm. on each side. So mm-hmm. that's uh, two, three. And then there's uh, two fillets that go down the side that are between the pectoral fin and the rear pectoral fin. Or what would be the front the fin? caudal? Do you not go caudal. down all the way to the rib cage? Correct. You don't even yeah, touch any of those Y bones because that's yeah. where that's yeah. where the bones come. Yeah. So a fish smaller than twenty five inches doesn't really apply because their bones are so small. Because there's nothing so there. Tiny. So when yeah. you fillet down the side, you're filleting between the Y bones and outside. Right. And so the fillet is like half as thick as you think it would normally be because you would normally. Run the fillet the from the, the gut cavity through the all the way cage. to the rib cage, right. and then but then you have all the Y bones in that fillet. Right. So you're filleting on the outside of that, yeah. and it's super freaking slick. Yeah, I just. And I that just, by the way, is uh, super clean. I just cut the Y bones. Not a single bone. While our northern tastes better, and while I change my mind. All right. Well, get the hell out. No. Better. Yeah. No, it I, doesn't taste better. Yes, it does. Listen, here's the Listen, thing. It actually has a taste. Well, I'll, I'll actually agree with you there. It does have a flavor, which right. walleye does. Walleye, walleye there's no taste to it. completely benign. It it, there's like nothing anything. to it. No, it I and think perch is the best tasting Because you always eat walleye. Perch tastes really good. Uh, perch tastes amazing. I think perch is the best. See, even that, I'm sorry. But even any freshwater fish you catch, unless that fucking thing is a salmon or a trout, doesn't have flavor. And Northern's you know got a taste. I'm gonna totally, I'm totally gonna side with Dale. I think they're all kind of very similar, and the, very the majority similar. of the flavor is in the how you prepare it. You might have mm. picked up some subtle differences between like a crappie, maybe a crappie slightly sweeter than. Uh, but Brett, a crappie, Brett, whatever. Oh, totally they're all oh, good. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, oh, oh. you bred them fucking with, things, and you fry them up. Red, Shit, I'll eat everything from walleye, pike, crappie, perch, sunfish, fish, rock though, bass. It's all the same. The She's an actual cook, so baker, well, like do, by it, trade. It doesn't. It doesn't give me any more. You hold like, I, your Vion recipes are like ah oh, fucking a. I think with freshwater fish, what it comes down to is not necessarily taste, but texture. There's, I yes. think there's a textures. huge difference in texture with yes. between perch Some, and crappies. Well, and, and even that can be just the size of the fish. Like, exactly. And well, I, don't, I don't know that walleye war, and perch really taste. Warm, yep. Is a cold. Yep. I don't know that walleye and perch generally taste that different. But when you catch a 17-inch walleye, the fillet is thicker yeah. than a 10-inch perch. Yeah. So the texture is good. you're getting more of a meteor, yeah. right. whatever that whatever that flavor yeah. is or whatever that thing is, you're getting more of it per bite yeah. than when you fry up a ten inch perch that's mostly breading. Yeah. yeah, any walleye, any walleye out of red tastes better than any walleye anywhere else. I don't care, inch for inch, pound weird, for pound. Dude. You must be a you must be a connoisseur because I, I I don't know what it is. There's something about that muddy fucking body of water. It's not muddy. It's sandy as fuck. Well, no, it's mud. Red? It's sand. Yeah, it's all it's sand. mud. It's all muck. <laughs> it's mucky. It sh- whatever. It's a shitty pond. I've had. Uh, listen, I, I I'm not like a pro, but I I've caught a lot of fucking walleyes in my life. And the only 
time I've ever been able to discern the taste of a walleye is out of this lake, very local, and it's a mud hole, and we Rum River. <laughs> Let me tell you, the, the walleyes that I've caught out of the rum taste like this God damn water. victory. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those walleyes taste like victory. The, there's this little lake in uh, Champlain. God, such good smallmouth in that river. Oh, well, there you is. Your time on walleyes. Oh, hey, God, no. stop we giving cities away. There's this, there's this other city close by <laughs> where we caught walleyes. There was a good walleye bite in this Minocqua, Wisconsin. And yeah, it was in Ashland. On the Black uh, River. So we caught these. We caught a, We got two limits. Me and my buddy were out one night. We caught two limits throwing uh, small grapplers. And those fish tasted like mud. You know, like, as a school kid, you're at this bus stop, and there's this little mud puddle, and you're a dickhead school kid, and you're splashing in the puddle, mm. and you get some of that... In your mouth? In your mouth, and you smell that and taste that dirt. That's what those water I had that with. I had that with... That was the only time... Listen, sound appetizing to no, me it's no. fucking caught, terrible. I caught one of the biggest... It was the only time well, I've ever had a fish taste... Not like a fish. This is a childhood memory, so, you know, memories are fucking weird. But at that time, one of the biggest bluegills I've ever caught, and it was on the Artatel River. We are doing a little float in the Artatel. And this thing was a fucking pie plate. It was huge. And it's a bluegill, right? Keep it clean yeah. up. That was, like you said, one of the muddiest tasting fish I've ever eaten. Mm, and yeah. that was a sunfish. Mm, yeah. You know, it was hot that year, though. The uh, water levels were down. The current was really slow. Yeah. And for, I, for whatever, I don't know what any of that all, I don't know what any of those factors have to do with what that fish tastes like, but I'm just telling you, we ate that fish and it was not good. Mm-hmm. So let, let me ask you this. Have, have you done much with the whole green thing? Like I'm I'm looking through some I've shit. I've fast fished green. Oh. I, I, I won on green last year. I got a tanker that I have to show you. Uh, my dad and I, uh, God, this is, I will, I will. Oh, the bat. How about the bass I caught out there in the yeah. channel the one time? Yeah. So there's a fish that my dad, when my dad dies, I will remember this forever. Uh, we spent like three days on Leech Lake just taking fucking zeros after zeros Oof. after zeros. Just. We found some really nice crappies. Just couldn't find walleyes. We found a couple perch that were well, really nice. Zeros. Well, it, like when you're trying to target a walleye and whatever. To me, it, it's supposed spending time with my dad. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Well, dad has a lake place on uh, Green Lake, and last day we're like, well, we're done. Let's go spend the last night on green and get drunk and catch try and see if we can catch some fish well i caught the only walleye of the old whole five days uh five day trip on green lake pro tip there's walleye in that lake on the hump there is no no No. not on the hump (laughs) not on the hump nah here's a bass i caught on green that's a good one. You gotta hide your hands, chick. I, like this that, was that thing I looks like we had a just gotten engaged, <laughs> and I wanted to show off my face. My, <laughs> oh, my ring. So we we you went know? to my dad's crappie hole. I caught which, that in a kayak. That's the fun. thing reeled me in. That's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> so Biggest we fish I we went out at that point. 
and this was early June. We went out uh, out to my dad's uh, crappie spot, and I I can put anybody there anytime. Early fall, early spring, early That's summer. A hot crappie spot. Then they're probably still there in the winter. Yeah, great time. I know where it is. I'm gonna need to know that spot. Yeah, because we'll, we have a tournament. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Anyway, uh, we're sitting there and we're fishing. We're fishing and like we can see bottom, and I see this bass. This thing. God, this coffee stout is good. It's right? Just, like, it's fucking good coffee, dude. This it's is so good. It wakes you up a little bit. Jesus, that's good. The so, smell, like you get the right as I drink it, it the fucking smell beer. goes right up your nose. The <laughs> tongue doesn't disappoint. <laughs> Oh wait, who? Wait, where? Who? This is. Sorry, we need to shout this out again. Javatized coffee stout from Lupulin Brewing in, in Big, Big Lake. Lake, Minnesota. Uh so we went to a spot, and at that time the bass were sitting on the beds. We we're crappie fishing. He's pounding this tiny ass fucking jig. Do we have any of these unopened? What do you need? <laughs> well, I want to. I want to get some to my daughter. She loves coffee. She loves coffee styles. So. No, I think we, I think we, I think we drank them all. all. Okay, well, <laughs> One, two, I'll just three, have to go. Four, sure. Road trip, daughter. Let's go. Let's go to Big Lake. It's not oh. that far. Uh, give me some mullet. Fashion mullet. Some fashion mullet. Yes. Uh, so I casted at this fish using like a fucking tiny ass little jig. Fuck it. Set the hook. I miss. Or like I hit it and he let go and gone. Bass went back to it. He cast at it, caught it, missed. And his former coworker, Michael Boner. <laughs> in Boner. Boner. Uh he he caught hard name to pronounce. Uh caught Sorry. and missed. And then my dad finally laced into the thing and we hauled it in. And I swear to God, it's the biggest bass I've ever seen in Minnesota. Fuck, that thing was huge. How big was it? I, I don't know. It was fucking giant. I, scale, no nope, tape, no nothing. nothing. Come on, man. My dad's a rookie when it comes to this shit. I was fishing out of his boat. So, so I you don't... You could take a scratch on the side of the boat or the seat or something I, so you it, measure it, it later. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, it was pushing 21... Okay, that's a solid fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gut on it was just giant. And the only thing I, I, I truly appreciate and will ever remember is the whole I hooked into it, dad caught Yeah, I kept missing it. Yeah, everybody caught it. it. Yeah, everybody cool. caught it, and dad landed it. That's cool. But it's back in the lake somewhere. I was that was a that was a very satisfying win for me yeah. with Loon State Bassmasters winning green. Hey, I got there late by just like five minutes because I showed up to the as our scheduling issues that we've covered earlier yeah. aren't the greatest. Yeah. Um, so Patrick. my club, my club, what the hell, does, Patrick? Does uh, we have six events, but we only do three weekends. So Saturday we do one lake, and then Sunday we do a different lake. Usually in the same area, so we're not traveling all over the the state. So, last year, the lakes were Blue Lake and Green Lake, which aren't that far apart. Nope. Saturday rolls around. I knew something was amiss as I pulled in to the landing at Blue Lake, and I was the only vehicle there. (laughs) Oops. Oh, shit. It's on green, isn't it? (laughs) 
What's that far? Um, I'll be there, but don't wait for me. Go ahead and take off. Because I knew I wasn't going to get there after 7. You know, it's like, shit. I'm pulling into landing just as I see, like, them coming off of plane and starting to fish at where they're going to That landing on green is a bitch. It's not, not that bad, really. It, it gets so fucking overfull. Well, it's super shallow. Yeah, because you get the, the get the prop wash yeah. trench, and then it's super yeah. shallow it for a long ways. Uh, it's not that bad, though. Um, to my astoundment, the place that I did the best pre-fishing, nobody was on. What? I fucking went straight there. It's uh, a tree that overhangs the water in, like, no water. Like, it's it's a foot deep. Like, literally, it's a foot deep. Is it the south side? Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh, so the same side my parents are on. And I I skipped my Senko underneath there and the south side. proceeded to just mm-hmm. cross eyes. Uh, really? Yeah, I pulled, like, three, four, five, maybe five fish out of there. Huh. Good ones. I mean, I got. I had three solid fish on live well in the first fifteen minutes. So my my parents have had a cabin on there since ninety one. They're on the east side though. They're on the landing side. East side. That's north. North side. The landing's on the north side. I don't know. They're on the east side. That's where the chan. That's where the the like. The little creek or the creek's comes like out of? just that way from their cabin, and the landing's like that way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I. I don't I, think they're like, I whatever. My, I caught so my first one. across the lake from the landing is where your tree was. Yes, yeah, I the old. I know that tree. The, yeah, I think everybody knows that that has ever fished that lake knows that tree because it got hit. Uh, everybody hit that tree at some point in time, and, and after the at the at weigh in, we all talked, and everybody caught fish off it. Like it's crazy how that tree would recharge. I think I caught a big bass off really? that one. Yeah, too. like it would just like you that left it alone for a little one. bit, and it would just recharge. So huh. we'd always go underneath the bridge with the kayaks. Yeah, that's into a spot. the backwaters. Those backwaters. That was that was It doesn't do me any like, good unless my nice. ranger. Can my ranger front of that? No, no. Like, there were times oh, in the kayak, like you had to just like good. lean back and walk yourself oh, wow. through. It, <laughs> I, was so I, I went over underneath the bridge, Whoops. but uh, we caught some big fish back yeah, there. But I caught. I mean, I, then I caught a couple decent ones off a, a dock too. But I had. I knew I had a solid bag. The only fish I have hanging on the wall, which is at the cabin, her parents' place, is off of Green Lake. I was six years old, so you know where the inlet is on the north side to the – goes into the rum. Yes. Yeah, that bridge there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad and I were pulling crankbaits, and I was a frustrated – or Pulling. not a frustrated – I was, means you were trolling. I was pulling. <laughs> I was. It was an, on an ultralight rod with a hot and tot. What the shit? Yeah, I I was that you kid that, that like. Creation. This is what I wanted. This is what I'm pulling. <laughs> this is what we're doing. And uh, <laughs> I I was pulling it and it's like, Dad, I'm I'm hook. The old snagfish. I snagged a fish. Yeah, they recreated no. it this year because he took his dad out on a launch. That's a good So that's him here. at six with his dad. That's a fishy cop mm-hmm. that's mounted. And that's a wall. Look at that. And then they recreated the photo. Oh, wow, cute. So cute. Aww. I love my dad. Precious. Never cute. Precious. He's awesome. So precious. Because wasn't it the exact, pretty much the exact same size? It looks pretty similar. Got? It was the same size. It looks pretty similar. 
I mean, your head's a lot bigger. (laughs) (laughs) So the fish looks smaller. (laughs) Yikes. I mean, come on now. Let's not go dirty. I live live there. That head. That's where I I live. That's where I live. That's you. That's not me. That speaks on you now. You have to to adapt. (laughs) What's what's fun. So you both have kids, correct? Yes. I guess I don't know, but I do. do. (laughs) Newsflash, they're not Brady's kids. Oh, they look a lot like me. (laughs) Maury says, "Well, I know his son is born on my birthday. Yep, September 29th. Look a lot like me, so I'm pretty sure they're mine." Wait, (laughs) that's fucking weird. Just the way Tony asked it, I was like, "I held a picture of my high school graduation picture up next to my daughter's smirk face." She's like, "I don't look at you now." And I was like, oh, yeah. And I pulled up a picture of my high school graduation <laughs> picture. And I held it up to – took a picture of her face and I held it up. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we're pretty much identical. Oh, so there's, there's, she's, <laughs> what, 13? Fourteen? Fifteen. Oh, Jesus. I just bought her a car, for Christ's sake. Jesus. No with my you know, kids. Two days. minutes ago, she was like two. And now I oh, bought God, her a car. Oh, God, isn't that something? Yeah, man. My daughter's 21. Oh, She's buying God. her first house. Oh, for the Jesus. love of God. That's crazy. In North Minneapolis. At 21, that's pretty impressive, though. No kidding. There's 21? not a lot of 21-year-olds that want to are ready to buy houses. Well, that's pretty impressive. Um, She's a realtor. I won't get too much into her, her personal life, but um, she was looking at renting some you know, to, at renting. And there's nothing just wrong with rooms. that. Yep. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Just renting rooms. But she was looking at like seven to 900 bucks. And so she was telling me, I'm like, have you looked into buying? Yeah. Because I was like, you might be able to find something. Yeah. Honestly, like, like if you're for looking that, for a I'm townhouse like, for that monthly or a condo or price, I'm like, come on. And rent the room out for 900 bucks. But she wants to be in the cities. I'm like, well, prices are higher. So I just like I literally like pull up realtor.com on my fucking phone. Oh, realtor.com. I look in. I'm just telling you, like I wasn't even really looking, looking. I find this little tiny house, cute as fuck. Everything's been updated, like, and I'm like, well, here's one here. And she was like, oh my god, that's the house she's buying. Yep. Wow. How's that plumbing? It was just depending in, on it was where just you want to go. Like a magazine or something, like the smallest house for sale in the Twin Cities. It's super tiny, yep. but for her, it's got a big fenced-in yard for her and her dog. Like it's fucking perfect. perfect. Depending now on it's where in you North Minneapolis, be, yeah, which I we mean. were a little apprehensive about, but North Minneapolis and spots, it really is block by block. It's getting it's getting oh, there's a lot of gentrification going on. Yep. And, you know, for better or for worse, whatever your fucking opinion is on that. Um but there's some it really is block by block. And this block seems to be a good block. So the last time it was bought was two years ago for like sixty five thousand dollars. And it's listed for one nineteen. I think she's making it. Uh, they counter offered, and then uh, one fifteen. I think she's buying it for one fifteen. Perfect. Um, Good for her. Yeah, it's great. Like everything's been redone because obviously it's a flip. If they bought it two years ago for yeah, sixty yeah. whatever thousand, it was a shithole, and they fixed it up. Did and they're, she do and an they're inspection? It. Yep, they just Good. just had inspection Good. like two days ago. Plumbing. Everything was great. Everything well, an inspector passed. Will look at. Yep. Everything, everything plumbing is the big the thing in Minneapolis. Plumbing. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything seems to be on the up and up. So, is it a single family home? 
Yeah, it's like a one-bedroom home. Like so it's, it's not. But it's, it's a no. postage stamp. It's four hundred and some. But it's not in feet. like oh an God. HOA or anything. It doesn't have a homeowners association. No, 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 because the wife got on me about St. North Minneapolis. I'm like, I didn't mean to tell her, like, you need to buy because you're wasting money. I was like, it's better than just throwing your – I said it's better than just throwing you your know, money she... away on rent because you're building equity. I didn't yep. mean, like, I was pushing her to buy. Right. I was like, just open your mind to a right. different if, possibility. If that's, if, yeah. if that's the if area the right she wants to be – Shows up. Uh, she's 21. 21. So She'll be 22 in the end of January. North Minneapolis. Uh, Uber ride to downtown Minneapolis from there is like, what, 10 bucks? Uh, just going to assume she likes she's, to party. She likes to well, fucking drink. just getting into that yet. The yeah. biggest problem I think that that age demographic so she's fucking has smart. with buying yeah. houses isn't necessarily is the cost versus rent because, honestly, cost of – a mortgage versus rent right now, depending on where you want to be, is not that big of a difference. Well, and I told it's her too, you, have, you also have to factor in nobody's paying your utilities. Exactly. Or cut like whatever your fucking your mortgage, grass. Well, whatever your mortgage is, you got to add but a couple hundred bucks for water and power and satellite or whatever, the internet, yeah. whatever the fuck you want in there. Like, that's all you have to add that in there. Yes. Mortgage insurance, like, whatever they tell you your mortgage is going to be. After you sign those right. papers, it's going to be more than that. Uh, pro tip, don't move to Andover. <laughs> pro tip, pro seriously. Tip. Because the mayor will want to screw you over well, six ways from Sunday. Yeah. Our, our mortgage, because of taxes, went from $900 when we moved here seven years ago to... In like a year, it went like up $100. No, we're... Did at, the property uh, value go up that much? No. Or just taxes? taxes. Just taxes. Yeah. Because we're building a twenty-two million dollar hockey arena. Oh, you this is a whole it, other subject. It's for the that... children, bro. <sighs> it's for the children. <laughs> You're gonna get an angry Tony. See, I don't have. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just going a little uh, right here. I don't have much sympathy for hockey parents because uh, I. I was a figure skater. I figure skated for ten years. I fought. I had to have ice time. I woke up at. Five o'clock in the morning on Wednesdays to go to ice time at six o'clock in the morning before school. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for ice time because I fought it myself. Yeah, it's growing it's, up, it's but whatever. Uh, you can saw, send all your Andover hockey hate to <laughs> Tony <laughs> Tessing or Anthony Tessing. I don't care don't get because me wrong. I love hockey. I love watching oh, it. Love I think it, it's a but great sport. But like, why do I? I don't want to pay twenty two million. Why do I have million. to pay for your kid to play hockey? Twenty two million dollars. By the way, my kids, when we have kids, won't play hockey. No, they'll play <laughs> hockey if they want they to. They will be ballerinas. Yeah. But guess what? Guess where they're going? <laughs> They'll probably cry like their old man. <laughs> they're going to Anoka, not Andover. Yeah. Yeah, so we pay we pay Andover taxes, but our kids would go to Anoka if we were living right here. Oh, really? Yep, we're in Anoka School District. Son of a bitch. We're on the well, We're on the my, white trash well, side sister, of Andover. My sister lives in Andover, just know. north. Is there a different side? No. There's the We're, white collar no and the white, white trash. trash or white trashier. We're in the older part of. We're in the old part of Andover. We're in Anoka. But my sister lives in Andover, just up the road, um, and her kids are actually in the St. Francis School District. Nobody. 
and they still pay it. Does not from the Twin Cities area have any idea what the fuck we're talking about. They're pretty blended out here. We're the same. We all live in the same city, but there's like three different, like, we go to this school, they go to that school. Like, it's different. It's different schools. Like, just because you live in the city. Let's put it this way. I will never live in another state, period. As Fucked up as this state is. Yeah, if you like bit. high taxes, this is the spot. I would for There's so many options, minute. though, man. Yeah, no, we have, as I, far I, as outdoor stuff goes, it's, I, it's, I pay to play. I want to yeah. be opposed to getting my license down in Arizona and spending. Nope, too fucking hot. You don't fuck off. Fuck Arizona. <laughs> fuck Listen, off. I've been there. I, I, honestly, I Just do like the like desert. A months. Texas? All right. Maybe. My mom and dad are thinking about getting uh, a place in like Texas. Shooting ducks in Texas? Come on. Everything's pay to play there, dude. There's no public land in Texas. That's true. Good there's point. Like, there's Alaska. Like, Alaska. There's like one percent public land in, in Texas. We're going Florida? to Alaska. What about Florida? Florida. 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 There's not a ton of public land in Florida either. Uh, and then you'd be, I'd be the dude that's like, and that's like, hot and humid. It'd be, which like, is what Texas is. But well, it's nice Eastern in the winter. Texas, There's times. I'm, no, every Florida time I've gone like, is in the, when it's winter and it's like very comfortable there. My name would be in the newspaper like all the time. Why? <laughs> Just don't be a dumbass. Flor- Florida man. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. <laughs> no. You married him. You know what you got <laughs> into. I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I enjoy Minnesota. I love I do. Like you're saying, I like the seasons. I like the change. Dude, um, fuck yeah. It makes you appreciate each season more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I honestly like it cold. Like, I'm not, I'm, I seriously like cold weather. Fall I like bundling is probably up. my favorite. I like, yeah. I mean, 10 below zero with no wind. You know who's hole hopping? This guy. I got something for you. <laughs> I, I have a personal Shaq, win for you, Dale. Fucking Shaq. Yeah, you bet. I'm out and I'm, I'm moving. I got a personal win for you. Okay. So, a uh, while back, uh, like I've gotten in, into this whole waterfall thing mm-hmm. and been diving deep and been very dependent. <laughs> been very dependent on other people, mm-hmm. and I'm so appreciative of those that are willing to take me. Like, if I had more room, I would invite you tomorrow. Just, just. Anytime, just if you we got have a spot. to do so he can't go anywhere tomorrow. Fuck. Don't listen to her. <laughs> I'm half tempted to, to not go just so that he can go. No. We're going to smash, so, smash Golden Eyes tomorrow. It's going to be outstanding. So, uh, well, I hope we're going to. A couple die. weeks ago, uh, went up to the in laws cabin. And, like, I, I have that Onyx Hunt app mm-hmm. thing. And I, I knew where this place was. And is this the kayak, the kayak story? Yeah. Oh my God, this amazing story. Keep going. Oh God. So I went up to the in-laws cabin and I'm like, she's like, can I come with you? And I'm like, well, you don't have a small games license. You don't have all this shit. And Which, it's whose fault is that? Cause you could have bought the married one. Like the- well, no, I bought the married one, but yeah. you only get one small game. So yeah. I took the small game. The other one on top. Well, nonetheless, uh, so get up to the cabin just and don't put it on me. just don't put it on me. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to check this shit out. I knew it was a long walk I threw my, I threw the waders in the truck. I took the gun in the truck to the shells in the truck. That's it. Fucking jump in the truck, wake up four o'clock in the morning. I hiked my fucking ass 
mile and a half through some fucking bullshit. <laughs> through some straight up fucking bullshit to get to a swamp. And I sit down and I'm like, all right, I got no calls, no decoys, no nothing. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, smoke a couple I cigarettes. That's a small body of water. Very small body okay, of water. You might be out, you might not need those other things. Yeah. I had no idea what I was getting into, but I wanted to take a chance because I wanted to fucking kill a duck on my own own accord. I get that. I, I want that fucking Hey. I took the challenge, I accepted it, whatever. So I'm sitting on this fucking tree log in what I thought was the main swamp. And I'm looking at my phone, and I'm like, all right, 6 o'clock, dark as shit, I can't fucking see water. I'm like, hmm, something's weird. (laughs) So I look at the map again, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to keep walking. Well, I was on the edge of it, it was on a floating bog. Oh, shit. So I walk another 50 yards over floating bog. I'm like, oh, now I see floating water because there's trees. And there's, like, there's water where I was sitting. And I was in the middle of fucking trees. Wood duck heaven. And I sit down. I'm like, all right, this is where it's going to be. I'm going to shoot something or not. <laughs> and as soon as I'm thinking this, I, I watch a flock of wood ducks come down on the water. I'm like, oh, boy, shit's going to happen. They hit the water, and they start swimming. I'm like, I start debating in my head, what the hell do I What the hell do? I do? do I get up and try and sneak on them or just let them swim? Because they landed 30, 40 yards from me and started swimming towards me. Well, that's a good scenario. Yeah. Started swimming towards me, and there's a point with with a not a pine tree. What what's that tree that's like a pine? Cedar, tamarack, cedar, cedar. tamarack, whatever. And it's like they came around that point, and a hen saw me as I was sitting in the bank. I'm like, ah, fuck. Rooster, a drake. Got start flapping his wings. I had one shot, pulled the trigger, hit him in the back, dead as fuck. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, hmm, how am I going to get this damn duck? <laughs> this is where it gets fucking interesting, right? So, might have want to thought about that. Yeah. So, how am I going to get this thing? I first, like, sit down on the edge of the bank and uh, put my legs in the water. And I can't touch bottom. I'm like, with waders. I'm like, <clears throat> go grab a branch that was 15, 16 feet tall. Still can't fucking touch bottom. And uh, <laughs> so then I called my father-in-law. I was like, hey, you know anybody that's got a kayak anywhere? And what time in the morning was this? Uh, Six for- o'clock in the morning when I called him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, so do, so and so and so and so has got him. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, great. So <laughs> I hang up with him and uh, I call Olivia Anderson, who's on the other side of the lake. Other from side us. of the lake, like basically ten miles away from where I am. I'm like, hey, you guys got a kayak? And he's like, yeah, for out front, I'll get it for you. So I hike my ass out. 
a mile and a half because he can't drive a truck or can't drive anything, mm-hmm. four-wheeler, whatever, back there. And uh, drove my ass over there, grabbed it with the truck, threw it in the side-by-side, hiked my ass back in with a kayak and a shotgun. One duck. One duck. Yep, this is all for one duck. This is all for one fucking duck. duck. I mean. Wood duck. He shot it. Beautiful wood duck. But uh, didn't you run into a hunter at some point that a grouse hunter that said, oh, by the way, you can drive an ATV in here up to a certain point. Yes, that was on the way out. Oh, fuck. Thanks for the hot tip. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently they changed the rules. So, yeah. I, well, I, I successfully killed a duck. So that was the same day that you had said that you I wanted. You, you got the duck. Yeah, and yeah, I ate did. it. He wanted to do the trifecta of getting, of shooting a duck, a grouse, and catching a walleye all in the same day. He only got one. 33%. Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> I mean, 3%. I will say, we. I went out fishing. I spent fish- more, too much time. I went out fishing with you, duck. and we weren't marking anything. Uh, we weren't marking uh, anything. I mean, we were. We would for like a hot second, and then they were like gone. And then yeah. we moved to another spot, and then they were gone. Yeah. Could never. The, then they, I they were tough that drank day. beer and got drunk. Waterfall is. Uh, It's a powerful pull. I, 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 people that, it's like crack. Don't, that haven't done it, that don't understand it, and it might not be for everybody. I'm sure it's not for everybody. Um, but I, I mean, I've hooked a couple people on it. I know, see. Cause I, I talk like so it. passionately about it, and then people just are kind of drawn to it, and like, well, I think I would like to try that. And so I, I get them out, and then. Next thing you know, they're cursing at me a year later because they're spending, you know, however much money. You just got to get people. Andy, oh, man, Andy did a fucking number on me, man. I tell you. So, Andy. buddy Mike right now. He's like. You got to get somebody to agree. I feel like it just takes once to get them to agree to wake up at the ass crack of dawn. Listen, there's a lot. For it. There's a lot going. There's a lot going for it. So. I mean, Pulling people triggers. That, people that it's not even that the people that I mean that comes later. That's the payoff. That's the later payoff. Even if you're missing though, man, it's like when you're. It's just getting up, and yeah, it's fucking early. And it's yeah. dark and it's cold and it's this and it's wet and it's this and that and the other thing. But there's a there's an experience of of watching that marsh wake up. Yeah. That that smell. So many people miss that smell. And it's, it's even different from deer hunters. It's even it's different. Like watching the woods come wake is one thing. Yep. You know, there's some birds. There's you know, there's some fucking squirrels rustling. But the around thing with feathers. deer hunting though is Whatever. you sit there all freaking day. But that marsh, when that marsh comes alive, yep. There's so much going on. Right? You know, and if you're deer hunting, you're in the woods, so you're seeing filtered sunlight. But when that sunrise is coming up on the water, and there's steam coming off, and there's, you know, there's, there's, I mean, every morning is different. I mean, sometimes you have fog, sometimes you don't. You know, maybe there's clouds, maybe there's, you know, whatever. But there's, like, there's so much life that lives around the water so much more than in the than in the deep woods yeah there's so much there's just yep. so much more going on then i mean if you're comparing deer hunting to duck hunting deer hunting you're out there 
sitting all day or, or whatever, even if you're picking your times, but you got one. Yeah. You get to shoot one. I like to and pull the, the trigger. for the most part, every deer looks the same. You know, antlers are different, but, uh, you know, for the most part, a deer is a deer is a deer. Doug. With duck hunting, you have how many different kinds of ducks that look different? So You got geese it's to throw a little, in there. There's a little bit more challenge. I feel like there's a little there's an imagery. More of a challenge there, there's, to it. There's an intimacy. There's a connection to them because you're calling them. You're trying to trick them with decoys. You know, you've got this, like, interaction with your quarry. There's the imagery when you start reading their body language and you see them, like you see ducks off in the distance or you see geese off in the distance and you call to them and you get them to turn and they look. Turn and, and burn. Set, and they set those wings. I mean, when those wings square up and you know you got them. They get all and it's cupped. Just, Tony says it's just, it's just a matter of pulling the shot, just waiting Man, to call the shot. That's something that's the, intimidating there's, for There's nothing. There's sure. nothing anywhere else. There's turkey so, hunting. I don't care what it is. There's so, nothing that compares to that. Well, it's like I, more like not like chance. It's an anticipation. Like, there, like an you had something to do there. with it. There's an an- we I'm definitely had something there. to do with it. And there's an anticipation there when you see it from a distance and you know what's going to happen. So when I but started. But you have to wait for it to happen. Like that just doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. Like it's so exciting. When I started this whole waterfall journey, uh, I had shot geese, uh, Canadian geese, and I had shot. Canada uh, Yeah, mallards. They might not be from Canada, so they can't be Canadian. Whatever. They're border, border jumpers. Shoot them in the face. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can judge all you want, but my, my list uh, entails of uh, Canadian geese, uh, mallards, uh, wood ducks, lots of wood ducks, and this year, uh, a bluebill and a teal. That's... Er, not a teal. That's but your list teal. of what you've. That's you've that's where I'm at right now, and what what so what's cool? You haven't cool? shot a widgeon. Nope. You haven't shot a gadwall. Nope. Pintail. Nope. Redhead. Canvas back. Oh, re- retract. Yes, a redhead. Okay. That Canvas was. Back. Nope. Ringer. No. Nope. I really would like to. We that so the 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 three. A ringer shoot. You should be able to cross that one off pretty. The, the three the 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 day that I was going out for the whole goose or the. Duck, walleye, yeah, whatever grouse. trifecta. That was the the whole week that there was ten thousand ring bills like you on read it Rice on Lake. Like the oh, they Doppler showed up the first time. They showed up. Whatever. There were six hundred thousand. Yeah, on Rice Lake. Lake. So no. this is going to pinpoint me a few where days it was. Later, it was nine hundred thousand. Yeah, well, almost a million. We were sitting on a lake, approximately <laughs> trying to. We're, we're jigging like walleyes. One point four miles as the crow flies from there. And there's Big Sandy? No. Oh. On a certain lake. A certain lake with crappies. You're on um, Aiken. No. Fuck that lake. Aiken? I didn't know there was a lake called Aiken. Yeah, Lake Aiken. There's the Lake Aiken? Yeah. I have no idea. It's close to where you fuckers are at. I just got to figure out which one (laughs) was. So we're sitting there, and and I'm like, there's two birds on the line. I'm, I'm looking, and I'm like, God damn it. There's the fucking ring bells, because there they were, sitting there. As we pretty, were fishing. Yeah, as we were fishing. Yeah. I was like, fuck, should I have the shotgun in the water? Because, well, you couldn't be, you can't, you got to be partially concealed in vegetation. Uh, I was. Only on certain lakes. We were wearing camo. Yeah. Matter, matter. <laughs> There's certain lakes where you can lay out hunt, and uh, that lake, whichever lake that is, uh, probably is one of them. 
Probably not. So it's not Aiken Lake. It's not. It's. Uh, I'm gonna figure this fucking thing out. Okay, well, you try and figure it out. <laughs> I don't know if uh, it matters. But. In that area, I got a. I have a access to some hot swaps for fish. Uh-huh. Talk to me, goose. Yeah. <laughs> not while this shit's recording, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, let's speak. Let's wrap this thing up. or are edging up on that. We're really fucking dangerously close to four hours. So let's recap. What the fuck? We had drink a lot of beers again. What the hell so first we started with this uh, one, the oh, big yeah, wood, the big wood, the doppel, um, doppelbach, doppelbach star. That was great. And then we did the job. Solid. This was a solid night tonight. It's pretty fun. Good, I, Good beers. Awesome. So from. Um, from Big Lake, we had Lupulin Brewing, the Java Tice Coffee Stout. I want to go get some of this stuff. This yeah, stuff that stuff's stuff. really good. This stuff was really yeah. fucking good. Then we did this one. We did the rainbow thing, the bees mode. Beast mode. Beast? Bees mode. Bees mode. E-A-Z. That was like liquid Mode. So it's a sour, and this is brewed. Where is this from? That's the project brewing project. the brewing project. From where? I have no fucking clue. They have good shit. They Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Really? God damn it, Tony! You're supposed to do Minnesota Wisconsin beer. <laughs> pretty close. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not There's got to be some sort of a. I mean, start prize for cow. not bringing a a Minnesota brewery. I gotta write this shit down. Hold on, I'm gonna good. make a note right. Let's just take be, a picture. There's I gotta got be Dale. I got this. Be, all right, finish prize. it. No, I'm making a note right finish now. Finish it. Booby prize oh. for not bringing a Minnesota beer. Moose Lake Brewing. Bringing a repeat oh. beer. Hold the fuck Got that on. One. Okay. Beer. First one. Big one. No, did that one. I'm just making a note. My Here, I'll, make, I'll, I'll do them all in order. Okay, Big Wood. Um, Doppelbockstar. Because we do have to come up with some sort of booby <laughs> prize for when people bring... A non-Minnesota brewery. No, it can be. Come it doesn't on. have to be Minnesota. It's got to be all about Minnesota. No, this is nationwide. <laughs> okay, this is fine. nationwide, bro. Okay, the same one. Okay. You know, technically a flight's supposed to be four beers. We've had like So seven. I did them all in order. Okay. Then so that then one. we had, what's the name of this brewery? Lupulin. 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 That one is really good. I, it's probably by far my favorite out of Brewing. the five we tried. So and it's called which I never really thought of myself as like a dark beer drinker, but super. That's yeah. a really if you good like beer. coffee, you're gonna fucking love that. Shit. Yeah, if you like coffee, you're really gonna like that. So this is from <coughs> Brewing Project. Hello, Jesus, smoke <laughs> some more. <laughs> Are you going to make it, Cotton Candy? I'm dying. Are you all right over there, Tony? The Brewing Project. So I wanna, I'll, I'll list these in the show notes so people can, if if you're, when you listen to this, um, before you listen to this, <coughs> Just I'll tell drunk. you which beers to go get, if you can, so you can join us as we drink these, so you can give us your opinion. And so, bees. What is going on over there, Tony? He's dropping stuff. I might be being a typical Tony. Bees. 
<laughs> God, stop changing it, iPhone. I know it's a weird word, but just trust me on this. Bees mode. Okay. Moving on. Urban Growler. I'm seriously going to have to make like a spreadsheet for this shit. Yeah, probably Why don't should. you just like lay them out and then take a picture of all of them? Boom. Well, because it's not, not all the I information is right. on the one side. Just take so. a 3D photo of them and turn them as we're doing them. Cowbell cream. This was really good. Dude, these really were all That one was beers. really good. Good job, people, for on your uh, contributions. So, I'm impressed. The the whole Project Brewing one, I saw it, and it was just like, oh, Skittles beer. I'm just kind of fruity you've like had that. Because the the, the same brewery has that high, high C kind of yeah. one. I can't remember what the name is. And that one's an IPA, and that one's actually really good. It's very sweet. Is that one a? No, it's an IPA. I just said it was an IPA. What is well, this? This one's a sour. Yeah, we didn't have any. The IPAs other one they either. have, it's like a high. Allegedly, this one something. from Moose Lake was supposed to be an IPA, which it wasn't supposed to. be. It's totally not an IPA. No, hey, listen, the IPA community has got out of control. Those beers are obtuse and uh, um, weird tasting. Is that it? Most five. Yeah. I thought we did. Uh, well, I had to try the old eye. Old one eye. That one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. Okay, uh, got <laughs> we, oh, jeez. <laughs> he's going to die. I'm you know, dying. What did you, you do? Just, he's just. Did you watch the news? Vaping is bad for you, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to kill you. Yeah. All right, Grandma. So will beer. <laughs> Everything will kill you People in time. drink beer in moderation live longer. Fact. Yeah. Drive Every, safe. Everything in my yeah. moderation. Or don't drive. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation except for fishing and hunting. You should indulge, overindulge. Well, oh, uh, in mo- and moderation. <laughs> Everything in moderation, including moderation. If we keep talking, it's going to go seven hours. So. Yeah, that's pretty a bad deal. So right on. Uh, this thanks you guys Tony. so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, Tony, thanks for having us out to your your casa. Anytime. This was fun. We did some carnage. Did we, somebody take a picture of this table? This is pretty impressive. I'll sure get on it. Dead. <laughs> or will. And podcasting has been done here, it looks like. Uh, there's a we drank beer, talked fishing, dead and eh, whatever. Yeah, so I, hopefully I smash some gold knives tomorrow and I can rub it in. That'd be something. Yes. Post <laughs> fucker. Stop. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll get uh, ice fishing. I am looking forward to that Green Lake Hometown Heroes event. Um, it's gonna be fun as fuck. It's gonna be great. I plan on um, cooking up some bomb ass food. So I'll be there to just eat it if nothing. To else. judge yeah. it, she's gonna judge. Is she gonna judge now, my cooking? She, Krista will be your wing woman. She's, she's uh, they call it a sous chef. Sous chef. Yeah, she's badass as fuck. Just saying. Right. Bring my kitchen axe. Do you have a kitchen axe? You I don't. I have a. Axe. I have a Santuku. I don't know what that like is, but Santuku you need kitchen axe. Kitchen axe are badass. I have the only one in existence. I don't have the only kitchen axe in existence. I'll show you my Santuku. But nice. mine is the only one in existence. <laughs> Stop! Are you trying to be dirty? Handmade <laughs> by a friend of mine. I'll show you my. You can't. I'll, do, I'll show you my Santuku knife. On that note, I thought we were getting comfortable with each other, but not that comfortable. There's d- how can you make Santuku knife dirt? Like, of course. Okay, what a million ways. You guys have so. penises, of course. If you haven't followed hometown here. <laughs> Heroes yet on all those social media outlets? Do that. Hometown Hero Outdoors, uh, Facebook, and Facebook. are you guys on Instagram? Uh, Instagram, Instagram and Outdoors dot org on and website. Full scale outdoors 
on all those things. Yes. And you, people are slacking big time because I have had this – when I pull up iTunes, my page on iTunes, it's the same – the last review, I don't even know how long ago it was, but it's the same one. It's been there for months. iTunes is kind of outdated anyway. I don't. I don't have iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Is iTunes what it is. is so. It's still early the biggest. It's, it's not really. It's still the biggest. Just go to i or it's just go to Instagram and. So, Amazon. anyways, leave a leave a review if you've if you've made it four hours into this. Um, podcast. No one, no one has. Uh, probably not. But if they have, <laughs> take some time. Rate the podcast. And leave a quick review. Go to full scale. I don't care if Go it's to bullshit. Hometown just whatever. Just leave it. Oh, here's a hot tip, though. Um, I wish I could walk people through this. But there is a way on your phone to set it up that when you're connected to Wi-Fi, it will automatically down your podcasts. It'll automatically download it. So, like, it. while you're sleeping, it, when I upload one, it'll you wake course, up and like, oh, look, there's a new full scale. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. So here's the thing. Download. You're ready to go in the and morning. It's ready to go, and that's great. But even let's say it's an episode you don't give a shit about. Let's say you only care about walleye fishing, and I do a deer hunting episode. I don't give a shit about deer hunting. You just swipe, swipe delete. to the left. You don't even have to, you don't even have to listen swipe to it. Swipe left. But if it downloads, <laughs> I get credit for that fucking download. Got it. So you're helping me out. All right. So this like this is a team effort. Download every ep- every episode. You don't have to listen to it. Just download it. That's all I ask. Just download it. And leave it. a review. Word. Rate it. Leave a review and share it. Five yeah, star. Okay, okay, apparently, I'm asking for even if you don't thing. listen to it, just give it five star. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. One hundred. So, all right, let's. We're gonna talk for forever. We don't just shut up. So, 100%. everybody, stop talking. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>